Got ESPN, NFL Network covering yeah. this. We got this in the background. We got all our mocks up here. We're ready to see who can do it, who can hang with the J-Man. You know, is Mel Kuyper, Daniel Jeremiah, they coming for your title? You know, who's who's going to get it? It's uh, it's interesting. I got the whole spread here. And you only with most of the guys that did the mock, you only have like four or five in common, which is not a lot considering the top three are pretty much a consensus, right? But... You look at Kuiper and McShay, you have eight or nine in common with the two of them, but that's only as of this morning because those fuckers updated their mock drafts again. You know, they do it on the hour the last day. So as of yesterday, which your mock has been done since Saturday, obviously, and we put it out there, but as of this morning, you know, now all of a sudden it's eight or nine uh, in common that you have. I think they're copying off you. Yeah, well, that's... whenever that new news drops each day, you know, you update your mock to account for it. You know, so that kind of situation played like, uh, you know, just the Dolphins, uh, you know, simply trading away a guard. You know, does that open up uh, us taking an offensive tackle? You know, does it make the ch- uh, the pick Panay Sewell? You know, so it's interesting, all these little things. Then you have the trade with Teddy Bridgewater. Um, you know, that was kind of a big one. So how does that change uh, the top 10 in the quarterback market? And then now, of course, you're, everybody's blowing up about Aaron Rodgers. Like, what's going on there? I mean, when I, when I saw that from, from Shefty, you know, it was literally, he's pissed he doesn't want to go back. Like, it wasn't, oh, you know, he's unhappy with his contract. It was like, no, it was like a Deshaun Watson type of thing. The way it was laid out is that He's done. But what I find most interesting about this is a lot of people are saying, oh, something could happen tonight. He could get moved in the first couple of picks. But I don't see that happening because supposedly he's at the Kentucky Derby and having a good old time watching the horse race. I'm sure he'd be in a room somewhere with his agent if he thought he was going to get moved at at some point. I'm sure he would want to uh, get involved with that. Yeah, that situation's interesting because... You know, there was talk about, you know, potentially Jordan Love being traded, um, you know, just a few days ago. And it's interesting how that's kind of moved to uh, to Aaron Rodgers now. So I... I maybe, I, maybe, and and I'm just spitting hypotheticals, but maybe it was Aaron who tried to get him traded. And they said, no, no, we're going to keep him. And he's like, all right, well, then trade trade me instead. Um, I, I see a couple of, uh, of you guys requesting to speak. We're going to get you on here. Uh, shortly and and try to start going through some Q and A's. Is that the national anthem? What are they doing in the background? What's that? Yeah, it looks like something like that. We don't want to air too much of that, you know, copyright issues. Um, but all right, we got a couple of requests. We're gonna do some Q and A, uh, going right up to eight o'clock, and then we'll we'll probably. Kill the Q&A just a little bit, at least as, as the picks start coming in. But we're going to try to get as much as you guys involved as possible. And don't forget, we are giving away all of our prizes tonight. So if you entered for the Stefan Diggs signed jersey, the Xavier Howard signed jersey, the draft pick jersey, the Marshawn Lattimore signed helmet, all of that stuff, um, we're going to be giving that away and possibly a little bit more. I'll save some secrets for later in the in the episode. But uh, 
if you guys want to, like I said, jump in, you know, feel free to raise your hand, whatever, and I'll try to manage this as, as best as possible. I am a, we are a two-man show tonight, but I am manning down the, the graphics, the tweets, all of the above, and trying to live podcast at the same time. So bear with us a little bit. We're going to try to make sure the sound quality is as good as humanly possible. But um, it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. We see a lot of the uh, draft perspectives have made them their ways themselves into the, the arena tonight. Looks like they're going to have little living, bo- living room box situations. We got the color guard coming out right now, giving you the play-by-play of the national anthem and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it's nice the uh, you know actual actually having a draft. You know, right? last year you know they dealt with the situation. Yeah, I that, thought they did that it pretty well. Shit was whack. Yeah, you know, but I feel like uh, you know the NFL did a good job with it, and uh, you know this year to have it in Cleveland's nice because uh, I believe last year was supposed to be in Las Vegas, and if I'm correct, that got moved to 2022. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm glad they didn't completely kibosh that. In totality, um, Vegas, you know, deserves to have a draft. And especially the way... Remember the guys were going to take boats, like, across, you know, at the Mirage and and all these things. And I was like, that just sounds like a bad idea. And somebody's going to end up in the water. Um, I don't know who Ann Wilson is, but um, she's doing the national anthem right now. Um, Let's see. Do we have any requests? Any of you guys want to... Hashtag Ann Wilson. Jump in. Hashtag Ann Wilson. Um, moment of silence for the, the anthem. But, um, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I think that, I think someone's going to do something literally fucking nuts, and I don't know who it is. Yeah, and, I think that's just, I mean, I, the draft really starts at four, right? I mean, But pick does four. it? Like, that's the thing, right? It should. It should start at four because most people, um, we got a request. I see your request. Give me a second. Um... Most people, you know, kind of agree with the top three, but that's where it's usually when everybody thinks it's going the same way, then that's kind of when it goes completely the other way. So let's get Chaz in here. I got Mr. Blackwell in uh, requesting to speak. What's up, boys? What's up, Chaz? What's up, man? What's going on, man? How you doing, bud? It's been a long time. Good to hear your voice, man. It's awesome. How you guys doing? Good, man. You doing all right? Oh, that's... oh, that's that that that's a good one. So, just to catch up, uh, some of our listeners, um, Tim Tebow has auditioned to be a tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and there is supposedly some interest there. And I don't, I don't know, Jamin. What, what do you I, think? I mean, with with Urban Meyer there, you know, it's uh, it's interesting. You know, I could definitely see uh, you know see him getting a fair shake. As soon as I heard it, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, like what the fuck? You know, but then I thought the Urban Meyer, th- and I was like, man, what a PR stunt. Because think about it. You bring him through. You don't have to put him on the actual 53. But all through camp, you know, you get him there. It's a good story. And then, you know, it's just like what happened in baseball. You know, he, he didn't make the cut, but he kept traveling around to these other teams. And, you know, they'd sell tickets, and everybody come meet Tim Tebow, and everyone likes him. He's a likable guy. You know, the guy's the guy's a fighter, man. I could definitely see him, uh, you know. Spe- that's what I heard last week was that he was going to be a UFC fighter. 
That was the word on the streets uh, was that he, Chaz, did you hear about that? UFC fighter for Tebow? Yeah, so that was word on the streets was that he might be interested in, in climbing in the octagon. And uh, I think McAfee was talking about it and stuff. So I was, I was surprised to see the whole tight end thing pop up and everything. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think if it's left between one of those two guys. It would be Pitts. Yeah, yeah it would go. Yeah. <laughs> The quality of uh, reputation of, of the U.S. After guys. the Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. I like that. That was yeah. cool. So I want to bring up another topic. Is Waldo knows I'm sensitive about this, and I'm not a huge fan, but did Tebow walk away from football to give him a baseball try? Or was he just waiting until he could come back to the tight end and still wear number What? You think he walked away from football so that he could come back and wear a different number? I'm saying he's willing to play as a tight end now because he can wear 15. Oh, I, I get what you're saying. I, like, I, I, like I see what you. I assume your question's rhetorical. <laughs> I like yeah. it, dude. I like yeah. it. I, li- I like your energy, though. I, you you got to figure that number 15 jersey is going to sell like hotcakes, regardless, especially in uh, Duval County. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the league's all on a. Everybody's on a jersey share. Pro, you know, it, it, all the proceeds uh, go equally. But yeah, I'm sure you'd see a lot of Tebow jerseys rolling around in there but then they'd be really pissed when he doesn't make the final 53 so i don't i don't think that's going to be a a huge uh huge thing there i think there's more fluff there than anything so uh chaz real quick before you go where do you see your boy Kadarius tony going got him late got we got him we got him late first round yeah so That's our mock draft, and I, I think uh, McShay. Yeah, so, I mean, that was that was my thought even before today. Is like, why is no one talking about the Saints coming up to get a quarterback? And then all of a sudden, all you hear today is that they're trying to move into the top ten, but it's not for a quarterback. Sure it's not. Yes, it is. You think Jameis Winston is, is just, yeah, we had Drew Brees. We'll go to Jameis Winston. It's it's not that big of a deal. No, it absolutely would be for a quarterback. They're not coming up to take a defensive back. You've already heard Schefter and everybody else talk about this might be the longest we've ever had to wait before a defensive player gets taken in the draft. So if all the defensive guys are being pushed, why are you telling me, no, we're going to trade up into the top 10 to get a cornerback? No, you're not. No, you're not. You're coming up for a QB. You know it. I know it. I knew it yesterday. Just like, and you know what? I'm sorry, but I'm going to gloat a little bit. Because did we or did we not say for weeks in the podcast, you and I would talk about Teddy Bridgewater, and I said, if I am the Broncos or I am the Giants, I am calling and saying, put him on the next you have, fucking you did. plane. And you said for a second rounder, though. Yeah, for a absolutely. Six? For phenomenal. a day two or day three. Oh. For a sixth round and $3 million, and you got Carolina to pay for most of his fleeced. Like, that's an amazing deal by the Broncos. And that still doesn't take them out of the Justin Fields running or anybody else they might have their eye on because he renegotiated the contract to where now he'll be a free agent at the end of this year. So, $3 million, you got Teddy Bridgewater, who is, what, the third most accurate quarterback in NFL history, and... You got him for $3 million, which is better than backup money. Yeah, and for and him, got, it's a one-year show-me contract. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he can go ball out if he 
if he beats out whoever's in the camp, but that doesn't prohibit you from going and drafting a quarterback, which a lot of people still think that they're going to do. So, I mean, just for example, you look at your mock draft and you have them taking Justin Fields, which, oh, look, all of a sudden, Mel Kuyper and McShay, as of this morning, both have Justin Fields going in that slot. So, so Chaz, do you think it's conspiracy that these top guys are changing their mock after mine comes out, or...? <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds crazy crackpot, but, you know, how messed up is it that, you know, yours is done on Saturday, we do a live podcast on Sunday, we put the mock out, they release versions 43.0 and 57.0, and then they're still tinkering with it all the way up until, like, hours before the draft. Absolutely. Like, where they're getting inside information. But, I mean... I do want J-Man's take. Waldo, keeping you on the Saints QB soapbox. Mm-hmm. If the Saints Good question. So I think it would be a combination. I think that they're in salary cap hell. They've done enough, but they still aren't even really in a position to sign their own draft picks this year. There's going to be way more cuts. They cut a lot of the massive dead weight that they could. So it's really going to depend on what that other team wants. I don't think there's necessarily... I've looked at players and there's nobody, even some of the superstars, don't necessarily have bad cap hits to where I could see them being a liability. So I think it's more of whatever team is willing to give up that pick and trade back with the Saints is going, all right, we want you know, Kamara, or we want, you Michael know, Thomas, Michael yeah. Th- like something like that. And it might not even be that strong, that ridiculous. It could just be somebody in the secondary. It could be lineman help. It could be anything. So um, I don't think at, thi- at this point, they cut most of the people that were going to save them the most money. The hard cuts is going to be what's coming after the draft. Yeah, and you got to figure for them to come up from 28. I mean, that's a sizable leap if you plan on getting into the top 10. I mean, that's... And that's what I was surprised to hear trying to get into the top 10. Because, like, when I hear top 10, I figure, like, 10. Like, 9 or 10. Like, I don't think they're coming up higher than that. But I was picturing them getting in 12, 13, just jumping the Patriots. Like, if the Patriots sit at 15, then I could see the Saints jumping them to 12, 13, something like that. And What about a... Carolina Panthers trade for them to get ahead of Denver you know that could also be but yeah like that would be a lot man I mean it would be a lot to give up you would be talking three first rounders but you also second unless Chaz says you know do you yeah yeah you'd have to throw in players and so you'd throw in a player whose salary is going to balloon up next year um or somebody you've already converted their roster bonus and there's not much left on the on the bone there that you can do with them so I don't know. We'll have to see. But Chaz, man. Just because I feel like it. So I don't know. We'll have to see. But we're about 12 minutes away. And, um, man, I, I'm excited. I think, you know, as, as Justin alluded to, technically the draft should start at four. But to be honest, I, I, I don't know. Like the 49ers could have the best fucking poker face just rip that shit, bro. Like, don't even... Um, the 49ers could have the best poker face ever, and then they take Justin Fields or they take Trey Lance. Now, all, like, Kuyper says he won't change his mock draft, but he says he's hearing that it's it's Lance. 
that is Trey Lance. So the draft could get sideways really, really quick. And if all of a sudden, let's say Atlanta was planning on taking pits all along because of how everyone thinks one, two, three goes, but then Mac Jones is still on the board and Justin Fields are both on the board, and all of a sudden their their offer gets better of whatever somebody offered them because supposedly earlier they were asking for the world and nobody was really willing to pay that. But if the board fell a little bit different, maybe they changed that price. Yeah, it could definitely be a situation. I mean, these quarterbacks, you know, I got them projected to go early. I think all five will. So we got, you know, Denver, New England, you know, the two earliest trade there's, spots. And there's there's more teams than that. I mean, Washington. People, people aren't talking about Washington. People aren't talking Chicago. about the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Chicago Bears, the New Orleans Saints. None of these teams are set at quarterback. So this idea that we're just looking at, like, the top four teams and the Patriots is is just asinine. I think there are tons of teams that are QB needy, and that's going to push the quarterbacks up, and it's going to push everybody else down. So that's why it's really going to be interesting to see what happens in that kind of 6 to 12, 13 range and, and, and where those guys go from there. Come on, Walter. You're not a believer in QB1 yet? Andy Dalton? No. no that's... <laughs> Uh, we've we've talked about that before in our live spaces in our pod that you know the the harder you're trying to convince me of something the less I believe it because it sounds like you're trying to convince yourself and I'm ready for another Mitch Trubisky move I'm ready for you know them to trade up to four and just get whatever quarterback is there you know which we'll find out but um it's I mean, so funny right now in the background I just want to comment the, the only sub-caption under the, the guy who's speaking says, Cowboys need defensive help. Like, if that's not the understatement yeah, of not, the fucking not, century. It doesn't say defensive line or yeah, linebacker. It, it says Cowboys defense. Cowboys need defensive help, period. Yep, pretty much. So uh, that's why a lot of them think that they're, they're going to go cornerback. Uh, I know we have a listener out there that uh, thinks that somehow they're going to wind up with Kyle Pitts. I definitely don't see that happening. I don't think they want him enough to move up and leverage their future just for a tight end. No, they would um, have to give they, up the world. And they, they just they have too many needs defensively. So I don't, I don't see that happening. Cowboys fans hate to burst that bubble. Um, but yeah, we're less than, than 10 minutes away, man. I'm, I'm fucking excited. So anything else uh, you want to ask us, Chaz, before we... Uh, let you go there? No, move right along. Thank you for the opportunity to uh, pick J-Man's brain there for a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely, and and we'll be doing lots of Q&As throughout the whole show, so you know maybe we'll get you back on at some point. Appreciate it. Good to hear from you, Chaz. Love you, brother. Love you, brother. All right. So, less than 10 minutes to go. We can see these guys all standing here. Oh, that's nice. They got their masks off for photo op, so that's at least good... Are them. we past that point now, or? I, I don't know. I mean, the, the, there's a lot of people in there that have the stickers that say they're vaccinated or whatever, um, but they're still wearing the mask. I don't know what the rules are in the thing. You know, obviously, whatever the rules are, just go by the rules and, and, and you know, whatever, whatever they, they have the situation right there. But one of the interesting things is, you know, you brought that up, Caleb Farley. Um, he had tested positive for COVID, and then as of this morning, he got negative results. So he was supposed to be at the draft, but now they're saying that, you know, not only he couldn't come because he got the positive test yesterday, but on top of that, even though he got a negative test today, 
they said because of the other positive tests that he still can't like watch the draft with his friends and family and i'm like first of all it's his house like he can do whatever the fuck he wants like i I mean i don't know how you're really gonna stop it um but yeah that's a tough situation how how bad do you think that the back surgery affects him I think it affects him a little bit to drop him down. I mean, I think he's, I think, you know, no injury. He's the number one corner, um, you know. But this has him drop behind J.C. Horn and Patrick Sertan. I mean, it, you know, it's an unfortunate situation. And uh, you know, the guy, you know, we talked about on the last podcast how you know he he was he was playing wide receiver, ended up getting hurt, got moved to the defensive side of the ball. You know, first game, two interceptions. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like we said, you know, yeah, I defensive mean, backs. out. Obviously, the injury sucks, but it's like, you know, that's that's the crazy thing is it's so hard with these guys. Even forget about the draft for a second. You know, you talk about the Drew Breeses of the world, the Peyton Mannings. You talk about the guys that, you know, I don't know, are they going to play football again? We don't know. And then it's hard. How do you evaluate those people, you know, regardless of how great the doctors are that you have, obviously it's hard to... Like, who thought Alex Smith was ever going to step on a football field ever again? I mean, granted, I'm not saying he came back and went all Patrick Mahomes, but the fact that the guy played football games in any capacity is just a fucking miracle. So you take something that's maybe not as bad, and you say, where is this going to range? How how long can we trust this? I remember Jay Ajayi coming out in the draft the scoped knee issue you know that was a big thing with him when dolphins got him i think in the fifth round and they said it's a potential steal but how long will that knee work because it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when so yeah and these you know these medicals you know they they hold a lot of weight you know teams have their individual doctors and you know take for example you know the dolphins you know would go back to the Drew Brees, yeah. Dante Culpepper. I mean, God, so bad. you know, yeah, Dolphins doctors basically said, you know, they didn't feel comfortable with Brees' shoulder. They felt comfortable with Culpepper's knee. And what happens? You know, Drew Brees goes to the Saints, goes and wins then, the Super Bowl. And then they weren't comfortable with his knee. And then he went to the Raiders, came back, scored a running touchdown, and said, yeah. Pointed to his knee. Yeah, yep, my knee's okay. Yeah. So I don't know who was running shit back then, but those were obviously not the greatest decisions. Um, and, you, you know, but a back is a lot different than, you know, a shoulder and a knee, sure. obviously, with especially with the position that you're playing. Um, you know, your body always having to be contorted and, you know, being able to twist and, you know, high point the ball. And, you know, yeah. so the back is a concern. You know, it, it, it's enough to drop him from, you know, the he would have been the first corner, maybe second behind Sertan. You know, I had him ahead of Horn, but... You know, with the back concerns, you know, he's in that third spot, you know, so we got him in that, you know, 20 to 30 range. And, you know, he'll, I definitely think he'll be a first round pick. I don't think, you know, I think a team will take a chance on him. Um, you know, I just don't see him going as high as Dallas. You know, Arizona could be in that situation. Uh, you know, a couple of teams out there do need cornerback help. You know, so it'll be, you know, we'll, we'll see where he falls. Yeah. And then let's, let's talk about offensive line for a second because originally, Panay Sewell was the, the far and away, that's it, this was the guy, and then everybody else was lower tiers. Now, Slater has 
you know, come up to where that, that gap between the two of them has either narrowed significantly or in some people's eyes even, you know, disappeared completely. So how close do you view those guys? Are those guys really 1A, 1B in, in your book? Is it more just a, a, a team thing or is it, you know, you still have one of those guys slated over the other? I, I do have Sewell above Slater, but you know what it is, man? It's, it's what have you done for me lately? You know, it's as simple as that. Um, you know, Panay Sewell, you know, there's no, you know, there's no 2020 tape. You know, you got, you got from him what you got in 2019. Um, you know, Slater offers a little bit of flexibility too, being able to play tackle guard. Um, yeah, I do have Sewell above uh, Slater, but it is really close. Uh, and then I do feel, you know, it does kind of drop off after that. Uh, you know, you kind of get into your Tevin Jenkins and, and guys like that, Jalen Mayfield, um, you know, you had the tackle from, uh, from Virginia Tech, you know, so, you know, and then another, you know, an injury, you know, we were talking about injuries before you have, uh, you know, Walker Little from Stanford. I think that he's going to end up being a steal for a team, possibly, uh, you know, early, mid second, you know, someone can get a hold of him. I think they can get a quality starter and, you know, you find one in the second round. Yeah. And it's interesting you bring up the, what have you done for me lately? Because, we see it at some positions and not at others, right? Like, um, I think Matt Jones and Justin Fields are the perfect example for that. You know, Justin Fields didn't show up in his last game that he played the way that people had kind of hoped that he would. But yet, Matt Jones goes and wins a national championship. All of a sudden, he's soaring up the draft boards. But yet, let's look at Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase didn't play last year, and yet he's still ranked as the far and away number one wide receiver so yeah i mean the difference between you know chase and you know smith a lot of its size you know he's uh you know chase six foot 200 pounds um you know smith is 170 soaking wet you know so you know the argument is that you know he you know chase is the type of guy you know you feel comfortable putting across the middle and you know he's he would be a solid x receiver you know a number one you know but Devontae Smith did it. You know, he had a he had a, a big 2020, um, great route runner. I mean, the comparisons to Marvin Harrison, I mean, I, I can't think of a better, you know, yeah. pro than you would want to be compared to, you know, smaller stature and, you know, being able to get things done. And I think it's interesting that people have said, you know, well, if, if Waddle was completely healthy, then maybe he, you know, doesn't do as well maybe doesn't get as great target share but in my mind it's more impressive to me that waddle was off the field because that means they're completely keying on smith there was look at the national championship game right they had three guys covering this motherfucker and it didn't matter you could have put the whole team out there nobody could touch him so i don't take it as a slight that waddle was injured so that maybe waddle would have got more touches I take it as he was the far and away best weapon on the field and you could not contain him. You could not shut him down. Yeah, the thing with Waddle is before his injury, he had 12 less catches than Devontae Smith, but he had, I think it was 73 more receiving yards. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you think about that, that equates to, you know, obviously Waddle being a, a bigger play receiver. And, you know, to your point, you know, to lose that, you know, yeah, it does bring more coverage towards Smith's way. And, you know, you kind of, you know, you got to zone in on him, you know, put a safety on, you know, on top of him.
But I just, you know, it's so close. You know, it really is between Chase and Smith, and it's going to come down to, you know, what team prefers what and exactly what they're looking for. Um, you know, so, you know, like we talked about Cincinnati at uh, at five, you know, they'll be interesting to for Chase. Well, if, 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 oh, fuck. oh, I agree. I, if they don't I take – I can't. I can't, man. Like, I just – who's running the sh- – like, listen, you, you ever work at a job, right? And you figure, like, you're kind of a fuck-up, but there's a guy who works there who's a bigger fuck-up than you. And you're like, as long as he's still here, you're good. I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. So that was Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien was the laughing stock of the NFL, and there was nobody who was going to do it worse, who was making bad deals for their team that were going to screw them up worse than, than what Bill O'Brien had going on. So, but now that he's gone... You do not want to be the next Bill O'Brien. So if I'm the Cincinnati Bengals and I am staring at Rashawn Slater, if I'm staring at Panay Sewell in the face and I am going to turn in a card for a wide receiver, like, are you fucking outside of your mind? I, I, I can't. I, I don't think Zach, Zach Taylor makes the season. I don't think, you know, um, half the front office makes it through the season. I think that's just like... That's, that's why I think I think Cincinnati could be an interesting trade-down spot, right? You know, if you got one of these teams, you know, I don't think they're going to want to drop down too far. But, you know, if they could drop down, you know, maybe a couple of spots, say, you know... Say a Denver wants to secure sure. you know, the power, you know, so they sure you move back three, four spots. Sure, and you're you know. still in range for you know potentially a soul, potentially. Yeah, you're going to get one of those guys. You know, the skilled players are going to go off, and there might be another quarterback that goes off in that range as well. But so. you know what it also does? It also takes the pressure off you from the fan base, right? You said, look, you know, a lot of Bengals fans are, are clamoring for Chase, obviously, with you know what him and Burrow did during that 2019 season. You know, but you can sell. But I feel like those are casuals, right? Like I, I can take any fan base right now, and I can split them down the middle as far as who they're claim, claiming they want, and and who really uh, would would be, you know, the person there. So I think that there's so many casuals that are just like screaming things that don't really make sense for their team. I mean, I always ask people this question, right? Half of the world is dumb. Would you agree? I think I think most of us would agree that half of the world is dumb. And if you don't think that, you're probably in that half of the world. So because of that, the the popularity of something and everyone screaming, hey, let's go get Chase, like that doesn't mean it's the best decision. I, I know the front office doesn't care what the fans it's think. It's like but. we talked about with that flashy pick. You know, everybody wants everybody wants the big flashy pick. You know, nobody wants to select an offensive lineman, defensive lineman in the first round, you know, unless you're talking like last year, like a Chase Young. You know, everybody wants to take the high-profile wide receiver. And, you know, for years it was everybody wanted to take the high-profile running back. And, you know, it's that's... That's That's long gone. Yeah, it is. You know, I mean, they're talking, you know... The running back being selected as high as possibly, you know, 18, 19, you know, when, you know, you would talk running backs being drafted first, second, third overall all day. Um, yeah, you know. now now there's first rounds where, where you're not even seeing your running backs. Uh, but since you brought up the running backs, 
let's talk about some of those guys at the top of the board, right? Let's let's talk about Najee. Let's talk about Etienne. Let's talk about Javante Williams. Where do you go, where do you see those three? Do you do you believe that Najee will be the first running back off the board? I think it simply comes down to team, team and need. fit. Yeah. It really does. You know, I I think a team's gonna you know see a running back that kind of fits their system and um, you know. Javante Williams has moved up draft boards, you know, drastically to where, you know, I even see a, a lot of these mocks where, you know, he's the first running back yep. taken, you know, you know, he's a big physical runner, um, you know, a bruising guy, like I just tailor made for Pittsburgh, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I would just, I could really see him being a stealer, you know, kind of smash mouth football. Um, you know, Travis Etienne is, you know, more of your, I don't want to say speedster. He ran a four 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 forty, you know, but he is quick and he catches the ball out of the backfield and he can do a lot of things in today's NFL. And, and then, a lot of people have Najee uh, mocked to to Pittsburgh. Now, one one of the few uh, major pushbacks that I got on your mock draft when we posted it on on the sites and everything was that you actually only have one running back going in the first round, and that is uh, ETN going at 32 to the Buccaneers. So, you know, it was interesting because people were saying, you know, there's no way Najee's not a first round running. And I'm like, listen, you know, CEH was the only one when the Chiefs took him, uh, Edward Zelaire last year, everybody thought J.K. Dobbins was going to go like top 20, top 25 yeah, for sure. Listen, it's not that I don't think Najee Harris has first round talent. It's just looking I, at the team. I simply feel that there's more value in other sure. positions and you can find, you know, running backs down the board. I mean, look at what Jacksonville did and, and Washington, you know, I. These these guys were late round draft picks, undrafted free agents, and they're leading the league or second, third in rushing. Yeah. You know the days of you know having to take a, a running back early is, it, you know, and there's no there's not many workhorses, right? You remember in the '90s you'd watch football. Yeah, there was very one... few Derrick Henrys going around exactly. in the league. You know, but and the... most teams don't want that. No, they because want a committee. That guy, if that guy goes down, yeah. then they're they're SOL. You know, so. and it, you know it's not like you know back in the day every team had one running back. Yeah. You had one Thurman it was Thomas. Great for your fantasy. Yeah, team. you had one Emmett Smith. You know, you weren't having to worry about third down backs and flex backs and yeah. I mean, it just you know even the fullback position. Well, that's why like the Raiders right now, right? So you got Josh Jacobs. You you got uh, uh, Kenyon Drake that they mm-hmm. just added to that mix, um, and they already had was it was it Booker Washington. Uh, Devontae Booker. Devontae Booker. Um, and I think uh, Washington is the other guy. Um, but they, they've got a crowded room there. And as a. Washington went to the Dolphins, didn't he? Did he? Wasn't that a seventh round pick? I think we traded a seventh round pick for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, but they got a crowded room there. And, you know, when you're looking at fantasy, those are the things that start to affect you. Like, let's look at the Patriots' tight ends. Everybody loves John o. Smith. Everybody loves Hunter Henry. Are you touching those guys in fantasy? I, Who I, is going to get the, the – you either got to risk big and, and hope you get it, or maybe it'll be one of those things where one week one guy gets it, one week another guy gets it. I mean, I, I, I don't like to say this, but it's almost a situation where, you know, you got to kind of hope – not – you got to kind of hope for an injury, right? 
you know, you got to you got to figure a situation where, you know, one of these guys gets hurt, you know, and then you know the other guy. Assuming they're healthy, yeah, because I mean, assuming they're healthy, you wouldn't touch them in the top five, right? I mean, it takes. I mean, how do you even? Yeah, like top five tight ends, like because again, you're looking for the volume. I mean, it's just like with the running backs, like you you had alluded to. Do you want a running back who's part of a three-headed attack, but he's more talented? Or do you want a guy who's really not that talented, but he's the only guy back there, and you know he's going to get the touches? Yeah, I mean, especially with the tight end position, it's all about volume, right? I mean, you know, how many uh, how many of our opportunities you get? You know, it's how, it's how these guys get points. But By the way, shout out to Chili's. We just got dinner delivered. They are not an official sponsor of the show, but we're going to eat their food because, you know, it's going to be a long night. We're we drinking and, and eating eating some grub. By the way, uh, again, a special shout out to everybody who's who's listening. I see definitely some familiar faces here in the, in the Twitter space. Um, we got a bunch of giveaways coming up tonight. Obviously, the draft is is getting underway here but uh stay tuned even if you didn't enter any of our jersey giveaways and some of that other stuff we're gonna have some stuff for you anyway so if you guys do want to uh jump in here at any time feel free to raise your hand you know ask a question or whatever and uh we'll we'll try to get to you as much as possible if we see you in between stuff so we talked about running backs a little bit right yep i just want to mention a couple of names you know, so we're Do talking it. about running backs that you could possibly take in the later rounds. Um, you got a guy like Chubba Hubbard. You know, a year, year and a half ago. Uh, How do you say his name? Because I've pronounced it seven different times. I've called him Chubba Hubbard. I've called him Chuba. Uh, it might be offensive. Chuba. Yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe yeah, maybe I mean, Chuba. It, I think it goes both ways. So <laughs> Whoa, hey, we're, we're not breaking that kind of, <laughs> this isn't that show. But go ahead. Uh, you know, so the guy's a world-class sprinting champion. Uh, you know, he's got good size. So like Ted Ginn. Yeah, but yeah. You know, Sorry, six, I don't mean to bring up bad memories. <laughs> you know, six foot, 208. Shout out um, to Ted and the family. You know, had a lot, a lot, a lot of production, a lot of yards. Um, you know, so it'll be interesting to see where he goes. You know, some have him projected second, third round. You've got Javante Williams, uh, running back partner, and Michael Carter. You know, a little bit smaller, 5'8", 200, projected third, fourth round. Um, So it's interesting, you know, as I crack open this drink here. um, You know, you you mentioned that originally both of those guys at Carolina were kind of 1A and 1B, and everybody liked both of those guys before Javante Williams has all of a sudden shot up the boards. Um, A lot of that has to do with size. I mean, a lot of it really does. I mean, one guy's 220. You know, the other guy's 195. Um, you know, Carter's going to be a little bit more faster of a product, uh, you know, of a player. But, you know, Javante Williams has that size and, you know, he can really pound the ball. Um, yeah, I hear you. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. Oh, here, we got the commish. We coming out to finally do this thing. We've been watching, like, concerts in the background for the last 20 fucking minutes. You know, I apologize on behalf of the NFL for anybody who's had to watch that garbage. Oh, that's why the chair's there. He's got his chair out there. How cute. Um, but it's a nice-looking chair, though. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they come out here, they do their concerts and their stuff like that, and it's like, can we, can we get this show on the road? Because I just, I, I can't wait too long before you tell me about how 
everybody is uh, from a broken home and their parents are on drugs and everything else like that. Let's let's do this already. It's in, you know Cleveland did it up nice though. I mean it really yeah looks... no it, it is a really nice setup. So they have fans in yeah. sections. Yeah so the fans are all kind of penned off there in their own little sections and stuff. I know we got a lot of listeners. Um, that are at the draft specifically, and then a, a few people who follow the show that are, are in the in the little pens there. So uh, we'll be looking for those pictures later once everything gets over and I'm able to peruse Twitter. I'm trying to work, you know, I got the laptop here, I got the tablet, I got the phone, you got your stuff, and we're trying to work it all. But it's a lot to, to keep up on as it's going by. I'm trying to keep up on Schefter's tweets and everything else that's going on there. But... Um, Appreciate Dodge Cisco with the share there of uh, of our page as well. I, I did see that as I was scrolling. But uh, let's get this show on the fucking road, Raj. What do you say, man? Let's open this damn draft. Yeah, I mean, we pretty much know top two picks, you know, so let's just jump to three and kind of get this thing going. Yeah. I mean, you do you think the Jags are going to milk the entire franchise? Oh, they're going to take, yeah. They're going to milk it? Yeah. They're going to take Just uh, be a dick. You know, I would. I mean, it's your first pick. Yeah. I. You know, first yeah. pick. Oh, you gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. First pick, got to yeah. take the full 10, you know? Yeah. You know, because you had mentioned 15. I believe that's... Yeah, know, and it, yeah. It was no, a couple no, of yeah, years ago. I no. mean, that first round used to be... I even knew that because somebody asked me about that earlier, but... You know, but do you feel 10 minutes is... Too long? Too short, right? First round nah. pick, a lot of trades, a lot of moves. Nah, teams got to talk. But all those teams have been talking for months. They've been everything's in place. When they say, "Oh, such and such team has been calling about moving up or moving down," yeah, no shit. We we we've all been doing that. Like that's that's how this works. And then you know, on draft night, all right, if this guy's here, this is the compensation you're kind of thinking about. So there's yeah, I, I there's just... much left less of that. Call Jeff Carson, you know, the kid in, in, in Jacksonville, and all of a sudden, you know, it's a, what do we do? What do I do? Like, that that doesn't really happen. So. I mean, you have to figure, you, you have to have a lot of contingencies in place, right? I mean, you Absolutely. Gotta, you have to plan. Absolutely. You have to plan for the unexpected to where it's not unexpected. Yeah, I mean, these guys mock 10 million scenarios, and they and they run it through, and they say, okay, this team takes this. What do we do? This team takes this. What do we do? They prepare. They prepare like they're preparing you know, a politician to go, like, on a debate stage or something like that. So these guys, they have all their contingencies set. Now, whether or not, you know, a team accepts a trade or whatever. Oh, look at this lady gets to sit in his chair. How'd she get that? I guess she won a contest, I'm sure. So she's sitting in Goodell's chair. She's fired up. Yeah. True Jags fan right there. All right. Here we go. Open, baby. Here we go. Jaguars on the clock. Let's do this thing. Let's get T Law down to Duval. You know when there the go. when the Jets won their game that took him out of the Lawrence sweepstakes. You know it had to hurt. You know in the beginning. You know, but with what Zach Wilson has shown, and you know these, you know these past couple of months. You know, not only the tape from you know BYU, but what he's been able to do in his pro days. I think it has to ease that sting a little bit. You know, I feel like obviously there's going to be a lot more pressure 
on Lawrence than there would be on the Zach Wilson. Mm -hmm. I understand you're going to the New York market and it's bigger, but you know Trevor Lawrence has had expectations since he was in high school. You know he met them in Clemson. You know he, he's got a national championship. All the kid does is win. Yeah, because uh, if I I think I'm saying this correctly, in the past seven years, college and high school. I think he's only lost three to four games in seven years. You know, we know he uh, he played for Cartersville. Never lost. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. By yeah. the way, you know what's funny is like, don't get me wrong. Oh, okay. I see his girlfriend. Wife. They got married. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. They that's got married right. last got week on uh, Combine Week. Yep. Yeah. So somebody, she she went ahead and locked that down. Somebody uh, somebody a, a mutual friend of ours sent me right before the draft the the full list of wags the wives and girlfriends of all the draft picks. I was like, man, that's the real research way to be in the tr trenches. It's commitment. And you'll you'll, you'll have to uh, you'll have to forgive the sound of me chewing here uh, over our draft analysis, but I got a carb load. It's going to be a long night. So, but, man, can can you imagine what would happen if they didn't take Trevor Lawrence? I mean, it's not going to happen, but uh, what was the last draft you can remember where there was a consensus number one and it, it didn't happen? I mean... That's a tough question. I don't know about consensus number one, but I remember when Brady Quinn fell. I remember when that was like, like unheard of. Yeah, I mean the most common ones is, you know, Brady Quinn, you know, and then Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, obviously. You know, the Aaron Rodgers one. You know, that was just that was a. Uh, you know, can you imagine? Wasn't um, the Sam Bradford year? I mean, I'm sorry, not Sam Bradford. The uh, Baker Mayfield year. Wasn't it? Between him and Sam Darnold, wasn't Sam Darnold uh, viewed as possibly the number one overall pick? Yeah, because you had uh, you had Darnold, Mayfield was in there. Uh, the same year with Josh Rosen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I remember everyone saying that it was going to be Darnold. Yeah, because Mayfield was a shock, a little bit. You know that he was that he was uh, that he was number one. Yeah, but you know, look how that look how that played out. You know, I are mean, you ready? Do you, and we've talked about this before, the only, what is it, the only top three quarterbacks taken prior to 2018 that are still playing for the team that drafted them are Baker Mayfield and Matt Ryan. Like, that's wild. It's not for long. You know, get it together. Like, you know, it's, you know earlier we talked about you know, teams having one running back. You know, how about teams sticking with their with their quarterback? You know, in most situations. You know, back in the days, you know, as quarterbacks, you know, get drafted, and there's only a two or three year window where you have to show something in. Yeah. You know, that's why it's, you know, dra getting drafted into a situation, you know, is crucial. You know, is Patrick Mahomes the Patrick Mahomes he is now on another team? You know, what if the Jets took Patrick Mahomes? Do you still see him being that same caliber of a player? And not only on another team, 
but the fact that he was able to sit behind Alex Smith. You know, I will I will die on that hill of putting your rookie quarterback with a clipboard and having him sit somewhere because it takes the pressure off, right? To where you kind of well, it doesn't just take the pressure off. I mean, yes, some guys it kind of screws them, it gets into their head, you know, when the pressure's bad. But it's not only the pressure. For me, it's just the ability to learn and put them in a better situation because if you're struggling your rookie year. Like if you're having a Peyton Manning type year where you're throwing 30 interceptions, there are very few people who aren't going to try to do too much. Like they're going to try to overcorrect. Whereas if you're learning, learning, learning for a year before you're going in, then now you have so much more knowledge and you've understood the offense, you've run the system, etc. So... Yeah, and Jags got four and a half minutes left. They milk in every second of this. You know, with today's NFL quarterbacks, you know, in, in most cases were, you know, just pocket quarterbacks, right? I mean, you know, you had your Randall Cunninghams and, you know, your Michael Vicks, but, you know, the quarterback position wasn't, a, you know, wasn't a running position as much as it is now. You know, I think, I think at least half your quarterbacks now are all designed to run, run RPOs and, you know, so the the college game has you know influenced the NFL, of course, a lot. You know, these past couple of years, especially with the spread, and um, you know, you know, it used to be. I just sorry, I just got a message from uh, R. Wilson. If I'm doing a prop bet for what I'm eating, should we do that? I'd go for it. All right, all right, every everybody uh, tweet out what they think that I'm eating, and and maybe we'll do a giveaway or something. Now, if you were with us from the start, you at least know the restaurant. So, it's really just a guess from there. Could narrow it down. Yeah. I like that, though. That's funny. Yeah, so Jacksonville is definitely going to take the full uh, full. Damn, he, call- he called me. Now, it's a vague answer, but he, he said chicken. So, it's I'm having Cajun chicken pasta. So, yes, I got you. I will hook you up with something after the show at some point. I got you. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence does not look concerned one bit, you know? No, he already know. Are you kidding me? He's been going over the playbook for like three months. That's what, that's the one thing that people are sleeping on is that the Jaguars probably have half their offense installed already with this kid. Like, he's been going over all kinds of things, so he's definitely got a leg up. Okay, so that's interesting. So we just talked about that. Yeah. So, and I should lower that because I'm sure it's getting picked up in the mic and everything. People don't need feedback. But, um, you know, at what point do they move Minshew? You know it's coming. Is it? You know, you got him on a rookie contract. You know, why not let him play it out? You know, he knows what's going on, right? I mean, he knows... Because right now you can get value for him. How much? Like, is that value more than having a capable backup? Is he... I don't know. I I, I can't say too much right now. But... You understand what I'm saying, though? I mean, you gotta... gotta, You're gonna have two quarterbacks on rookie deals. I see some requests here, too. I want to get these guys in here before the pick... Oh, the pick is in. 
the pick is in. So I, I, I see your request there. As, as soon as the pick gets announced, we'll go ahead and, and try to get you guys in, obviously, after we uh, discuss the shocker that will be Trevor Lawrence when he gets announced by the commissioner. Cheers, by the way. I hope uh, hope some of y'all are, are drinking with us or enjoying some sort of libations or food or something there with us. So, wh what is your... If you had to put a percentage, J-Man, mm -hmm. on Mac Jones at three, 90%? Oh, 75. no. No, no, no. Um 50-50. Yeah, I wouldn't I would say 50-25-25, right? So I I'd, I'd have Mac Jones 50%. Um land some fields. Yeah, 25-25, I really would. It's just interesting. It could go so many different ways, you know. All right, so I'll tell you what. I'm going to try to uh sneak some of these guys in here unless you see the commissioner walking out. Oh, is he coming out? Ah, oh, son of a bitch. There he is. All right. Here comes Mr. Goodell to give us the pick. I got the tweet button ready to go. Oh, he said, get up out my chair, bitch. Mm -hmm. That's so funny. Roger just kicked the bitch out the chair. Here we go. Tell us, Rod. There it is. Official. Official. No surprise there at all. They're obviously on a tape delay. <laughs> Yay! We did it! Yay! He's got a nice suit game. I like the sneaks, the white sneaks. You like the high, like... The higher pants, like what? I, don't... I mean, that's not really my style, but he pulls it off well. Cute dog, cute girlfriend, hey, wife, whatever. Congrats, behind. You know, I was just thinking, is you know they're showing him in South Carolina, you know, so played high school ball in Georgia, college in South Carolina. Pro in North Florida, you know. So how many opportunities do you get to, you know, stay in a region, kind of build a fan base? Yeah, for sure. Let's see. Let's see what some of our listeners have to say. So let's see. I got a. Uh, let's see. Will is asking to speak. Let's see if we can get Will in here. See if we can get him on. Let me let me mute Greeny in the background again. But uh, Jets are on the clock. They've got six and a half minutes. Roughly to make their pick, but uh, Will, if you can hear us, unmute. I tried to get you in there. Um, try it again. See if we can't get Will. And I know we got a couple other people that are. Will's a longtime listener, first time caller. Yeah, possibly. We see Zach Wilson getting his hugs and everything, so that means I'm so happy. I'm so proud of you. You're about to get drafted, so I'll get that tweet. Go ahead and uh, you know put that on. It says we got requests. Hit the request. Uh, let's let's get Chaz in here because he's uh, he's requesting to add some stuff again. I what happened with all Will? We didn't get Will in there. I I don't know. I, I put the invite so he can always jump on it anytime. I'm hitting approve on on Chaz, but we'll see how it works out. 
Technology's tricky, man. That's the thing, and when you're running everything at the same time, it's gotta be difficult. You need like a switchboard, you know, like yeah, that. like it. And, and now look, like that, the app is literally freezing on me. So I hope we don't lose our whole draft space here. I, I, I literally can't. Oh God, that's that's not not what you want. Well, hopefully everybody's still there. Otherwise, we're gonna have some issues. So the New York Jets are on the clock. Projected pick, Zach Wilson, quarterback from BYU. Oh, shit, we lost the live space. Fuck me. Are you kidding me? Wow. How many people probably got to be on that thing right now? God damn it. We crashed it. All right, we got to start <laughs> this again. Son of a bitch. Start listening. Bitch, I'm the host. I don't want to start listening. All right, we're back in, I think. We might have had a technical difficulty and lost some people there for a minute. But uh, we're back in. It, it happened with Will. Will broke the internet. I don't know what happened. We tried to invite him in as a speaker, and next thing you know, everything crashed. So, yeah, four minutes left and some change with the Jets. But uh, everybody pretty much assumes that that's going to be Zach Wilson there. So what are people getting there with Zach Wilson, which we assume is going to be the pick? Well, they're getting a quarterback with some upside, right? You know, he played for BYU, you know, had a great season. You know, he's been compared to Patrick Mahomes a little bit, you know, kind of able to throw from, you know, all these different angles and kind of do these different things that, uh, you know, he's able to do. And, you know, just from the Jets, just kind of hope they build. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that stuff's overhyped? I do. Like, obviously, when, when Mahomes started doing it, everybody was like, wow. So you see some of these other quarterbacks doing it, and I'm like, I don't, I don't really care about that shit. Like, don't get me wrong, Patrick Mahomes is world talent, right? He's he's an elite all-star. But when you start talking about, um, I swear to God, if we lost this Twitter space again, man, or I think we're breaking the internet. Something is is seriously, seriously wrong. Yeah, I'm getting DMs now. What happened to the show? Well, we're back up, but we're the only ones in it. So it's definitely my space. Yeah. Ha ha. No, so we were talking before. <clears throat> Zach Wilson. Yeah, we're getting a couple stragglers come back in here, so. Yeah, so sure. kind of, you know, hope the Jets do right by him and kind of not what happened with the Darnold situation where, you know, they never gave him an opportunity, never really built it. I say opportunity, I meant build around him. Um, you know, give him playmakers and... I don't know, man. I'll tell you what. Like, I hope the kid has success, right? I hope Darnold um, does some good things in Carolina. But when he said that he was seeing ghosts out on the field, that was concerning for me. Yeah, I mean, you definitely want to choose your words better. So we got the Jets. The Jets pick is in. Zach Wilson. There it is. There it is. So two for two so far on the mock draft. No big surprises, you know, as we talked about. You know, so the you know Jets are you know getting a quarterback that they're going to try to build around. Um, you got a new new team in there. <clears throat> I'm worried about number three, man. I, I, this this shit's going to be wild. I've got like four pre pre written tweets ready to go, and I don't know which one it's going to be. Yeah, I think uh, 
you know, three's three's definitely where it starts. Zach Wilson looks fired up there. Yeah. Let's see how he likes the New York High fans after. It's uh, a tall son of a bitch, huh? He definitely is six two. Oh really? He's only six two. I thought isn't Roger like six four or something? No, he's six one. Why did I think that Goodell was like Andre the Giant or some shit? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, if you watch his pro day, he's only six one. Who Roger Goodell's? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. All right, I'm gonna actually share this new link. um, Share via tweet since we're since we had to uh, since we broke the internet. I really think it was Will. I don't know what happened. As soon as I started trying to invite people in, that's it. It was over. Um, so San Francisco's on the clock. Six minutes left. You know, you trade three first-round picks to move up. You know, this is big for Shanahan and Lynch. You know, you gotta you gotta figure out before they made this deal. They would have had to have at least liked two of the quarterbacks, right? I mean, so you, you have got to. Yeah. I mean, I, you had a consensus that Trevor Lawrence was gone. And you, they, at that point, they could probably safely assume that Zach Wilson was going to go um, number two. You know, so you, you got their pick of three quarterbacks. Uh, Mac Jones, the national champion. Trey Lance, also yeah. technically a national champion. And you know Justin Field to let Ohio State to uh, to the college playoffs. So it's crazy, man. Like I don't know. I'm I'm waiting for something to go sideways. But what if it just? What if it's boring? What if it just goes? You know, right as mocked, and everybody keeps moving it along. Listen, I'm hyped up for this fucking draft, man. I want to see some action. Yeah, I'm fine going 32 for 32. I mean, I think that would be yeah, right. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You go 32 for 32. I'll give you a million dollars. That's what someone was telling me before the show that there was another podcast who decided to... uh, Now, I see your request. All right, who's that? That's Chaz. I'm going to try to get him on without breaking the internet here. It says Chaz can now speak. So let's see how that works out. Chaz breaks the internet. We're not taking any more callers. What's up, Chaz? Am I on here again? You're on. All right. What's going on, brother? Before the man, before the crash, we were talking Minshew. And, you know, I find it intriguing. You know, Minshew's two years in. Was he throwing 37 touchdowns, 10 11 picks? He throws about 64% accurate. He's a solid QB. I mean, he did that half of last season with a broken thumb. Are you going to put Trevor Lawrence behind a 24-year-old? Like, it's not really somebody he's going to learn from, but are you going to make him fulfill the last two years of his contract wasting away when he could go out there and be a substantial quarterback? Boom! I love it. That's to you, J-Man. First off, great job with the stats there, bro. I mean, did you just look those up? Because if that came off memory, I'm thoroughly impressed. Fresh, it's fresh in the mind. Can respect that. Uh, I, I, I agree with Waldo. Whoa, whoa! Dolphins trade what? Whoa, that trade already happened. Bro. Oh, relax. I just had a fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ! I looked at the damn screen and it said 
49ers trade, Dolphins get, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh my God, did the Dolphins just trade back to the pick that they already had? I literally almost had a coronary fucking jazz. I swear to God, I, I, I almost fucking keeled over right now. Take away the oh my God, yep. I got another shot right here. Alright, uh, so if Aldo's done, I'll answer. Yeah. Uh, Sorry about that. I I do like the plan to sit Trevor Lawrence, um, kind of acclimate him. I don't think it's going to be a situation. You know, I, I could see, you know, last year we didn't have preseason. You know, and, and this year you do. So I think those three or four games are important. And you'll be able to two games, three games? I th- yeah, I think I think three this year. I know they took away at least one. Yeah, you know, so these talk about them taking away two. You know, these quarterbacks last year, you know, they didn't have the opportunity to get in training camp and, um, mm-hmm. you know, get a full preseason in. You know, because you got to... Where would Russell Wilson be if it weren't for preseason? We might be still watching Matt Flynn... You know, as the quarterback of the Seahawks, like oh, that, that. Dak Prescott, like preseason sometimes is, is where it happens, man. And and I agree, four preseason games is kind of egregious, but damn, man. Yeah, so I see a situation where I do see Minshew starting the season off as a starter. I, I wouldn't see it lasting long, um, you know, unless obviously you know he plays mind-blowingly well which if you're Jacksonville and that's the situation great for you I mean it's you know like you said you'd be able to put him on the trading block you Why would, isn't this the last year of his contract or no two years oh he's got two years left yeah okay um right. you know so yeah I see a situation where I do see Minshew staying there um I, you got two guys but you on also the, have to remember that say that's the case then you're giving him to somebody on a one-year rental I mean, yeah, like it's 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 a trade-off, right? So does he play outside of his mind? You trade him on a one-year rental, or you trade him now where he's got two years left, but there's still. But what's the value? You know, that's the whole thing. I, I don't know. About. Fifth round. If you have a capable capable backups are important in this league, I just don't see trading a, a capable backup for a fifth Sam round. Sam Darnold went for a two, a four, and a six, bro. There's no market for Minshew. <laughs> But Teddy went for a six. What, someone fucking explain that shit to me. Someone has to. I want to get the the money on the contract. Damn, the yeah, but still, I want. There was no fuck. No, I want the Carolina Panthers organization front and center. I want them to answer for for what they did, and I just don't understand. You get Teddy for a six, but you're telling me that Sam Darnold's worth a two, a four, and a six. It's pro- just wild to me. It's projected Pick upside. Pick is in. Pick is in for the 49ers. Real quick, you know what you have in, in Teddy Bridgewater. You know what he's going to get you. You don't know what Sam Darnold's going to get you with a, a full surrounding cast. I'm waiting for it. Is it going to be Matt? Here we go. Here comes the commissioner. Let's find out. Everybody's on pins and needles. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Holy shit. Wow. Now it's a fucking party. Yes, sir. Wow, that Let's shook things up. Go. That shook things up right there. Look at that confidence. Look at that swag when he's walking. Let's go. 
and I have that tweet ready to go, son. Let's go. And you know what's funny is someone asked him a question earlier when he was uh, like showing up on the red carpet and he kind of like got like, it looked like under his glasses, he got a little teary eyed and like kind of like, like he knew something, you know, that maybe everybody else didn't. Um, but that's funny, right before the commissioner like announced that, I'm watching nine screens at once and I saw a little blip out of my corner iPad that said, you know, Trey Lance something something. And I was like, oh shit, it's Trey Lance. Oh, that's fucking wild, man. Yeah, so we were just talking with Chaz about Minshew and, you know, Lawrence. Sure. You know, so let's take the San Francisco quarterback situation, right? You got Jimmy Garoppolo and you got Trey Lance. You know, Trey Lance does has zero experience of... Yeah, I mean, I think now this is your perfect argument for keeping Jimmy G. Yeah, you Absolutely. have to, right? I mean, it, it's the argument Chaz just made is... You know, do you do you keep a you know a veteran quarterback around and you know you only you wish you had a Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? I mean, someone to come in, someone who's a mentor, you know, someone. Let's fucking go. You know, someone to kind of so guide I'm the so kid. You know, this. Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna. You know, obviously you want to try to force a trade and get out of there and you know see what he can do. You know, does this open up the situation we all talked about with him possibly going to New England? So I'll tell you what, the only two in their final mock that had Trey Lance was uh, Todd McShay and uh, Walter Football. So both of those guys are uh, one, up on, one up on you at the moment. It's a long night. Chad, so we still got you on? Yeah, for sure. So uh, we got Atlanta on the clock here. What are you thinking? We know it's not going to be Lance. I am too. I really, I, I got a feeling they're going to back out. You know, especially if a team was in love with Mac Jones. Um, Matt, you know. That's the only thing. I think it's Mac Jones to be the heir of Matt Ryan or they're waiting for that train alert. Wow. San Fran played, y'all. San Fran played y'all like a fiddle. It was good. Mac Jones, it was Justin Fields. It was Mac Jones, it was Justin Fields. Woo! Now it's exciting. This is a good show. I hey, like man, it. I want to talk, keep talking about backups. I mean, we're talking about Jimmy G. We're talking about Bridgewater. These guys are 28, 30 years old. When you're talking about Mitch, you're talking about 24-year-old. I mean, he's so... Still so a puppy. Wet. Like, why let him waste two years of that 24, 25, 26-year-old? Let him go and let him go, like, do something. But all depends on the value, though. Yeah, like, like what, what what do you have his value at? You know, that's, that's the thing. What is Jacksonville going to... What is Jacksonville going to potentially get for him? Oh, it's getting fucking exciting, you know, what, man. What do you think? I mean, I would, I'd put the highest out of fourth. Would you agree with that? I'd say given his production and given the, the current market, yeah, I'd say a fourth is probably about right. But whoever's taking him, you know, that contract, what's he playing for a million bucks, a million five? I mean, it's nothing. I mean, you could really do something with that. Yeah, I, you know, to your point too. You know that could be you know a real incentive for a team with the, you know, with a lot with a higher cap hit for you know a quarterback. You bring a quarterback in, then you know you also have that fifth year option. You know, so really, you know, you can get three years of, you know, possibly solid quarterback play for. He wasn't a first round. Why would they have the fifth year option? Oh, I apologize. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, only the first round. So two years. Yep. Yeah. Yo. I think the 
Wow. Saints fucking been screaming some shit, you know, like, let's see some movement. I, yeah, I actually... Who's working those phones? We got Rick over there, you know, what's going on? Yeah, Minshew to the Saints, I could, I, I can get on with that. You know, he loves that vertical passing game. You know, ran it up in the Northwest in school. Yeah, I think he can do it. I, I would be at Aaron Rodgers' house right now if I was Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis. Yeah. Of course, I'd say, no, no, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, no, here. He's at the uh, Kentucky Derby, but still, I'd be there. Every time. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well done. If I see one more tweet about how his career is in jeopardy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. How I, much I, do uh, God. How much did Alex Trebek make uh, doing? I, I don't know, but that's not fair because he was an icon. Like that's a that's a on to a. Aaron Rodgers not an icon. No, no, no. But he was an icon to jeopardy. Like so. I don't know. I, I don't think he's leaving the NFL to go do Jeopardy right now. Like, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm just, you know. What, no, oh, I don't know. The Atlanta pick is in. Man. This is where the draft starts. This yeah, is where the fun as happens. As soon as I go to refill my drink, I can't walk away. And the problem is we're watching it on mute, so you guys don't have to hear our TVs in the background. As I'm sure you have TVs as well and other things like that. But, like, every time I flash you know, to the right, and I see something, and, and they're replaying something old, or like the trade that happened that gave me a goddamn coronary uh, right before we destroyed the, the Twitter space. Um, you know, it's it's hard on mute to figure out what's going on, so I try to kind of watch it here, and then whenever I see Goodell walking towards the podium. So this is about Atlanta's present this is, or this their is future, it, right? You know, it's. It. I got my hold this on, is I got gonna, my tweet ready to go. This is gonna tell if they're uh, you know, if they're playing for now or if they're playing for later. You know, the smart play I think is, you know, taking a quarterback for the future. I got my tweets ready to Yeah, like if it, if they believe in a quarterback, now's the time, man. No, they, they This is gonna tell you if Matt Ryan is cashing in a forty million dollar check next year. He is home. not yes. forty three. He is not taking that home next year. Here we go, here comes Goodell. Alright, we got pick four. Here we Woo! go. Say it. Come on. Say it, you pancake-eating motherfucker. Give me a quarterback. Give me a quarterback. There was no trade. Give me a quarterback. Don't you say it. Chaz's heart is going to break live on our Twitter space. Here we go. Mike Jones. Come on. Oh. Yes. That is the first tight end to ever go that high in the draft. I don't know. He, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of fans going to be upset over over that pick, but I mean, I, obviously it's a, it's a good pick for them. And they just got Hayden Hurst last year. They traded, excuse me, for Hayden Hurst. So you put those guys together. Calvin Ridley, is Julio Jones now gone? No. With that cap hit. Uh. No, but this this says win now. Yeah, right? oh yeah. This is it does. this is win now mode right now. Yep. So we're bringing the band back together like that. Like that's it. Let let's go. So you know, congrats to the Falcons. You know, great pick. They stayed. They they did what they were gonna do. Now it's on the Bengals. Comparisons to Darren Waller. I think Chad just slid his wrist and slid into the <laughs> bathtub. All right, sorry. Let me let me mute that shit. So, guys, 
how we feeling, man? I mean, we're what four picks in now? It's just starting to get lit. I mean, the the Trey Lance thing was still a shakeup. We got a couple of re requests here. I'm gonna see if I can't get somebody else in. Let's uh, let's get Doge in here. Doge is trying to get in, so he can now speak. So all you got to do is unmute, and you should be good to go. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. What's going on? What's going on, man? Uh, hell, you know Kyle Pitts was number one on my board. Yeah. For, for our team, which, and I don't know, you guys may have said I had to mute you guys because you're a little further ahead than I am, but. You know, oh, well, that's good. At least we're not behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it leaves the door open, I think, for, uh, you know, your Devontae Smith is, or, or your or your Waddle. I really don't think Chase is going to get past the Bengals. But I'm curious to what's, what's, what's your number one idea here? What do you think is going to happen, or what do you want to happen? Because I know what I want to happen. Yeah, so I'll give you both. What I want to happen is I want the Bengals to take an offensive line. For the Bengals, like that, not even being selfish, that, that's what they need. And then that also sets Miami up to take whoever they want, whether it's Chase Waddle, whoever. What I think will happen, and only because it goes against common sense, is take I Chase. think they'll take Chase. Like yeah. I, 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 it blows my mind. But God. Yeah, I definitely think they should take Sewell here. I think they're going to take Chase. You know, being a Dolphins fan, obviously we would want the opportunity to be able to select from all three receivers. I, you know, I just don't see that happening. But you know, it also doesn't take Miami out from a tackle either. You know, we do need a little bit of offensive line help, and you know, it's going to be between. Uh, you know, here it's between Sewell and Chase, and I think pick six will be between Sewell and Smith. You know, so it'll be interesting to uh, see how that plays out. What do you guys think about a trade back to Denver? Uh, I'm in. Absolutely, I'm in. Especially if Chase goes. Especially yeah. if Chase goes. Yeah. I'm all in. Okay. Yeah. Kind of, I, like now, I want I want to trade back with Denver because that that would definitely show that one of those three receivers is still going to be there, and I really don't think you could miss on either one. Yeah, I'm I'm with it. I love it. I love the mindset. I'm all in. Yeah, especially. All right, I'm on Yep, appreciate the question. Thanks for calling in, bud. So Kyle Pitts, highest tight end drafted since 1960. And you know who that was in 1960, right? That was before the merger. That doesn't even count. Oh. Because before that, it was uh, Ditka was uh, the only other highest one. And uh, there was another guy from 72. I forget his name. But... Uh, you know, those guys went at five, and Vernon Davis went at six. Like, you know, so to go four. And if, if the quarterbacks weren't so great, you could have argued that he would have went two or three. Yeah. Yeah, quarterbacks are definitely uh, definitely moving some players down the board. All right, so that means Cincinnati Bengals. So, you know, here's here's the thing. Like, I have one, two, three. I've, I've got three pre-tweets. For, for, for the Bengals. But man, if they go in a different direction, I'm, I'm fucked because I'm going to have to make graphics on the spot. And I timed myself the other day. I can do it in about three minutes. But you know, I'm really trying to work everything at the same time. We need a graphics department. I am the graphics department. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, we, we need an intern for sure. Something. Somebody to shoot this stuff out. But um, I think that uh, when we get to Miami's pick... I think right after the pick, 
I'll give away our first prize. All right, sounds so great. So I think uh, we should do uh, what the Xavier Howard signed jersey. Wow, I like yeah. it. Yeah, let's let's do that. That'll be a big one. So I got some hundreds plussed up in in the group. So and as well, we do have James Harris. I see that he's in here. He is actually our uh, on the out in the field correspondent for this show. So he is live at Hard Rock Stadium right now with the fans and stuff like that. So I'm really gonna try to get him on. Uh, as soon as that pick goes so I can see what the general gist is there in Miami with whoever they pick and, and you know, if, if that goes over well with the crowd. Because it's, it's always interesting. It's very telling to be at those live uh, parties, the draft parties, and be able to see the fans either, like, scream their head off and go, Oh, no! What the hell was that? So, um, like that'll with, be Like with the Ted sure. Ginn pick? Ted Ginpick, hell, I can I can do better than that. I remember um, when we took uh, God, who was it? Raekwon McMillan, I think it was the Raekwon McMillan pick that we picked, and 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 everyone was out there waiting forever to for us to get our pick because it was like mid round or something like that. It wasn't something super high, and then we took a linebacker, and and people were pissed, you know, because they just want that skill player, you know, they want that dynamic uh, Kyle Pitts or. Chase, whatever. Running back, wide receiver. It blows my... Like, I I saw uh, in some of the San Francisco fan groups, because earlier we were talking about the casual fans and things like that, I saw people convinced that they had traded up three number ones to three overall to take Kyle Pitts. And I was like... Yeah, You're delusional. Out of your fucking mind, and, and you have Kittle there. Like, yeah. what are you saying? Yeah, you're you're not trading up that much for for a tight end. Yeah, so it's fucking wild. So now we've got the Bengals on the clock. Man, don't don't fuck this up, Zach Taylor. Listen, like I'm not even being selfish. I think legitimately, if he takes Jamar Chase, he doesn't make it through the season. They don't make it through because I don't know how much of that pick is Zach Taylor. To be fair, um, you know, but the the entire management situation. There. So, Waldo, yo, I gotta, I gotta stop you for a second. Just share something. Just hit Twitter. Somebody took a picture of the lady that was the Jaguars fan in Goodell's chair and put, "Yo, is that you, Omar Kelly?" On Twitter. Oh no, no, no slander on the show. Oh, no slander man. on the show. Oh, that's I, awesome. I, I'm not gonna have my show turn into that, good sir. Um, <laughs> That's that's funny, but we'll we'll table that for now. Oh. Uh, they just put the graphics up on on the uh, on the board about the Bengals and and just how bad their pass protection was and. So go and, wide receiver, right? That makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I mean, right? And I mean, even you know later in the draft, I'm already looking at towards you know tomorrow and, and the other picks. Um, you know, the Bengals had no pass rush last year. They were uh, seventeen. They had seventeen sacks, which was worst in the NFL last year. And so, uh, they need to pick up this offensive lineman, and then they need to get go go get some pass rush. All right, like Goodell's coming up. Pick his name. All in. right, here we go. So I don't get it. So they, they put one fan in there, and then he walks by and says, "Get the fuck out of my chair." Like that's 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 what happens. So with COVID, Same. everybody's sitting in one Same. chair. Wow, man. Fuck. Wow. 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 
dumbasses! Oh my god! Yeah, don't get us wrong, I mean... He's it's a, nothing against your no. Chase. They need offensive line. Wow! Yeah, so I think with Miami here, wow. I mean, it's either trade back. You have to trade, because, I mean, even at nine, like, you could still get one of those tackles. You could still get a white, like, yeah. I mean. If the, the trade, you know. The only way you don't trade back is if the only people who are wanting to trade with you are at like 17 or yeah. 18 and you don't want to drop that far. We know that they were already at 12 and they came up to 6. Yeah. So they're not going to go past 12. No. So I think they want to stay in the top 10. What are you doing, Cincinnati? My God, I can't be alone on this. Like, like they could have DeAndre Hopkins, but when Joe Burrow has his face in the dirt... How's he gonna be able to throw to anybody? Like, my God, man! Wow. Yeah, they're really gonna have to hit on these offensive linemen in the second and third rounds here. I mean, you can make, you could say they do need. We ha do we have a, a non-gas mask Laramie Tunsil situation coming up, where like just tackles start falling because skill players start going off, and then all of a sudden it it comes down. Let's uh, let's see. We got four four on the clock. We got a. Uh, Doge asking to speak again. Let's try to get Doge in here. What's up, man? I'm back. So, I grew up around the Cincinnati area, okay? All right. Uh, my best friend is a Bengals fan, and uh, my dad, big Bengals fan. I grew up watching Dolphins versus Bengals from the porch. Uh, I'm sorry for their know, loss. Yeah, right. Uh, apparently, everybody there, though, my dad included, who's been watching them since he was a kid, they all wanted Chase. They wanted the weapon. Uh, you know, same thing I said. Oh, there's a, there's tons of people who want it. Wow, Miami pick quick. Wow, yeah, that pick is in already. They had that locked and loaded. Yeah, they knew they knew who they wanted. Damn. Jesus. Um. But, yeah, like. Yeah, it's like you said, it's gonna be hard for Burrow to throw it deep. To yeah, I mean that's the thing. Uh, nobody nobody thinks that Chase isn't a talent. Nobody thinks that. You know, he's not elite. You he's have T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. You have two good receivers. And you have no offensive line. You know, so now you're three deep at receiver, but you're not going to be able to have a quarterback that's going to be able to get the ball off. Jesus. You know, Cincinnati's going to have to do a lot. You would think, right? Bro, I watched that playoff game, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, my heart sank and just, like, fell out of my my chest, like, I, I don't I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. But obviously, so there is no trade back. Pick is in. Miami was locked and loaded and said, fuck it. You know, we got our guys. So that makes me think it has to be Waddle or Smith. That's the, the, with the quickness that that went in. If it's Panay Sewell, are you upset? I hope it's Smith. I really hope it's Smith. Or, hey, you know what? Sewell's good, too. All right. Well, i tell you what, I appreciate the question. I'm going to let you go here. We got James requesting to get in, and I know he's live down there in Miami. So. Appreciate it, guys. Be good, buddy. All right, let's get this request in here. Come on, don't let me down, Twitter spaces. Let's try to get James in here. Approve. James can now speak. All right. We got our, our local field correspondent. Down in Miami, Mr. James Harris, Finhawk305. What's up, buddy? 
I can hear you. Loud and clear. Yep. Loud down there. Alright, cool. What's up, Regulators? What's it? Yeah, so, you know, you might be a little bit ahead of us, behind us. I'm, I'm not really sure with the TV, but, you know, if I hear a bunch of cheering there before Goodell gets to the podium, then I'll, then I'll know you're ahead of us. Cool, cool. All right. So yeah. So do you agree? Do you agree with our consensus that you know, with the pick being thrown in so quick, that it's probably got to be Waddle or Smith? Right. Oh look, there's Danny. Shout out to Danny. All right, man. Go go ahead and mute for me just for a second, and then once the pick is about to get announced, pull back in. Appreciate you, James. So, all right, we're about to get this Dolphins pick off, and then obviously, as we mentioned right afterwards, we're going to, um, you know, do a giveaway here. We'll get our Xavier Howard jersey out. The pick is in. We're just waiting on the commissioner to waddle his way past the chair. and Waddle his way? I think that... Uh, I think my boy Ian is actually sitting in the chair. I could be wrong, but I think he's probably sitting in that chair. Where's the prop bet on that? Let's see if we get Ian sitting in the chair. I mean, how, how long is the pick in? I, I, I feel like Detroit's got to only have a couple minutes left on the Yeah, they can't have now. much. But, yeah, he's walking by some somebody. I think that might be my buddy Ian. Here we go. All right, let's go. Wow. Wow. Here it is. Oh, they got fireworks in Hard Rock. What's what's the mood, James? Tell us about the mood. Awesome man, and they and they shouldn't, they shouldn't. It's a great, great pick. Nobody's gonna have the complaints about him being undersized or et cetera, et cetera. It's an Alabama wide receiver, you know, reuniting with the Alabama quarterback. I can literally hear the PA announcer in in the background, James. So yeah, we appreciate you, James. Thanks for the update. All right. Enjoy, brother. Be good. Appreciate you. Yeah, so we assumed the Dolphins would uh, be going after Jalen Waddle or Devontae Smith, the pick yeah. was Waddle. You as, know, soon, as soon as that pick came in with the quickness, I'm like, that's not an offensive line. Like, that's, you know, they, they wanted their, their pass catcher. and You know, one of the things the Dolphins struggled with last year was separation from wide receiver to corner. You know, you get a guy with this type of speed, 
you know, it opens up the offense, opened up the field. I think this is great for Devontae Parker. You know, I think he's going to be able to do a lot more with having a threat going across the top. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you know, as I was mentioning to James there, you know, the audio was a little bit choppy. Obviously, he's in a loud, crowded stadium. But, you know, the one thing with, with him versus Smith, people were worried about the size. You don't have to worry about that as much with Waddle. Um, and, and, you know, you mentioned the ability to, you, you can both take the top off the defense, but he's also got the route running. He, he's got kind of that complete wheelhouse of, of the routes and things like you know, that. And so. we also, you know, might put him at kick returner and punt returner, you know, so how does this affect special teams also? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's a very valuable asset. You know, you kind of do multiple things. You know, you could also get him on those jet sweeps, those end arounds, mm-hmm. um, plays like that. You know, when you have comparisons to Tyree Kill, I mean, it, it really so opens as, things up. As of right now, you're looking at a wide receiver room that has Albert Wilson, Jakeem Grant, Preston Williams, Devontae Parker, and now Jalen Waddell. Um, you know, as, as, as the main probably presumed five. Uh, now, how that works and how that shakes out after the draft, you know, remains to be seen. And you also got Will Fuller. Yes, I'm sorry. God, shoot me dead. Um, which I am really excited about Will Fuller. With, with no disrespect to him, I think he was like the, the poor man's Curtis Samuel. Like, and uh, I mean that in, in, the, in the best way. Um, uh, but let's, let's go ahead and uh, do a giveaway here while we got some people on. Um, I am going to pull up. I've got like seven different wheels here. I gotta find the one for the Miami Dolphin. Cancel. All right, we're gonna do the Xavier Howard. So yeah, they're showing some of his special teams highlights right now. I mean, look at him take this punt return back against LSU. I mean, it's it is blazing speed. Yeah, he's dynamic. I mean, sure. blazing speed. You know, with him and Fuller, it's gonna open things up for Devontae Parker. It's going to create separation for Tua Tagovailoa. How, how'd you say that name again? Tua Tagovailoa. <laughs> You're funny, bro. Yeah. Uh, Look at that suit, bro. What do you think about the suit? Yeah, I like it. It's Dude, I like suit. that draft cap too, bro. Yeah, see, I'm, 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 I'm not really feeling the, the draft cap, but that's that's an issue for, for another time on another show. But uh, let's uh, let me find my Xavier Howard list here. And uh, let's go ahead and, and do this spin here if we can get it done. All right, here we go. Signed Xavier Howard jersey is going to. Who we got? And it is going to at Mastodactyl. I I don't know what that is at M A S T O D A C T Y L. So congratulations on the signed. Xavier Howard jersey. Um, Is that like a dinosaur bird? I I don't know. I I guess so. But dinosaur bird just won them some swag. So we have a lot more things to give away. So don't give up on us if you didn't win just yet. Um, We do have a lot of great prizes down the line. But congratulations to Masto Mastodactyl. 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 That means creative. Mm -hmm. So congrats to them. All right, so Jalen Waddell, obviously out of the way. Let's let's go ahead and do a live look at the uh, the mock drafts here. So at four to Atlanta, um, obviously Kyle Pitts, 
went so Daniel Jeremiah, Mel Kuyper, McShay, Peter King. Actually, every single person except you had the Kyle Pitts one. So, you know, credit credit where credit's due. Um, yeah, I just, I, I really felt, you know, Atlanta was in a great position to take a quarterback. I... You're not going to have an opportunity like that again, you know. So they they chose to to win now instead of having an opportunity later, and you know we'll, we'll see how it plays out. You know, we spoke about Matt Ryan being forty three million dollars last next year. You know, that's a huge cap hit. You know, Julio, you ready for this? I'm gonna fuck you up. Uh oh. Todd McShay is perfect through six picks. Wow, that's impressive. Fucking perfect. He had Trey Lance at three. He had Pitts, Chase Waddle all going right behind each other, and he has Panay Sewell going to Detroit. Let's see. Son of a bitch, McShay is on fire. McShay is on fire. This is unprecedented. For people who don't know, like if you hit 10 or 11 picks, like that's, that's elite. That's elite. No, but nobody even hits half. No. If you hit a third, like that's amazing. So McShay is on fire right now. He has not missed yet. This is amazing. Yeah, so Detroit, you know, they're they're in a complete rebuild, right? And what better way than getting rebuilding an offense? since 57. For sure. You know, but what better way to uh, start this off by, you know, getting yourselves a bookend left tackle, try to get, you know, start building some of those offensive line pieces. Uh, we still do have, uh, you know, Devontae Smith on the board, so there is another one of those receivers. Be interesting to see and where they go. We also have Mac Jones and Justin Fields. No trades yes. yet, and Carolina is no. on the board. You know, so if you're Denver, right, and you want to take a quarterback, I mean, you're in a situation. Fuck. Yeah, you got the choice. Yeah, because if uh, you know if Carolina doesn't trade back here, then you know you got your choice out of two, and you could also see some teams, you know. Those teams that were thinking about moving up, this is the range where you know they would want to kind of get to. So let's 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 give the range here of everybody's mock sitting at eight right now with the Panthers. So you have Rashawn Slater, um, Daniel Jeremiah Maya has uh, Patrick Sertain the second, Mel Kiper has Sewell, which obviously he's already gone. McShay, who hasn't missed yet, has Rashawn Slater the same as you, and then Peter King has Justin Fields. Pete Prisco has Rashawn Slater, and Walter Football has J.C. Horn. So, a couple of different options there. Um, wow, Detroit Lions jumping up and down. Yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta figure. They thought the Bengals were gonna take. Oh, them. absolutely. They were like, Can and you if not this them, guy then possibly my. Yeah, I mean you gotta figure you you stayed at seven and uh, you get the top offensive I mean, tackle. Jared Goff's night just got a little bit better. It sure did. You know, we talked about them needing wide receiver help, you know, so that's going to be something they're going to be looking at down the line. You know, they lost Kenny Galladay. They lost Marvin Jones Jr. Um, you know, and, but, again, we've talked about, you know, deep, deep class for, for wide receivers. For sure. You know, they, uh, you know, but they have a solid quarterback, right? You know, maybe not great, but, you know, a solid quarterback. You know, you got a decent running game there with, uh, you know, DeAndre Swift and Carrion Johnson. You know, yeah, get them a couple I mean, of wide receivers, and we got to see what uh, 
biting kneecaps looks like. You yeah. know, I, I'm interested to see. I, I like Dan Campbell. I'm a I'm a big fan of. They got a solid tight end, TJ Hawkinson. Like I, as far as what he's able to do his second go round, uh, trying to coach. You know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm sure he picked up some great things with uh, New Orleans. You know, learning under Sean Payton and the boys there. Oh, you remember when he took over the Dolphins? I mean, that team was fired up. Yeah, what was for it two that, games. Yeah, but those two games Amazing were... Amazing two fucking games, and then... What was it, 42-7 to seven at halftime? Yeah. What was that against uh, Houston, I believe, But right? I think that was, like, that was a release. That, I don't know if that was so much a reflection on Dan Campbell as it was on the regime exiting. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was more of a, like, yeah, screw those guys. We're free now. Like, one of the funniest tweets... I ever remember was when uh, Danny Amendola left New England and Gronk tweeted, Go, Danny, be free. <laughs> and I thought it was the most hilarious thing ever. So 30 seconds on the clock for, oh, ten, the pick is in. Panthers pick is in. So no trade. No trade out with the Panthers. That means Denver is sitting with the opportunity to take two quarterbacks that they want. Wow. Well, they're they're only allowed to take one. Those are the rules. Oh, you, but they have the choice yes, between two. They have the choice between two. Well, do they? Did the Panthers just take one? No. No. I mean, no. That would kill Sam Darnold's confidence right from the. The fucking Bengals just took a wide receiver, bro. Yeah, I don't. Why why trade for Darnold and at all? That's the question I keep. No, I don't see them. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me because I don't have the answer to that question. Because they they saw a first round prospect who had nothing around him, who had no help, who they feel like can be a solid quarterback. Give him some but weapons. How come and only Sam Darnold gets that excuse? I feel like there are a bunch of other guys you could have been like, well. Your coach was bad, so maybe you just sucked because of him. I mean, I get that Adam Gase, like, is the killer of quarterbacks. But, you know, still, like, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, w- I wish him the best. I really yeah, do. I mean, uh, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm way behind on Twitter, by the way. I'm, I'm over here trying to catch up, but I, I don't even know. Yeah, you, know, you take a quarterback off one team, you put him on another, you give him a better situation, and you end up with a Ryan Tannehill. I mean, look what he's doing. Yeah. You know? I mean. But he left I, Miami, I, left the constraints of But the of difference was, Ryan Tannehill won nine games in a row before getting injured the year they went to the playoffs. Like, Sam Darnold has never gone on one of those Ryan Tannehill-type runs. Like, Tannehill showed all the flashes, and, you know, with uh, with Darnold, you're like, well, in this one game, he threw a nice 50-yard bomb. Like, you know, it, it, it's a little bit different. Yeah, and the rest of the game, he was playing in the dirt. Uh wasn't really his fault, but oh, is that Cleveland? Cleveland's nice, huh? All right, I'm gi- I'm giving up on the on the Twitter updates. Everybody follows Twitter; they can see see who picked what. Um, the graphics and everything else is a little too much. We need an intern, which is why we need you guys to share the podcast with other people. We appreciate it. The more listeners we get, the more uh, sponsorships we get. And speaking of sponsorships, uh, you know, two sponsors that really helped us out with the show tonight is um, Good Human Crafts. You can find their store on Etsy. And I'm going to pause real quick to let the commissioner do his thing. you got to think of Sean Slater here, right? Wow! It just got lit! 
It has it begun. just got interesting. Oh my goodness. So my number that two ranked corner zero. off the board. Oh no, you know what? You know who had that? Walter Football. They got one? Good on Walter Football. Wow. He is, he is now four, five, six out of eight with that one. Wow. Walter Football called only person uh, in, the, in the analyst that we have who got J.C. Horn there. Wow. Well done. Well fucking done. I like it. I like it a lot. So, yeah, like you said, Denver's sitting there, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, so, you know, we all know this is Joe Horn's son. You know, great, great cornerback prospect. You know, 6'1", 205, ran a 4-4-4 at his pro day. You know, we have, you know, we had him and Patrick Sertan pretty close, and we, you know, we talked about Farley earlier. Um, But, you know, this is a cornerback that the Panthers, you know, you know, fit their system and and what they're trying to build. And we talked about potentially, you know, trying to build around, you know, Sam Darnold. You know, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, you know. Carolina gets themselves yeah. a, a cornerback, and it's very, very interesting, very interesting to say the least. So now you're Denver, right? So now you have your choice. You got your Mac Jones, your Justin Fields, or trade, or trade, right? There's five minutes left on the clock. Usually, if it gets under two minutes, there's no trade going down. Yeah, because you got to figure the next team up that needs a quarterback is New England. And I could remember... Oh my. Look, right now, there's a good to fair chance that one of those quarterbacks is about to fall to New England. What's your worst case scenario of that? Justin Fields. Uh, mine's Mac Jones. I mean, you get a drop back quarterback with great accuracy and, you know, you put him on New England... You know, we talked about you know them having those two I tight just, ends. When I look at like I think I was looking at Daniel Jeremiah's big board, right? And when I was going through it, and I literally had to dig to find um, Mac Matt Jones. Jo- Matt, Matt Jones. He had him because he's number thirty-two. I was going to say thirty-two on, on Daniel Jeremiah's big board. So that's barely a first-round grade, right? So. Whereas, you know, Justin Fields, that's that's a much higher uh, grade there. So Yeah, you had uh you know, you had Fields and Lawrence. They were both five star prospects coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. You know, both of them very, very highly rated. You know, we know that uh, Justin Fields went to Georgia. Uh, he was behind Jake Fromm. You know, Jake Fromm didn't release, you know, that position and you know, he moved on to uh you know, to Ohio State. Yeah. And, you know, so it's... Ooh. You know, so Fields has always been, you know, highly ranked. You know, he had a, a solid 2020 season. You know, there were only two games that were bad. One of them was that Northwestern game. It was, I mean, that was, it was pretty brutal. You know, but... That was the one I ran tape on. Yeah, but for him to come back and, you know, do what he did against Clemson, you know, here you are... You know, and the entire world's watching. You know, you're going up against, you know, Trevor Lawrence, a player you've been, I don't want to say compared to, but, you know, just, let's say, partnered with um, as far as, you know, through high school and, you know, with the rankings and everything. And, by the way, you know, that was first. That was McShay's first miss of the night, 
with okay. J.C. Horn, which if you're going to have a miss, I mean, that yeah, was, I mean that's, that's, that's pretty, you know, you need uh, Justin Fields here to get back in the game. But, um, you know, also uh, Kuyper and McShay also have Fields going here. And Pete Prisco and Walter Football. So you're in good company. So the general consensus is that number nine overall pick is Justin Fields. You know, another thing, too, is you you still got Micah Parsons on the board. I mean, got some great talent on the board. Arguably, the the number one defensive player. You know, you can make that argument. You know, you you had those three corners that were ranked pretty high. But as far as linebacker, I mean, he's he's number one. You know, the defensive ends, we talked about, you know, you got a Quiddy Pay who could, you know, possibly be. And the fall of the Heisman Trophy winner is is commenced, you know, as everybody kind of thought might happen. Yeah. So the Broncos are right about two minutes now. So it's looking more and more likely that the pick is going to be in there. Obviously, I I have to imagine that they take the quarterback. I mean, if it's not Justin Fields here, who do you like? Micah Parsons, right? You know, we talked about... You know, him on the podcast fitting great into that uh, Vic Fangio defense. You know, solid linebacker, plays sideline to sideline. I mean, he was a menace for Penn State. Yeah. You know, all they, the... They missed that that healthy uh, hellbanger of Von Miller, um, you know, when Von was at his peak mm-hmm. and uh, wasn't like the shell of his former self. But um, <laughs> look at Mac Jones. This fucking guy. Is he, that look just looks like this year's Aaron Rodgers. Like, that just looks like, you know, somebody who's just like... Yeah, um, but you know what? He sat at Alabama. You know, he never wavered. Yeah. And... Oh, I'm not saying he's going to be a oh, shit player. No. I mean, Aaron Rodgers fell and look at him. Like... You know, we'll see. The interesting thing with Justin Fields is I remember he went to like a... a Cam Newton quarterback camp and He was at an Elite 11 camp. You know, whatever it was. And Cam Newton was like, hey, best player right here. And I was like, what if he ends up with the Patriots? And he's already got that mentorship with Cam. Cam would be like, yeah, come on, young buck. I'll show you the lay of the land. Like, I, that's why I say that's my worst case scenario. Pick is in. Broncos picked. Wow. No trades. So all of these... Uh, so this has to be a quarterback or Micah Parsons. I, I, I would... Gotta be. Quarterback or Micah Parsons. Let's find out, man. I don't know. Justin Fields or Micah Parsons. Both Kuyper and Daniel Jeremiah had this pick as a, as a trade, I believe. Um, nope, nope, I'm sorry. So no uh, trade so far. Yeah, Jeremiah that, had him at, as a trade, and Prisco had it as a trade. Is that not unreal? No trades yet. Yeah. After all that talk, right? After all that, oh, this team's calling to trade up. This team's calling to trade back. Maybe because teams are thinking maybe these quarterbacks could, you know, just fall. If Denver naturally. doesn't take a quarterback here, and they end up oh taking Michael Parsons, this is going to be Bo Callahan. Oh yeah. Like, this is Bo Callahan all over again if Broncos balk on the quarterback. Because you got Dallas at 10, you got the Giants at 11, uh, you got Philadelphia. Bill Belichick is right now five picks away from picking whatever quarterback he wants. He's one shit show from insanity. Could you oh imagine? God. The rich get richer if he just stayed and 
didn't have to trade up and a quarterback came to him. Oh my god, here we go. So here comes Goodell walking past somebody else in his chair. Get the fuck out. Like, that's what I thought at first. Every time he walked by, it looks like he's going, hey man, don't stand in my chair. What are you doing? Like That poor guy looks confused. <laughs> I'm sure he is. Here we go, let's find out. Fields or Parsons? Wow. wow! Let's go! Let's go! Miami Dolphin royalty. Alright, I'll take it. I like it. So, you want to give me a guess on how many people had Patrick Sertan at number 9? I had him at $10. Zero. Fucking zero. Everybody's no for on that one. Everybody struck out. Even McShay. Until, yes. until and most people have him at 10. So the only people... So listen, at 10, you have Sertain. DJ has JC Horn, already gone. Mel has Sertain. McShay has Sertain. Peter King has Sertain. Pete Prisco has Sertain. And Walter Football has Sertain. So nobody will get the next pick right. It's already a foregone conclusion. It's already done. And Dallas, we know, isn't taking a quarterback. So that puts you at the Giants would be the next even possible with obviously Daniel Jones sitting there. Oh, I don't know. I mean I think New England is next. I think I think if you're New England, Washington or Chicago, you now have a realistic chance. Yeah, I mean cuz look unless there's a trade because look at the next teams. You've got Dallas, the Giants, the Eagles, the Chargers and the Vikings. And then it's New England on the clock. So, I mean, you know, it's, I don't know, it's going to get really interesting really quick. Yeah, so you still have two quarterbacks still on the board. So you got New England at 15. Two quarterbacks who were possible at three overall. Absolutely. Wow. You got Washington at 19, Chicago well, I guess at 20. there goes the, the five quarterbacks in the top ten thing. Yes. That's, that's obviously not happening. And remember, Smitty is still sitting there. Slim Reaper is on the board. Like, you, you've got a lot, a lot of talent. And this is exactly why when people said, oh, there's going to be multiple running backs in the first round, maybe not so. Because the way the board is falling right now, Do you think we get a trade before the Patriots? Do you think someone jumps the Patriots to go get a quarterback? Yeah, I. What? Like, right? Like, to not have a trade yet, I would have never guessed that. Yeah. Not in a million years. I really wouldn't. I mean, have. to be fair, we had two of them before the draft. Like, if if it happened draft night, you know, the three and the six and the twelve, like it'd be mind blowing. You right know, now. Yeah. yeah, that would be wild right now if the Dolphins had traded up to. You know, six after trading back to twelve. Like, interesting. I gotta keep remembering to mute this shit because it's gonna come up. You know, with the air conditioner in the background. So if you do hear the AC going wah in the back of this podcast, listen. I'm, I'm trying as best as possible. We've had some technical difficulties uh, tonight, but we do appreciate you muscling through with us and trying to hold it down for all the regulators out there. Mac Jones looks sad as shit, man. He just said, he really thought, he thought he was going to go three. He really thought he would. Like, you can tell by his body language, by his face. And, I mean, I'm sure he'll get picked somewhere, but 
Damn, you can and see him. Unfortunately, there. it's not a typical three, right? You know, he would have been drafted into Dallas, a great. The Dallas is going to trade out of the pick. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing Dallas is going to trade out of the pick. So this could be a quarterback coming off the board now. Let's find out. Um, let me see what my sources tell me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This this will be interesting. Um. Schefter is saying that Dallas is likely to trade out. So they got four minutes left on the clock. Well, and, you know, let's talk about that for a second, right? I mean, we had Dallas projected cornerback, right? I mean, it was one of their biggest needs. There is a trade. What do we got? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Cowboys trade to Eagles. Wow. Okay, in the division. In the division. So they're jumping the Giants. The Eagles were only two tra- two uh, two spots back. So that's very interesting. The Eagles trade up with the Cowboys. So obviously we'll wait on full compensation, but the Eagles move up from 12 to 10. Cowboys slide back. Could uh, this be for a quarterback? Number 10 to Philly. Damn. It's, it's, it's so difficult trying to work five phones here at the same time. Could this be for a quarterback? Number 10 for its first and a third-round pick. Wow, great compensation, right? Yeah. A third-round pick. You're st- yeah, to so, move up two spots. So if you're Dallas, you right, you were looking at a corner. Mm-hmm. You know, So obviously they feel like if they want Caleb Farley, they could still get him at 12. And we know this isn't a quarterback, so it's a trade-up, but it's not for a quarterback. Why not? Because he just took Jalen last year. No. Are you completely sold on Jalen I mean, Hurts? The only reason I give you a five percent chance is because it's a new regime, you know. But like, damn, that's that's. I mean, I like that you only give up a third. So, but does that mean again that they thought the Giants were? Because again, you have to start thinking. Oh, you know, the Giants. You know who take. this is? Huh? Devonte Smith. That. Yep. This is Devonte yep. Smith right here. Yep. Yep, I can see that. Because that's who the Eagles had penned in originally. Uh, most of the mocks, you, you even had Devontae Smith to Philly. You had Devontae Smith to Philly. I think uh, DJ changed his and uh, McShay as well. So this, this could definitely be the trade-up that gets it done. You know, because you you know, if you're worried about the Giants, the Giants taking yep. a wide receiver. Yep, I could see it. You I, jump them. I like the mindset. Yeah, you sure. take a Devontae Smith. You know, you need, you know and for a, you know what? For what they did with the trade back with the with the Dolphins, right? Mm-hmm. You know they st- still picked up another first. You know, so right. they move up only to you know give up a third yeah, to go so, get their yeah, guy. So so overall, the Eagles end up going from six to ten. They drop four slots. They pick up a first and give up a third. Great That's value. A great fucking value. Great value. Great, great fucking. And day if you the get the Heisman Trophy winner at wide receiver, yeah, I mean that great that, day. Great day for the front office. Absolutely. Um, Trying to refresh here, and uh, Cowboys get number eighty-four overall, yep. along with twelve. Yep. So that'll be fun uh, for the Cowboys on day three there. Um, so on Bleacher Report, it's saying uh, Waddle leaves family hanging. What, what happened? Bama's Jalen Waddle didn't even stop to hug his family after getting picked. He was so excited and didn't. Ah, oh, that's all okay. right. Yeah, I'm not mad at the kid. Yeah. Oh, Micah Parsons does not look happy. He looks happier than Mac Jones. 
He was he was there with his son earlier on the red carpet. Adorable, adorable. Oh yeah. I think he's like three years old. I mean, you kid. you have some great great players moving down. I mean, I know. Justin Fields is still on the board, and Mac Jones. You know, like, and I, as well, a, we were talking about either one of those guys going at three. So as a Dolphins fan, right, with pick eighteen, you got to figure you have you got to assume two quarterbacks are going to go before the Dolphins. I would assume. From your lips to God's ears. You man. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So you got you know six picks before the Dolphins. There's going to be a lot of talent left on the board. Yeah. I, I know where your mind's at. And that makes it even more complicated. You think it, it'd be more simple, but now if you had an idea of where you're going to go, you look at the talent that's falling down the board, and you're like, shit. If these two quarterbacks pop, then you know there's there's you know, going to be something. If the Dolphins there. can get a Rashawn Slater or an Elijah Vera Tucker for the offensive line, and then pick jail- up your running back. Oh at yeah. 36. Oh man. Oh, let's go. I mean, let's what? Let's fucking what go. A, that would be a, that would be great. You get, if you can get a Javante Williams in the second round, or, or oh yeah, it would be absolutely. I'm I'm in on that. You know, um, the pick is in, so we should find out shortly here what the Eagles got going on. But uh, I'm with you, man. I I think Devontae Smith. Right? Yeah, if it's not Devontae Smith, I mean, are they really going that hard on like a Quiddy Pay or no? You know, I would like no. That? I like, would say like a Micah Parsons, a linebacker. Um, because you jumped the Giants, you literally, you know, you you came up a couple spots just to jump. And, I mean, and Rashawn Slater is an option. The, the NFC East was right there. Oh you, yeah, you had all three, and it's still gonna go like that. You got Philly, Giants, Dallas, all all right in a row behind each other. This has to be Devontae Smith. Oh, hello, backup dancers. I see you. He said, "Get out of my chair. Get out of my what damn you, chair. What are you doing in my chair? Literally, that's what it, that's what he's saying." I think that's Chaz. I think he keeps on muting or something. I don't know. Uh, Chaz she, wants to get in. She's trying to have a conversation with him like he's not doing his job. She's like, well, let me tell you about my grandson. All right, here we go, Raj. What you got? Got to be Devontae Smith, all right? Never thought I'd hear that. Right? There it is. There it is. Good call. Good call. So the unfortunate thing is, is technically nobody got a direct hit on this one because, you know, nobody at uh, at ten had uh, Devonta Smith. But you guys did all have him going to the Eagles, so it's it's a half a point. I mean, they, yeah, we'll, the, we'll grade it afterwards. But oh, did you just see uh, he gave a salute to uh, Mac Jones? Mac Jones went over to uh, congratulate oh, yeah. him. And, yeah, and he got, yeah I, I don't know that. if that was kind of a blow-off there. or. Uh, I don't know. I don't have TiVo here in the hotel, so no. I'll have to rewind or catch it on the flip side. But I like his little tie thing he's got going around his jacket. Yeah, so you got you know both Alabama receivers going in the top ten. You know, I know a lot of people had Devontae Smith ranked over Jalen Waddell. Jalen Waddell had the ankle injury. You know, game five opened up the door for Devontae Smith to have a historic say, season. That's that's the only small thing, and I know it's stupid, and I'm way overblowing it, and I know I am. But when I hear ankle injury, and I just start thinking about Devontae Parker and, and stuff like that, like his first season before he even got into camp, you know, and I was like, oh, please. I, 
I was like, didn't we just take an Alabama guy with an ankle problem? I was like, you know, <laughs> we need another one. But uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm happy for Waddle and I'm happy for Smith. Uh, I think he'll. Find oh, a good he's a there. phenomenal yeah. route runner. It catches everything. And and again, we talk about Waddle with his Alabama quarterback. Let's let's not talk about Jalen now getting his Alabama yes. wide receiver. So okay. there you go. So there's a okay. nice connection right there. So we got you know, Alabama to Alabama everywhere. E- everywhere. That's what I'm talking about. So now all you need is really Mac Jones to go somewhere where an Alabama wide receiver is and you know, it'll, Could have had that at Atlanta. It'll, it'll totally. Over, that, yeah, that's where I don't know. So you got uh, so we got Rashawn Slater still on the board. We got Micah Parsons a Caleb Farley. You know, then you start getting into all. No edge rushers have been taken, so all your edge rushers are still available. Barrett Tucker's still on the board. Oh yeah, so you got two great offensive linemen. Yeah, absolutely. And then you got a you you got plenty of defensive ends. You know, it's a deep defensive end class. The Patriots are on the board in four fucking picks, and there's two quarterbacks left. Are you fucking kidding me? Now, Chargers are taking. Oh, we got another trade. Oh, here we go. Here we go. What do we got? Giants trade pick to Bears. Quarterback. Oh, here we go. Now wow. it's a fucking party. Now it's a fucking wow. party. Wow. Let's go. QB1. Wow. Here we QB1. go. QB1. Let's fucking go. Jump New England. Wow, this is huge. Oh, my God. Bears are on the clock. I cannot wait to see the compensation for that. Oh, bears are on the clock. Let's fucking go. This is amazing. Giants return from Chicago for pick number 11 is next year's one, five this year, and a four next year. So they got a next year one to go back. Where's Chicago? Chicago was at 20. 20. Yeah, wow. So they moved back, uh, what's that, eight spots? Where were they at? Eleven. So nine you know, spots. The Giants sinking is they can still get an edge rusher. They can still nine get an edge rusher. Nine spots and they get an extra one. I love Schefter. This this guy has got to have more Xanax at home than anybody huh. on. Like he's got to go home and just like unplug all his devices and go, you know, son of a bitch. Like I, he can't do it. He can't take a piss without his BlackBerry going off. You know, I've seen him on so many interviews where all of a sudden, damn, Mac, 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 don't look thrilled, boy. He thought he was gonna go three. Oh, damn. Well, it just goes to show. I mean, like I said, I was in the 49ers chat rooms, and they did not want Mac Jones. And maybe Mac Jones ends up being a phenomenal player. Nobody in the field house. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. They're back. Got the call, Justin Fields. Is it? He just got back with a phone call. Let's find out. So you get an opportunity. Act all casual. We were just on a uh, group bathroom trip. Got an opportunity to go sit behind, you know, a veteran quarterback and learn. It's a great situation oh, for a young quarterback. Oh, it's exactly what should have happened with Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So, isn't it ironic now that now we'll get to see what a quarterback gets to do behind 
a, a veteran Andy Dalton versus Joe Burrow obviously being thrown to the wolves and skinned alive. So, this is interesting. Keep refreshing my feed here every five seconds because I'm waiting for more trades and more details to fucking come through. But that pick is in, and it's 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 we have to think it's Justin Fields, right? I mean, there's no there's nothing else here. Um, besides, yeah, besides Mac Jones, this has to be Justin Fields. Yeah. Well done, man. Well done. I don't. I, I feel like Mac Jones would give them too many Jay Cutler vibes in Chicago, so I think Justin Fields is a nice change of pace. And again, if he is really sitting there behind QB1. Um, yeah, but for the Giants, you know, if you're looking at an edge rusher, it's a deep edge rusher class. You know, so you get the opportunity to move back, get another first, get a fourth and fifth over the next two years. I mean, that's... And then Dallas is on the clock here, which if if this really is a quarterback pick, which we assume it is from the Bears, then Dallas really only traded back one spot. Yeah. You know, because they, they obviously yeah. didn't need a quarterback. Yeah. Um, here we go. Here comes yeah, so the- Dallas didn't lose on anything and picked up a third. Hey, bitch, get out of my chair. Now, do the Giants trade back if Devontae Smith's there? See how all that played out? This looked confused. He looked like he was going to go to the the podium. He was. I'm guessing that guy's going to announce the pick, and he he jumped the gun a little bit. Health disparities and the digital divide. Alright, so let's 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 figure this out and see what happens. So Chicago on the board here, presume pick, you know, is Justin Fields. You know, if it is opportunity for him to go sit behind Andy Dalton. Learn the position. Dallas moves back like we talked about, picked up a third. Essentially lost out on nothing, basically, if you look at it that way, with them not wanting to take a quarterback in this situation. You know, so for Dallas, they pick up an extra third. You know, it's, it's a great value. And then from the Giants' perspective, if a Devontae Smith is still there, you know, do they not trade back? You know, with them getting jumped, kind of created a situation where, you know, they could still move back. You know, we don't know what, you know, the offers were if, there were any from the Patriots or Washington, but Chicago felt like they had to make a move, and the board fell their way, and it did. So the pick is in. Let's see who Chicago goes for. Here it is. Here it is, baby. Jake Fields. So that's... So Chicago, Chicago trades up. Nobody got 11. The, the, the mock draft has gone so completely sideways. Nobody has gotten a direct hit since 8. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going it's all over the yeah, place. With all the trades, now. yeah, it's done. And, and, and you're not set up well for 12 because you have uh, Smitty. Actually, you do. Daniel Jeremiah does. McShay does. Um, JC, like, actually, the only person who has a shot is Walter Football has Micah Parsons. Um, I'm sorry, I should mute that again. I, I keep forgetting about that. But, um, yeah, so 
Micah Parsons is, is Walter Football's pick at 12, right? Which is now Dallas, was originally Philadelphia, um, and they traded up with Dallas. But whatever, you nail the pick, you nail the pick. So, you know, so when all this started, you know, Justin Fields was the consensus number two quarterback. Yeah. You know, before the 2020 season, you know, then after the 2020 season, you know, he was still considered second, third overall. You know, for Chicago to get him at 11 from 20 and only have to give up one number one, I mean, it's a great move for Chicago. Absolutely. And I'm going to bring John in here. We got John joining the chat. What's up, John? Hey, what's up, Waldo? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, you're right, dude. Andy Dalton is going to be the starting week one quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't think that I was alone, like, thinking that. I mean, it's just like, you know, n nothing against Andy Dalton. He's he's a veteran, and, you know, he's a great backup or a great leader there to mentor a young guy. But I'm, I'm happy for the people of Chicago. You know, they went out and, and got their guy, so it's exciting. What'd you think? Uh, what'd you think of the Waddle pick, John? Um, I think that was like their next best, next best thing. I think they're yeah. gonna let their rookie line grow, you know, um, prosper hopefully. And two has got a Waddle connection, so maybe they'll cut Chicken Grant or Albert Wilson. Yes, for yeah, sure. Yeah, one of those guys is probably on the move for sure. That room's gonna get a little bit uh, smaller, for sure. You know, save some cap space also, so that allows the Dolphins to have a little more flexibility with their roster. Yeah. So. Cool, man. Yeah, any other thoughts? Just seeing how this plays out. Uh, I don't know what's happening at 18. Probably a defensive player, even though, obviously, there's other positions like running back and uh, other things, that, or maybe right tackle, but sure. probably a defensive I think it depends on, on how the board falls. I mean, with Slater still sitting there with other... I mean, you have to imagine they'll be gone by 18, but hell, I didn't think Justin Fields would make it to 11. So, and I mean, Mac Jones is still sitting in the green room, so anything could happen. So if we get... That's what the Dolphins want right now, is with the Cowboys on the clock at 12 who aren't taking a quarterback, you want somewhere in the next five picks, you want two quarterbacks to go. If two quarterbacks go... You got a lot of options, and the Cowboys pick is in, so there's no trade there. Obviously, they traded back from ten, so we'll see, man. But I think they'll have some interesting options. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, who knows? Maybe Mike Parsons is there, but yeah. Oh, that'd yeah, be like, a, like literally. I'm afraid scenario. to say it out yeah, loud. Me too. I'm, I'm afraid to say time. it out loud because yeah, that would be amazing. You know, he did have some character concerns. All right, man, we appreciate it. Thank you. Take care, John. You know, speaking of Micah Parsons, you know, it's interesting if maybe some of those character concerns have, uh, you know, maybe dropped him down draft boards a little bit. Really? Yeah. You know, he had some character issues, and, you know, there was talk about that potentially, you know, dropping him down. But the talent's there. You know, it there, is. You know, there was one guy I was going to write his name down, but when I was doing my last-minute draft prep, I was going through all of the stats on all of these guys and you know they have like a headshot you know there's like a little profile picture for each one and there was this one guy god i wish i could remember his name but he was so smiling and so happy in his picture that alone on his picture i wanted to draft him because i was like that guy just looks like somebody i would want in my building look at that 
473 points allowed by the Cowboys' 2020 defense, the most in franchise history. Their 158.8 rushing yards per game was 31st in the NFL, and their 5 yards per attempt rushing allowed was 30th in the NFL. So defense needs a lot of help. So this is where Micah Parsons yeah, should run off the yeah, board. Yeah, I think so too. So we'll it's either got to be Micah Parsons. I mean... Other it could than, still go cornerback. And it I could mean, be Farley. I mean, he's uh, Farley, Greg Newsom. Yes. You know, there's a couple guys there. I that think they it's a little try. high for Newsom, but I mean, hell, I, I thought it was high for J.C. Horn. Yeah. But you know, here comes here. Co- what is this? What is going on? Oh, are more people announcing the picks? They're excited. I like the energy. Another I special think presentation. I <laughs> Here we go, Raj. What do you got for us? Oh, yes. We know about Draftathon. I will say, so far, and I don't know if it's just because I have it on mute, but I haven't seen any of the crackhead stories. I haven't seen any of that stuff so far. They've been pretty good about that. Maybe they actually heard all the feedback and saw nobody really wanted to hear that shit. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> I'm on mute. That's That's why. I didn't hear about the struggle. The struggle is real, though. You have to remember, the struggle is very real. It's almost like people are watching this just for the draft. Yeah. Huh. It's like, if I want to watch American Idol, I can watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you play a flute like a motherfucker, but, you know, are you from, you know, some crack house, you know, outside of town? What do we got here? We thinking Michael Parsons? Oh, they booing you. You in Cleveland, girl. Here we go. There it is. Yep. Great pick for the Cowboys. Yep. Great, great pick. Man. Oh, they lit. They lit. They were definitely happy. And it's a good situation for Parsons. You know, Dallas needs defensive help. Dallas is fortunate to have him drop down the board a little bit and still get their guy. I mean... For Dallas, picked up an extra third, still got the guy you would have took at 10. I mean, Rappaport, yeah, that's what Rappaport said that uh, Cowboys take the linebacker they targeted and were slated to take at 10 no matter what. Micah Parsons at 12. Parsons told me last night he looked forward to tackling Zeke Elliott in practice. So he's going to get that shot, that's for sure. Very impressive. Yeah, great, great pick. So that's at, what was that, 12? Yeah, no. Oh, that was Walter Football. That's what we said. That was the only one who had a shot on that yep. one. It was Walter Football. Good for him. He's at 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 out of 12. That's that's damn good, man. I, this pick right here is Rashawn Slater. I guarantee it. Who, who is this? Were we Chargers. The Chargers on the board? So originally you had slated uh, Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, and yeah, McShay I, has the same thing. But... Kuyper and Peter King both have Slater. Yeah, this is definitely Rashawn Slater right here. I mean, it's great for, you know, Chargers that need offensive line help, not have to trade up. Yeah, I'm sure Burrow, Burrow would appreciate it. Yeah, Herbert's getting a guy. Burrow's so, not. wait, wait, wait. Again, are we, are we not going to pretend this is happening until it happens? We are two fucking picks away from Mac Jones being a goddamn New England Patriot. Yeah. Un- I mean, 
on Chargers aren't taking a quarterback. You have it, it's it's fourteen. It's right there. If you want him, you have to jump the Patriots. Yep. And then the Patriots will act like they never wanted him anyway, and they'll take somebody else. But if you want Mac Jones, you need to jump the Patriots right now and get to fourteen. If Washington wants him. And if you're a Patriot fan, you know you're you're. I think praying that that doesn't happen because it's fine to have Cam Newton and everything, but you know there was original talk like, what if Waddle or Smith fell to the Patriots, and that that would be really great. But since you didn't get any of those guys, you have to feel that Cam, even if he plays another year or two, like he's he's kind of going into the sunset. You need your quarterback, right? If you're New England here, would you trade with the Chargers and give up a third to secure you get Mac? Absolutely. Absolutely. No questions asked. Like that that's why that was such a great pull. That that third round pick, go get your quarterback. This is your guy. And again, we talk about at length the connections between Alabama and, and Nick Saban oh, and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But it's so funny because again, at three, everyone was all, all the mocks, every single one of them, at three. The only people McShay updated his this morning like a son of a bitch. And Walter Football did as well, so that's where they got the Trey Lance. But going all the way down to the wire, it was Mac Jones. So now you're all the way back here, still got a shot without giving up the farm. Yeah, I think it's going to be Rashawn Slater right here. You love to see it. I love it. Some great suit games tonight, man. Yeah, let me get let me get on, on on those flips you got over there. That's my jam. So yeah, everyone's looking pretty fresh. Yeah, I think uh, even even Orlowski in the in the pregame show uh, had a had a fresh suit on himself with a nice pair of kicks. But uh, and there's a gentleman two seats to him to the right, and the ladies, of course, obviously looking nice. But there's Mac Jones on the tablet. What's on the tablet, son? You playing Candy Crush? Ain't no answers down there. <laughs> Better call your agent and say what the fuck's going on. I don't think he gets. I don't think he goes past fifteen. What if he does? Then he'll go nineteen. If you're New England and you don't wow. take Mac Jones, I. Then you don't want to win. So some guys we got left on the board. Caleb Farley. Sean Slater. Sean Slater. Mac Jones. We got a couple of linebackers. Jeremiah Wosu Koromoa. Aziz Ajulari. That would be kind of high for those two guys, though. I mean, but again. And mm-hmm. you have all your defensive ends. You still have Christian Derrishaw. He's another tackle. They, they talked about no... No defensive players going in the top ten, and then Horn comes off at eight, and Sertain at nine. Wow. It was wild, man. Yeah, Justin Fields to the Bears. I mean, that's that, some great picks. That's Can you imagine being the Bears? Like, Bears fans got to be ecstatic. Oh, like, you were, They were sitting at 20. And they're like, oh, this guy's up at three. But that's what we talked about when we said, you know, people trading up. Doesn't mean you have to trade up to three. Doesn't mean you have to trade up to four. 
Maybe a guy falls outside of the top ten and you make a fucking move. Yeah, you gotta see how that board falls to see if, you know, they're within range of what you want to do. Yep. Tell you what, though. I think that, uh, regardless of what happens, after Patriots pick, we do another giveaway. Alright, I like it. I'm gonna get in on that. What do oh, we got sure. next? Um, you know what? Let's do, uh, let's do the draft pick jersey. Okay. So... We're giving away a draft pick jersey for, you know, whoever your team drafts. Like, we can get a pick from today or wait till tomorrow, you know, see what they pick or whatever. But, um... 2022 draft? I mean, <laughs> whatever floats your boat. Yeah, that's for sure. That's what... We'll, we'll do that one. I'm typing here. I'm trying to this tweet so everybody can join for the giveaway but see some uh, familiar faces in here slowly creeping in from time to time yo Guillermo's in here oh what up Guy yeah we see you Guy see Austin and Jill and of course Doge and everybody else holding it down what do we got new 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 tweet rap sheet told me what this is why I gotta have like nine tablets and different things going at once. Multiple screens. Yeah, this is this is why we don't do live fucking podcasts, man. It's just too much work when you when you have a department of two. But hell yeah, man. Oh, still think no. You still think no defensive on. tackles in the in the first round? No, I think it'll happen. I think you got a couple of guys who could go there in the in the bottom ten. Um, Chargers pick pick is in. Chargers pick is in. So like we said, we 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 think this is Rashawn Slater. Yeah, I love I love how people see that the the Jalen Phillips and the Greg Rousseau thing is going to be interesting to uh-huh. me. And then you've got uh, Jason Oway. Um, it's it's like one of these positions, whether it's defensive end, whether it's uh, a tackle, whether it's, like some position as a whole is going to slide and that means there's going to be value both at the back end of the first and at the front end of the second tomorrow so she is all over him isn't she? I, I was like is that his sister i'm like mm, maybe not hmm. remember last year when homegirl was trying to get in the oh, shot yeah. and mom was like no get yep. your ass out of here that's what i'm waiting for this year i want to see the you know girlfriend trying to snatch the phone and cd go blah blah Nope, that's mine. Don't get out of here with that shit. Yeah, so we're projecting Rayshon Slater or Elijah Vera Tucker here. We know the Chargers have been targeting offense linemen in the draft. You saw you saw that picture, right? That was all blacked out and like you couldn't see anything. Uh-oh. They just showed on the skin. They were showing the family of Vera Tucker, but uh, it was just it was just you know that was that was bad lighting. <laughs> Whoever set that shot up did a really really shitty job. Somebody should be fired over that, but um, yeah. So two. we got Kuiper here. Let's let's see if Kuiper's changing his tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saying Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, it's interesting, man. Dolphins are on the clock again in, in four or five picks, and then that's you know that's the first of the the trifecta. So you got the Dolphins, the Jags, and the Jets all have three picks in in this year's draft. So the Chargers stick and pick at Rashawn Slater. Yep. There you go. 
Sean Slater. Yep. There it is. I thought you poured that in like your chili. Like I was, I was like, damn, bro. You like it like that? So, all right. So that was Chargers. So that's 1.4 Kuiper. 1.4 Peter King. And that's it. That's the only two on that one. Damn, bro, you need a comeback like a motherfucker. I hate to tell you, but you're trailing. Yeah. I mean, Pete Prisco isn't doing much better. You gotta at least beat him. Shit, so who do you got on this one? Uh, you got Micah Parsons, so you're not gonna win this one either. No. And you got Jalen Waddle on the next one, so your next opportunity is Arizona at Caleb Farley. That's Could two. happen. That's your next shot. Man, I thought you were going to go on a mini run there. Yeah, I did too. It all fell apart. Yeah. Damn. Did I put too much pressure on you? No. Was, it, was, it, was that the problem? It's a Trubisky effect. Yeah. I, I, I know I can do that. Trey Lance fucked up your whole thing. Yeah. It, it, it happens to the best of us. But, you know. We'll, we'll see. I, I still have a feeling that you're going to get some good redeeming ones. I mean, again, if you even make it to seven or eight, like, and these guys end up at ten, like... I'm proud of you either way. Appreciate it, bro. So, you know, you always outmock them every single year. You know, nailed a lot of the positions. Just uh... yeah, and like even the teams. Like you had uh, Devonte Smith going to um, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, but just you didn't anticipate the trade up because you don't do your mocks with trades. So when I'm all done with this, obviously we'll go back and we'll look at which ones you hit the same team, which one you hit the same position. And stuff like that, and I, I can already see just by glancing at it that there's a bunch of those. Yeah, you know, we had the Chargers projected take an offensive lineman. We thought Slater would have went a little early. Um, you know, had. Yeah, so even with this next pick, you know, you have Michael Parsons, but if Minnesota goes defense and in the same kind of fashion. Wow, New England is one fucking pick away. This is wild, bro. I'm like refreshing Twitter here every five seconds because I'm just I'm waiting for the trade like I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to come up yeah <sighs> interesting so you know Chaz uh, brought up New Orleans earlier you know mm -hmm. it was 28 to 14 you know what's what's the cost on that the cost on what the oh oh yeah to move up yeah so I would figure at least... Another first? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a first and a second. Like, that's... Like, 14 is a big... Unless, again, there's exchange. Like, maybe you give the first and second, they get back a fourth. Like, yeah. you know... Or, again, unless you involve players. Oh, like, we got a trade. Yes! Yes! Let's go! Trade. What do we got? New Orleans? Jets! Ooh! Wow! Jets trade out. Traded up to 14. The Patriots are happy as fuck right now. Why? Because they're not taking a quarterback? No. Shit. But they had to They had to jump for a re... Like, they, they could have jumped to Arizona, or they could have jumped somewhere else. So who did they come up to take? I mean, this... Elijah Veritucker. Wait, wait, wait. You don't think this is Najee, do you? Oh, I hope so. That'd be... They... Like, because I'm just trying to do the math. I'm like, who did you jump? How many Why spots exactly? 
Um, the Jets? The Jets were at uh, 23. So they jumped nine, nine spots. That's a... Yeah, that's a significant jump yeah. for sure. I mean, we just talked about the possibility. I mean, the, Mac Jones is going to be there for the Patriots. Absolutely. That is un-fucking-believable. But you know what? Let's look at it. Let's look at 15, and Todd McShay has Mac Jones going 15 to the Patriots. If Todd McShay nails that fucking one, then my God, he should get free bottle service all over New York tonight. Or Cleveland, wherever the hell he is, but... Damn. I'm just thinking, again, who do you have to jump and why do you have to jump them? We look at Arizona and we look at, okay, there's a cornerback. Caleb, Caleb Farley. All Exactly. All defensive players. We don't have another offensive player selected until, God, Kadarius Toney at like 28. So it's all defensive players, which makes you think that they're jumping for defense unless, again, unless it's for that first running back that's coming off the board. And remember, we do 14 with the Jets, 15 with the Patriots, and then we're going to do our, our next giveaway. So we're going to give away that jersey. I know we had a lot of people enter that contest, so that's going to be a big one on the wheel. But, man. I can't this, believe this will be wild. And you jump a division opponent. But I have to imagine that they weren't jumping them. They were jumping Arizona, right? Yeah, they I mean They were jumping that... Arizona or they were jumping Vegas. Or even the, the Dolphins. You know, at 18, like, shit, the Dolphins are on the clock again in a few picks. So that's why I think maybe it's Najee. I hope it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I was actually hoping for a running back free first round. I thought that would be pretty awesome. Not for the running backs, but (laughs) for my general, you know, wants and needs. But, um... Damn, this thing keeps closing out on me. I'm, I'm, I'm refreshing the shit out of Schefter and, and, and Rappaport here. But, man, this is this is interesting. Like, okay, all right, give me, give me an odds. Give me a... Mac Jones is obviously on the board at 15, right? What, what are the odds New England passes on him? Dead silence, huh? I'm going to counter that with another question. Okay. For who? For... Exactly. Caleb Farley? <laughs> no, there's there's literally... New England has taken Mac Jones. There is zero doubt in my mind. Zero. There is nobody on the board that Caleb New England... Phillips? You know, New England... Spent, spent, spent in free agency during win now. I mean, I think ideally I would have had Micah Parsons or Quiddy Pay going there. Quiddy's still on the board, but with the with Mac Jones falling, like yeah, I know it's it, it's hard to pass up for sure. But I don't know, man. It's it's, it's fucking wild. It's gonna get lit. I don't know, but I I need a refill so. Tell the people what they need to know about uh, Arizona at 16, if, if Farley doesn't go. Yeah, Arizona at 16. Could be looking at a linebacker. 
You got Koromoa from you know Notre Dame. They could also look at defensive end. You know, all all these defensive ends are available, right? You got the two from Miami. Yep. You got yep. Quiddy Pay. Now Pei. here's something. While we're talking about Arizona, and I don't think it plays as much into their first pick here, but maybe going into tomorrow. What is your faith in the running back room there? In Arizona? Yeah. So obviously they, they got rid of Drake. You know, they sent him packing to Vegas. But you've still got... Um, Edmonds? Yeah, Edmonds is there, and there's been a lot of talk about that he could be a three-down back. Um, do you think they're they're sold there? They're done? Or do no, think- I definitely think they're going to be in the running back market. I think... You know, they'll look for one, you know, later rounds. I, I don't... You're not thinking first round, right? No, 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 no. I'm talking about, like, into tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, into tomorrow, I, I think you're looking at somebody in the second round, possibly we go. third. We got, we got Raj at the podium. Let's find out. Elijah Tucker. God damn it. Wow. Sorry, I jumped the gun there. I knew that was coming. Well, sir. Well, sir. And you had him going at 13, you know, so you weren't off. Oh, no. Oh, Mac Jones to the Patriots. There it is. He's on the phone. He's on the phone. Talking to Bill Belichick right now, Oh, he looks happy now, you son of a bitch, you. Oh, Bill Belichick, you wily dog. Give Nike a snack because that is an amazing pull by Bill Belichick. Got the lights on in Vera Tucker's house. Camera work, not great. Yeah. Yeah, they need to fire someone over there. The Wi-Fi might have an issue with the Wi-Fi. But, you know, how much do you think the agent was trying to drum up Mac Jones at three, like trying to get Bill to move off his spot? And Bill's like, nope, nope, I'm going to sit. I'm going to sit. He's going to come to me. But that's a great situation for both, right? Is that not a win-win? You know, I understand Mac Jones, you know, was looked at at three, but, you know, you get a chance to go to New England. You know, you have big shoes to fill, yeah. You know, but you have a veteran quarterback who's there. You know, he does have an opportunity if he needs to to sit back and learn. Yeah. You know, it's a win-win for New England, and, you know, Mac Jones gets to go to a great franchise. Why does it say the Jets are on the clock? Is this like rewind? I don't think they started the New England. Yeah, they just they, messed they, up. Yeah. yeah, they messed up the thing. Come on, get your shit together here, ESPN. You know, I'm telling you. All right, so the Jets traded number 14 and 143 for 23, 66, and 86 to get Elijah Vera Tucker. That was, the, that was the Jets-Vikings trade. So the Vikings got what from the Jets now? So the Vikings got pick 23 in the first round. Okay. 66-86 to move up. You know, so Vikings moved back nine spots. So the Vikings got two-thirds? Looks like it. It's hard for me to do the math after this much. the Vikings gave up a fourth also. Okay. Oh, thank you, Jazz. Appreciate your your your. Uh, no, that's, no, that's good. That's good. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, sir. Hey, so he, hey, Jazz, you think of Mac Jones to New England here? I'm still shocked at the fact when I woke up this morning, I thought about the uh, 
Right. Wow, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, that is a great point. Way to contribute, Chaz. Here we go. Here comes Goodell. See what he has to say. Poor man's Robert Kraft over there. Huh. Food and security. Oh God, we're all in a struggle, Rod. Yeah. Give us a goddamn pick. Jesus, yeah. man. Everybody's hurting, and we're gonna Don't worry, we'll mute that for you guys. We know you don't want to hear about everybody's struggle. I'm sure it's an important struggle, Chaz and we all up, support Chaz, it. you know, he's got me thinking there. I mean, that's you know, yeah, for sure. Waddle and Sertan. Who, yeah, who would have thought of it? Yeah. I mean, I've, Najee and Mac Jones still sitting around. I mean, you I'll gotta, tell you what, I'm ex- I'm excited for some stuff. Stage is yours. Make the damn pick. Come on, do the damn thing. Come on, old man. Come on, older, bigger Bob Kraft. <laughs> he looks younger than Bob Kraft. In the 2021 NFL oh my God, <laughs> Yes. There you go. Mac Jones. Woo! Called that. There it is. Wow. Congrats, Patriots fans. I know uh, Chris Noonien, who won our prize the other day. I know he's a big Patriots fan. Yes. I, I don't know if he's in here tonight, but uh, congrats. Look at that walk. Patriots. He's like, Ooh. he's, like, he's going to make everybody pay. He was upset. He was upset, but now he's like, I'm going to the best place. Yep, Grab that, that hat real quick. Give me that hat. Oh, I like the swag. I like it. And wait, wait, wait. We ready for it? Matt Jones and Tua Tagovailoa playing against wow, each other yes. twice a fucking year. Let's think about that for a second. Wow, if you don't think he's going to be motivated. And he whispered something in Roger's ear. He's like, I knew it the whole time we were playing. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Well done. Well done. All right, so you know what that means. It is time for a giveaway. So let's see if I can get our... Our wheel of Michigas up here. What do you got? Sixty-four. Sixty-four for what? Mac Jones. That's oh, the on on the big board. Sixty-four. Yeah, on this uh. On this I, I don't know, man. I, Bill's got that connection there in Alabama, and I feel like if anybody knows, you know, it's it's Bill has better insight than anybody else. So you know, what drives me nuts is you got, you know, the thing about Mac Jones. You know, everyone's like, oh, you know, he had all this great talent around him. Even with great talent around you, you still had to have ball placement. Yeah, you still got to stand I hate in the those pocket. Excuses, yeah, you know, and you could you could do that with so so many people, but uh, the high, highest completion percentage. I, I mean, that's yeah. And is, the Cardinals picks already in for Caleb Farley. Wow, is it? Are you just? Assuming? I'm just assuming. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, before the Cardinals pick comes in, let's go ahead and do another giveaway. So this is going to be for our uh, draft jersey for whoever it is you like that your team drafts. This year in the, in the draft, and uh, we're gonna go ahead and spin this wheel here and see if we can get ourselves a winner. Round and round we go, round and round we go, and our winner is at Lisa the Small. At Lisa the Small, whoever you are, if you're listening, you just won yourself a draft jersey of your choice. Um, so congrats, congratulations to you, Lisa. and that is not our last giveaway of the night, so we will have more. 
stay tuned as we go through this draft process. We still have uh, the Stefan Diggs jersey, the Marshawn Lattimore jersey. Mac Jones to the Patriots at 15. You've got to wow. be fucking kidding me. Wow. Love it. Love it. But again, what's great, I think the best part is literally Mac Jones and Tua Tungvaloa going at each other like twice a year. Like, a, like fucking, the only thing that could be better is if Jalen Hurts gets traded to the Jets or something like that. Obviously before what happened tonight, but, you know, that's, that's, that's fucking funny. That's you know, so looking at a couple of players, we got, you know, got Jeremiah Wusu. We talked about him, linebacker from Notre Dame. Got Trevon Morig. You know, so a lot of quality, quality players still left on the board here. And we got uh, Arizona on the board here. You pick know. is in. Yep, pick is in. You know, so, we so let's go back to the mocks and see if anybody is, uh, let's see. I know that somebody had, yeah, so McShay had 15 Mac Jones to the Patriots. McShay is on fire tonight. McShay has got four, five, six, seven, eight out of 15. That's more than a 50% clip. Now, obviously, the second half of the draft is where everything falls apart. But even at 8 right now, because your goal is to make double digits. Like, if you hit to 10, like, you're, you're crushing it. Um, yeah, McShay is the leader in the clubhouse with 8. But unfortunately for him, he has J.C. Horn going to uh, Arizona, which has already come off the board. So you are one of the few people who has uh, Caleb Farley... You know who's still on the board, so he's actually an option. So you could climb back into the game right here. Oh, my bit. We have an opportunity to get back into the game here. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's see if uh, here comes Raj. Yell at somebody sitting in his chair again. They they don't know what to do. Like they're just told to sit there and yeah. then stand. I, I still don't know. Like, what's like going. someone's not giving them good instructions. Here we go. Got to be Caleb Farley. Oh, wow. Hello. So we just talked about him. Inside linebacker from Tulsa. Jeremiah, you know, so. Pete Crisco, and Walter Football had that one. Yeah, 6'5", 259. Very versatile. Good size. Yeah, his quick, his burst through the hole, man, like went... When he, he sees that hole after a running back, like, choo! Oh, he's got like, good ball Zach skills. Zach Thomas. Reminds me a little bit of Zach yeah. Thomas with the vision, with the field vision. So, You know, shoots the gaps well, quick. Can hold his ground at the point of attack. Mm-hmm. You know, solid size. 6'5", 260 for a linebacker. Yeah, that's, that's... You know, another guy with character concerns. You know, we talked about that. Apparently, you know, it didn't affect his draft positioning. So, you know, Arizona goes out and adds to that defense. Now, is this where, do you think uh, Wusu Karamoa goes to the Raiders here? Presuming they don't trade out of the pick? Or I'll anything? tell you, for... Dolphins are I, on the clock next. I man. would love him to go to the Dolphins. I really would. Dolphins are going to, both the Raiders, the Dolphins, Washington have some options here. Yeah, I mean, Karamoa, you know... You know who's still on the board? Quiddy Pay. Yeah. Ooh, that is a pull in the late teens into the 20s. I mean, hell, some people had him going as high as, like, 15, early teens. Um, I think Todd McShay had him 11 overall. He had Quiddy Pay going off the board. To the Giants? Yeah. So, that's, that's that could be interesting. 
And I like him too, you know, the more I hear him speak, kind of like uh, Rondell Moore, we've talked about him, you know, you hear those guys, you talk about character constantly, you hear these guys speak and you hear them talk about their coaches and their teammates. And you want to root for them. Yeah, you yeah. know, and they, and, they, and, I, and I hate that I get too trapped in the Tim Tebow effect where it's like, oh, but he's such a good guy, just let him play quarterback, you know, like, I, I, I don't want to get trapped in that situation, but at the same time, you see that guy who's like, I'll paint the fence, I'll walk the dog, I'll play whatever position you want, let's go, I'm ready to go. Like the Vontae Max of the world, you know? Honda forever. Like, you know, those are those are the what? type of guys. The same guy, Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> Boseman. Chad, you know what I mean. That was good. You messed me all up, man, I was on a roll. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's, that's what I'm saying. Who's your Vontae Mac? Who's your no matter what? Like, this is my guy. Like, so, okay, we know who's left on the table, right? We know your Quiddy Pays. We know your Awusu Karamoa. We know that Najee and those guys are still on the Like, if you're 18 at the Dolphins, which is the next pick, or you're 19 at Washington, or, like, in the next four to five picks, right, give me someone who's not just like, okay, this is a good pick, but somebody you are, you are running to give that ticket into. Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips. University of Miami obviously took over for um, Gregory Rousseau when he opted out. Had a great year. Yeah, um, Jalen Phillips is that was the number one overall ranked player coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. Went to UCLA. Yep. Had multiple concussions. Had to retire from yeah, football. Yeah, see, that's, that's the only thing. Like, that, that doesn't concern you at all. Like, some people are saying he's like one... Um, Pat White hit away from, you know, ending his career, possibly his life. Doesn't worry you? I mean, it does a little bit, but... I mean, I know it doesn't worry you as much because you're not the one getting hit, but... Another you know, Pat it, White hit. I, was, I mean, God. That sideline, remember that? I mean, the, the, there, there are very few hits in my life that I remember. Like, I remember where I was, I remember watching it and, and just, like, the cringe. Pat White was one... And Christian Okoye getting knocked the fuck out was the other one. I think it was John Lynch, I want to say. Um, Mine was when, um, who was it that Kiko... Might have been Steve Atwood. Who was it that Kiko Alonso hit? Remember, he was sliding, and then Kiko was laid Was that the out. Chargers game? I think that might have been the Chargers game. I don't remember. Um, I remember but yeah, there's, a, there's only a handful of hits that I remember, and that Pat White one was just horrendous. And it was, again, like you had the Devontae Smith-type conversations when he came in the league. Oh, he's too small, he's whatever. And then, man, when he got popped, it was like... Have you see, have you ever seen the video of when uh, Chad Ochocinco tried to block Ray Lewis? Yeah. <laughs> that shit was so funny. He got knocked the fuck out, and he was the one initiating the contact. And then he goes over the sidelines. He's like, I tried to knock out Ray. I tried to get him on a blind side. Didn't you work know, out. It, it, it didn't really work. Um, I don't know. I'm getting some DMs here from some of the people in the chat, so I'm going to check them here. I think we got some information on Kiko Alonso. Let's see if I can pull up the chats here. Kiko Alonso hit, I think it was, against Flacco. Yes. Uh, yeah. So that's, yes, it uh, was. That comes from Austin, so we appreciate your inside Austin. Good call on the on the Kiko hit. Um, yeah, man, like, it's, it's crazy. Pick is in with the Raiders again, so... No trades. So, obviously, the few trades that we have had so far is definitely not anything that we suspected. You know, we thought it would be much higher up. We thought it would be for a quarterback. 
the only one that was for the quarterback was obviously the Bears, the QB1. Like, nobody was really buying that. I I mean, I'd love to tout myself, but, like, I don't, I don't think I was the only one who wasn't buying that bullshit. So, Bears fans got to be ecstatic. I know that, um, you know, we got uh, Mike Mosley and a couple other guys that follow us that are big Bears fans, always interact with the show, so they got to be ecstatic. Yeah, looking at Kuyper's best available right now, you got Elijah Moore, Jalen Phillips, Christian Darisaw, Jamin Davis, and, and Quiddy Pay. I'm surprised that he has Quiddy Pay down at five. Um, when, as himself, I think on his big board, he was much, much higher. Um, he actually, ha- he mocked him. He, they mocked Quiddy to, to Miami. Both Mel and Daniel Jeremiah moved the wow. sticks. They both mocked Quiddy to Miami at 18, so... I wouldn't be surprised if this is a Trayvon Morig from TCU right here. Let's see. In the 2021 NFL Draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Alex Weatherwood. Wow! wow. Dale, son! Hey, you know what's funny? Stun silence has fallen over our Another the Raiders, Alabama, the Raiders did this with the Clinton Farrell pick when they had number four overall when yep. they took the defensive end from Clemson. Wow. Look at look at Mel Kuyper. He he's got nothing. Yep. I got nothing, Josh. I got nothing. Sorry, Greeny. Ooh, he's excited. So excited. So excited. And as you can tell, we are now reaching the point in the show where J-Man shakes his head in derision and goes, how many have you had to drink? <laughs> Alex Leatherwood. I mean, you got a Christian Derenshaw there. You got Jevin Mayfield. You got Tevin Ooh. Jenkins. Those are all tackles. I have ranked higher. That's but the Raiders a, always... big boy with some force, though, man. The Raiders always take who they want. I mean, they, hey, they don't... Just win, baby. Yeah, they don't care about your big boards. They don't care about who you think. I mean, it's... You ready for this one? Uh-huh. You know, you know who had uh, had him drafted to the Raiders yeah. at seventeen? Walter Football. Walter Football's having a decent night. He had it? Alex Leatherwood. Uh huh. Are you Only serious? Only one who had him. So five, six, seven, eight. He's at nine. I can you he, tell he me? He just became the leader in the clubhouse. Can you tell me? Yes. Was Alex Leatherwood on anybody yes. else's oh, first yeah. round? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it, it's at the at the very end. Um, I had I had him in I think Pete Prisco and Peter King had him going somewhere I'd have to double check here. I the Raiders are clapping hands like they they I got over on somebody you know yeah I it's mean, like what, what are they supposed to do you know like so if you're the Dolphins you have your pick of any pass rusher in the draft yeah it's there for the taking you also any pass have- rusher any running back like. Christian Darisol is also there, the offensive tackle. Oh, the pick Tech. is in for Miami. Jesus. Quick. They, they ran win. that shit up. They ran that shit in. Holy crap. This is going to be a good one. They're excited about whoever the hell this is. That much I can tell you. Wow. What happened? Alex Leatherwood gave the only acceptable answer to a tired dog or cat question. He said... Who likes cats? Those are demons. Hell yes, I like Alex Leatherwood. Sixty like, percent like chance of it being available at pick forty-six. Apparently not. That's like a ninety-five percent chance it's gonna rain today. Hey, it didn't rain. Well, I told you those five percent chance it wouldn't happen. That doesn't mean shit. It's the draft, baby. Nothing is a pre-foregone conclusion. 
All right, so the Dolphins got Waddle. This is the first team to double pick in the first round this year. Who do they add? You is are this... incorrect. The Jets. Oh, the Jets. That's right. The they Jets traded up, bro. Call, yeah, bro, call, I got call. you, bro. Keeping me honest. I got Keeping you. Me I got honest. you. I appreciate it. I got you. No smoke on this show, for sure. So, are, are, are they going Quiddy Pay? Are they going Edge Rusher? I mean, if you do go edge rusher... You know that, I will say, regardless of how you feel, regardless how I feel, if Najee Harris is the name that's fucking announced right now... Do we have James Harris in here? I think, oh, I think he jumped out. Man, I would love to get James Harris back on the fucking mic because I know he's at the live draft party and holy shit, that place is about to go nuts. Here we go. Pick is in. Don't tell me I want to watch it. Okay. Do you know? Yeah, I do. I know who it is. Jeremiah was your Miami Dolphins select Jalen Phillips. Yeah! You know it. Great pick for the Dolphins. Yes! Got that edge rusher. Staying in Miami, baby. There you go. Local boy does well. That's awesome. Good job. Good job. Yeah, I wish we had James on, but I'm sure they are going apeshit in Hard Rock Stadium where Jalen Phillips played his collegiate ball. I'm sure that they are beside themselves right now. Great pick. So, Dolphins fans, you know, through most of the chats, through most of the groups that I'm in, they said, hey, we want our dynamic skill uh, pass catcher, and we want our edge rusher. So, you just got two, and one of them is from Alabama, and played with Tua, and the other one is from the University of Miami, hometown guy. Yeah. So you, you really, there's a, there's nothing to be mad about if you're a Dolphins fan. If he stays draft. healthy, this is a great pick. Eight and a half sacks, 15 and a half tackles for loss. I mean, just was absolutely dominant. We expected to see him and Rose 2 together. Rose was a protected top 10 pick, opted out of the 2020 season. He comes in. Looking like James Harden. Yep, he plays opposite Qu opposite of Quincy Roche, and now the 18th overall pick. I, I love the pick. You need a premium pass rusher. Yeah, absolutely. He moves. Ooh. He moves all over the Ooh. field. Uh, uh, uh. Great hands. He was the number one overall high school recruit when he came out. I believe 2016 or 17. So here you go, Dolphins first round picks the last two years. Tua Tungavailoa, Austin Jackson, Noah Igbenogamy, Jalen Waddle, and Jalen Phillips. That's just the last two years of first-round picks. Woo! That's a big haul. Thank you, Laramie Tunsil, wherever you are. Gregory Rousseau, what's the drop? Is he out of, you think he drops out of the first? I think so. He had a bad pro day, and it's, we, we talked about pro days. You don't care for him, I'm in the middle. And again, they just, you know, arguably took the def best defensive end off the board at 18. Yeah. So there's there's only, you know, 14 picks left in, in this round. We're more than halfway through, and you've got people who have 
bigger needs, you have a, you have to assume that one or two running backs is probably going to pop off the board here, and you're going to start seeing a run at either defensive back or late round wide receivers, More. your Kadarius Tonys, your Elijah yes. Moores. I think that's going to happen. Rashad Bateman. Yeah, so some of those guys are going to start to fall. So then that pushes those defensive ends. And remember, you're looking at the back half of the first round offensive tackles as well. Is there a center? Do we see a center come off the board? Um, I think you got two centers. You got the one from Alabama we've talked about, and then you have uh, Creed Humphrey, the yeah. center from Oklahoma. Yep. Um, you know, Josh Myers, center from Ohio State, is also there. Uh, Landon Dickerson, he's yeah. you know, there's some some injury concerns. Don't know if he'll be ready for the start of the season. You know, but we talked about on last week's podcast. Um, you know, centers taken in the first round, 100% success rate of signing a second contract with the team that drafted them. You know, whether or not that's because of, uh, you know, a good player or what have you. You know, if you take a center, you, more than likely in the first round, you're going to stick with them. Peter King hit that pick, by the way. Jalen Phillips? He was the only one, yeah. I had Rousseau, the other one, right? Yeah, yeah, Rousseau. Yeah. It's tough call. But, I mean, again, yeah. you literally mocked a defensive end from Miami to the Dolphins at 18. Like, listen, you know, what, what do you want from people? But, um, oh, shit. I got, I got to keep muting this fucking thing. I, I forget. My apologies. Listen, we're running on all cylinders, people. J-Man's on, like, two hours of sleep in five days, and, and I really appreciate him. Two and a half. Getting, getting to the show here and, and making this work for us. Um, appreciate everybody that's in here listening with us, listening to us ramble about the draft. Hopefully we can give you better entertainment than, you know, the sad stories about uh, people's, you know, broken homes and, and stuff like that. So Drug shout, issues. Yeah, so shout out to Jill, Jamie, Doge, Xavier, Howard's Burner, I think, is in here. Torrance, everybody else who's jumping in and jumping out at, at, at different points. But, um... We got more giveaways coming on. I know it's getting late. I know some people have work in the morning and stuff like that. But remember, you can always listen to us, you know, after the fact. This podcast will be uploaded by tomorrow. So at some point before the second round comes on tomorrow, you can always catch up and whatever you missed out. If there's a prize that you were waiting on, you can wait and see uh, if you won or not. So, so far we've had two winners, right? We did two, we have. two giveaways so far. And you know what? I'll tell you what. I really want to hook some people up, and I, I'm inspired by my boy Doge here that's that's in the chat. So this is what I'm going to do. For anybody who does not have a Robinhood account, anybody who does not have a Robinhood account who's listening to this either live now or tomorrow, whenever you're listening to us, if you don't have a Robinhood account, send me a DM and say, I want the Doge. And I am going to send you a link to get you hooked up with Robinhood. I'm going to get you a free stock. And I'm going to send you some money for Doge. So, sounds pretty good, right? Yeah, that sounds like a... Sounds good. So, how do we enter for that? Yeah, so I'll, I'll get you the information off air. I'll take care of you. We'll get you some Dogecoin. But uh, definitely want to give back to the people. And I know some people missed the retweet contest and the jerseys and things like that. But we'll get in and, oh, Doge has something he wants to say. So speak of the devil. So let's see if we can get Doge in here. We got Washington up. What happened? Uh, who'd they take? Hold on, Doge. Bear with us. Jamin Davis. 
Wow. wow, linebacker from Kentucky. Wow, okay. He has risen up draft boards as of late, quick. All right. I see it. Yeah, 6'4", right, so 230. He's can... an off-the-ball linebacker. Great range. He's a good run defender, solid tackler. Doge, you with us? Can you hear me? I'm on head phone yep. now. Hear you loud and clear. We got you. All right. Hey. Just wanted to say, appreciate you perking up the Doge because absolutely to know, the moon, I, baby. I got in, I got in a long time ago, and how, it is doing me very well. How long before and, five cents? Uh, uh, 2018, when it was at. Uh, Woo! Listen, man, you got to sponsor the show, man. We got to talk. We need money from you. Shit. Oh, I haven't. I, we ain't selling yet. Don't we're, we're you never sell? Hey, diamond hands to the moon. Hey, what's then, it? What's it at right now? Like thirty cents, thirty-three, um, somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, we've been between twenty-five and thirty-three cents for the last couple of days. That's yeah. great, man. That is great. Yeah, uh, man, we're we're going sorry. to the moon, and and I tell you what, Elon's going to be on Saturday Night Live in in May, and that that thing's going to shoot through the roof. So we're going to hook That's some what people. We're all waiting for. Yeah, we're going to hook some people up with some Doge before you know the the show and everything like that. So again, anybody who's listening, if you don't have any, if you don't have a Robinhood account, DM us. Tell us you want it, and, and, and we'll hook some people up for sure. Hey, and before I get off here, I just got to say, for those, I mean, like, I know if you if you follow Barstool Sports, uh, you know, they talk so much about Robin Hood being so bad. Uh, they're, they're really not. Yeah. You know, it, you know and that's, that's it, the big one. So I just wanted to say that enough. I've been with Robin Hood. It's 2018. Yeah, same. It was an unfortunate situation. We know what happened, but we know who the real yeah. crooks and the real bad people are, so it's not them. So, so anybody that's, a, that's fearful for that, don't be the only... I mean, they're bringing a wallet for your cryptos. Yep. That is currently in the works. So don't 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 fear that, even if it's not Doge. If it's anything, Robinhood is a very great app for the people. Yeah, and it's, it's backed by financial institutions and everything else like that, so... Yep. Yeah, appreciate it, Doge, and, and we'll definitely keep those diamond hands going strong. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. All right, You're good, buddy. Um, so, yeah, so now we have the Giants on the clock at 20. They traded down. Yeah, so let's see where where we have the mock at 20. Um, well, that was supposed to be Chicago, right? Yeah. So that was... Um, originally you had J.C. Horn, but going with what's left, Greg Newsom's still on the board, right? Elijah yes. Moore, Christian Derrissaw, Rashad Bateman, Tevin Jenkins. So those are all still on the board for these guys who, who have their mocks. So that's something possible that could happen there. And then uh, that's 20. And then you've got the Colts next after that so this again is one of those little division runs where you have the Colts and then the Titans are, are right behind them so we see Caleb Farley dropping you know we yeah. talked about that with the with the back, back issues and yep. you know how much of a concern that is for teams um Coromo is still there great linebacker uh Quiddy Pay we talked about the receivers yeah, the running backs I can't believe Quiddy's still on the board I mean hell like so this is where you start thinking right so there's only 12 picks left in this round. Mm -hmm. And this is where you start looking for who wants to trade back up into that first round. Who wants to get the opportunity to have a fifth-year option you know, for their team. Um, 
you know, so there's a couple of people who could do it, especially if you're at the front of the round tomorrow. You're not trading up that much, you know, you're trading up four or five picks, so it's, it doesn't have to be something drastic. So I have a... Uh... I have Athlon Sports 2021 draft guide, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm crossing out the names off the... Is it going off the big board? The top 100 draft prospects, right? Sure. You know where they have Jamin Davis? 54. No. He is not on the top 100. When, when was that published? Uh, they usually do these four or five weeks before the draft. You know, so that's really? a, You know, we talk about... Well, we talk will, about pro days, right? And how, yeah. how much of an impact pro days have. That was a big one. Because yeah. you got a guy who was only a one-year starter at Kentucky. You know, but at 6'4", 230. You know, I believe he ran in the 4'4s, four 4'5s. Four I mean, he was lightning quick. Because I will say that uh, Jeremiah had him 26 to Cleveland. and uh, Oh, yeah. He was projected in the 20s after yeah. after his pro after day. After the pro day, for sure. So his pro day. Oh, so that, that came out before the pro day. This I comes see out, you're at. Yeah. So, I mean, it just we talk about pro days, and some people love them, some people hate them. But, you know, this is a situation here where this, this moved him up. I wish, you know, that'll be my next deep dive, you know. I, I don't think some people appreciate sometimes when I put a tweet out or something goes down, people like retweet it or they like it or whatever, but they don't understand it took me weeks or sometimes months to research. So that would be one of the next great dives, right? Take a book like that. Take someone who was, you know, take everybody where they were rated and then do the post-combine ratings. Do the post-pro day ratings. And then see how big the jumps are, and then see, obviously, you'd have to go years back, but look at where their production was and where they were ranked overall among their peers. And to see if how many people are buying the hype versus how much of it is actually warranted because the guy showed out and people realized, oh, he is quick, he is this. You know, that would be a fascinating study. And those are the kind of things that you know, NFL organizations that are deep in analytics and stats that, that have that information that say, oh, no, but look, every time somebody reaches for a combine king, this is this is what happens. You know, another good one, too, is projections from year to year, right? So say you have a bunch of sophomores, right? Yep. And you know they're going to come out not that year, Justin but the next Fields. year. For sure. So, I mean... Joe Burrow. I mean, look, look at... Take like Zach Wilson for example. He wasn't. We got the Giants pick in for Quiddy Pay. I don't, I don't know. We'll find out. But again, these guys look so confused. Like I'm sorry. Am I in your chair? Like what is this? This is Quiddy Pay. What is? No, not that. No, the picks gonna be Quiddy Pay. That's fine. I'm marking it, it off be. right now. In the 2021 NFL Draft, the New York Giants like Kadarius Tony. Oh my wow. God! Oh. Wow! Look at look! Wow! <laughs> oh, Chaz! Oh. Wow! Holy shit! Throw us a 100 if you're with us. Wow! My goodness! Look at Gi Giant Chancellor. Like, are you fucking wow. kidding me? Wow! Because again, they got jumped. Yep. For Devonte Smith, right? Yep. Wow! We had, you know. We had them projected for a oh wide receiver. Oh my god, look, look, look. Somebody posted, like, father, like, son, and it's the video of Bill Belichick walking, like, all pissed off, and wow. it's Matt Jones walking up to grab his draft hat, and it's, it's, 
it's uncanny. I'm gonna retweet that shit so you guys will see it on the timeline. But that is hilarious. Wow. I think it, you know, you got a Rashad Bateman there, Elijah Moore. You know, I, I have both these guys ranked above Stand Kadarius Tony. Uh, I, I mean, mean he's, a, he's a skilled wide receiver, and I mean, he was definitely rated in the first round uh, by a lot of people, including yourself. You had him at 28 to New Orleans. Um, there's, a, there's a bunch of guys that had him here. Let me see if anybody had him going at that particular spot. Yeah, so Kadarius Tony, right? He's 5'10", 195 pounds. Yeah, nobody had that. But his only year of production was 2020. Um, never had above 260 yards before last season. Never had above one touchdown before last season. You know, last season playing with Kyle Trask under center. I mean, center. to be fair, you could do the same shit with Kyle Pitts. Joe Burrow. What are you talking about? Trey Lance. Guys who, like, showed up for one year. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's... Well, I mean... But Kyle... it's like, you have to ask... It's, it's, fair. it's fair to bring up, right? Because the question is... Did you unlock something, or were you a one-hit wonder? Yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, you know, Kyle Pitts still had over 600 yards and, and five touchdowns in, in 2019. I mean, Tony was, you know, he's going to be a slot receiver, you know, lightning quick, one of the fastest guys in the draft, not as fast as Waddle. Mm-hmm. Um, you so know, but, say it with your chest. You know, never had 1,000 yards. 12 touchdowns combined over four years. You know, like you said, it's a... Uh... That was obviously their guy. And, I mean, at the very least, when they traded back down, they felt like... You know, because I, I think, to be fair, I think, it, you know, it's it's easiest for us to sit here and judge. Obviously, not having an entire war room in front of us. But I think the biggest thing that a lot of people don't realize is when they say, oh, that team picked that guy at 12... He would have been there at 27. Well, they don't have the 27th pick. They have the 46th pick. So you either pick him at 12 or you have to trade up because he's not going to fall to you. So that's the thing that people have to realize as well is, sure, maybe Kadarius Tony was ranked you know, late first round, 25-26. But if you're already at 20 and nobody else is, is, is offering to trade back with you a couple slots, then you got to take your guy. Yeah, I, he's more of an offensive You're not weapon. Thrilled. No, You're not thrilled. No, no, not interesting. Not over Elijah Moore, and I love Rashad Bateman. We might have to get Chaz to unmute here and, and jump. Yeah, in Chaz, if uh, if you if you, yeah, you want to unmute at any, any yeah, if any you want to get in on this with the Kadarius so, Tony and uh, you know, we had him projected to New Orleans. Chaz is in. Let's do it. Yeah, he, there he is. Chaz, go. Okay. All right. UF alum has spoken. Yeah. So. You know, Tony got some rushing skills, right? I mean, uh, you know, you can get the ball in his hands. You can make some play happen. You know, but as, you know, you got Kenny Galladay there. You know, I guess maybe that's the thinking is you already got your X receiver, so now you get more of an offensive playmaker and, you know, a Saquon there. I just, if you're going wider, I, I, I would have gone Elijah Moore in this spot. You know, the Giants obviously saw something that they uh, liked in Kadarius Tony, and you know maybe maybe think he's still on the up climb. You know, he's still young. Who did Denver take again? I forget who Denver took. Sertan, right? 
Was it Sertan? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they were the one uh, in front of the Cowboys. Casey Horn, yeah. Appreciate you, Chaz. Always always that. Yeah, Chaz, you're a great correspondent, bro. Chaz is on it. Yeah. Got to have him in more of these. Yeah. So, you know, Chaz, we do have an intern spot available. Yeah, the pay sucks, but there's (laughs) free liquor. That's, That's all I can say. Yeah, that was... Is it tough? Was, uh, we'll talk about it off air. Okay. <laughs> we, we appreciate Chaz's contribution <laughs> to the show in any way, shape, or form. Um, so that, uh. that puts the Colts back on the board, and the, and the pick is reportedly in for the Colts. Um, I know that... Let me look at our next giveaways, see when we should do another one of these giveaways here. Um, let's see, we got... Saints merch, we've got Bills merch. Bills are like third to let, so we could we could do a couple of those, but I, we'll, we'll do it ahead of time. So maybe pick 25. Pick 25, we'll do our next uh, next giveaway here. So that's only like four picks away or whatever. Hey, Justin. Yes. At the risk of upsetting my fellow Florida alum, I mean, they're watching Gator games. You're going downfield, you're going to pitch, you run the ball. If the ball's going to Tony... I would say seventy percent of the time you're running a gimmick play. Like I can, I consider him a gimmick player when he was at UF. Like it's all about diversion. He's crossing the field. He's moving. He'll miss direction. I don't think that's gonna. So Cordero, Cordero Patterson ceiling. Yeah, he he's like I said, he's an offensive weapon. I mean, he's not you know strictly a receiver. You know, they're gonna play him in the slot. But yeah, he's gonna be like a Cordell Patterson. You know, he's gonna get some handoffs. Gonna get some end arounds. You'll see him on special teams. You know, he's just a guy. You try to get the ball in his hands and kind of see what happens. But he's not a, you know, he's not a plug and play receiver. Colts Eagles trade. So is this a recap? You got yeah, help this me is, out. yeah. Okay. Calm down, bro. Waldo's getting all fired up. <laughs> There's another trade. Didn't they just trade with them? Oh, but listen, yeah, no, Waldo. I I, listen, I agree. He'm, he's more of a gimmick guy. I'm, I'm I'm stressed, man. It's, I can see some wildcat situations, right? Oh, the wildcat. Those would bring back some good memories. Ah, silly. I trade place with Waldo in a heartbeat. Have a little NFL amnesia every time you see it's like the first time over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's excitement over and over and over again. Listen, you don't understand. So we've got the ESPN on mute, right? We've got the phone that we're watching here because. You know, people have to request to speak, and I'm trying to pay attention to it. I got the tablet here with Schefter's news feed on auto-repeat. Then I have my computer to the left with all of the mock drafts, all the recording software and everything. So I'm trying to run everything, and just out of the corner of my eye, I'll see Eagles and Colts trade, and I'm like, wait, what happened? Like, we're, we're trying not to miss everything. It's a lot to take in, okay, Chaz? I got two words for you, pal. Mount up. Mount up. True story. Respect it. Respect it. Chaz, what are, you, what are you thinking here? Offensive tackle for the Colts, Christian Derrishaw? Nope. I know what it is. I won't spoil it. No, it's not him? Oh. Uh, I mean, good value there. Wow, great value at 21. Are you kidding me? And we had talked about this. They have one of the youngest defenses, one of the most talented defenses. They're not paying their defense shit. And you just added... Potentially the best edge rusher, you know. Second in, in, best, Brian Phillips. Right, that's what I said. Potentially, <laughs> you know, like as it, you know. Yeah, we're gonna choose your poison, yeah. but I mean, great, 
great value pick. And, and you talk about his story and, um, you know, again, not getting into the whole, you know, everybody had a sad life as a child, but, you know, he, he overcame a lot, his family did, and when he talks about what he wants to do and what he wants to be about and stuff like that, it reminds you of a, like, DuVernay and, and, and those type of guys, like, just, you know, I, I wish him well. Hopefully he does well in Indianapolis. He's obviously going into a great defense, so he's going to come in and, and contribute a lot. I had a request, but I think it just disappeared. See, this is why I'm trying to watch, like, nine things at once. Uh, whoever requested, you know, feel free to request again, and I'll try to get you in here. My phone doesn't overheat. But, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great value pick for sure. Titans run that 3-4 defense. You get a Wusu back to a bunch of three. Chaz, bro. Fucking nice, dude. Yes, I like that, bro. I like that a lot. You know, they also, uh, they, you know, they could also use a receiver, cornerback help. Um, you know, so you know, maybe also even Elijah Moore here. Uh, you know, we talked about Caleb Farley over and over, still on the board. Yeah. But. So let's let's look at the mocks. So you have Greg Newsom the second. Um, DJ has Elijah Moore. Mel Kuyper agrees with you that it's it's Greg Newsom. And then McShay has Travis Etienne coming off the board here, which is uh, weird, but it looks like he has it as a trade. So that's why he has it at this spot. Not necessarily to Tennessee, but he has it as a trade. Peter King has Pay, who's gone. And then Pete Prisco has Caleb Farley. And Walter Football has Caleb, uh, Kadarius Tony, who's already gone. So we got a couple people, including yourself, who could cash in here. We, we need to get you back on the board, man. We need to get you Greg Newsom the second right here. And to be fair, I mean, the, the Titans could use it. I mean, for God's sakes, their defense was horrific last year. They had no pass rush. They gave up 36 passing touchdowns, which was the second worst in the league last year. I know that they signed Bud Dupree, Janoris Jenkins, um, but that defense definitely needs help. You know, the, the offense was fine. They were the number four Offense and points forced behind Tampa Bay, Buffalo, and Green Bay, but defense needs help for sure. Um, the the one thing I am interested with them, you know, you talk about wide receiver and things like that. Remember, they lost Jonu Smith, they lost Corey Davis. So for all that offensive production that they had, 491 points last year, they they lost a good chunk of that. So they could effectively go wide receiver here. They could they could go after a skilled player. Um, but defense is probably the bigger need if it, if it's me. And obviously their first round pick last year, the tragedy of Isaiah Wilson, we know what happened there. That was just a complete train wreck. Um, yeah, it's tough. So. We know Dolphins took a waiver on him. I mean, seventh round pick, you know, it's worth yeah. a shot, but you found out after what, three days? And, and the Titans were laughing the whole way to the bank. They were like, we'll take your seventh. Okay. I mean, guy, guy literally, like, got off the plane in Miami and he was already cut. Oh, yeah. So pretty much. So there you go. So there's there's your pass catchers. A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Johnny Smith, Anthony Ferkser, and Adam Humphreys. Adam Humphreys is in Washington. Johnny Smith is a Patriot. Corey Davis went to the Jets. Yeah, so, so. They, they have A.J. Brown and Ferkser. I mean, they need a receiver. This has to be Elijah Moore. I mean, Bud Dupree and... Uh, Cormo would be nice, but I, I really think you got to help man, the offense I think, here. I think with the run that's happened, though, on defensive ends, 
Like, I feel like they gotta go defense. I mean, they need both, right? So you're not gonna necessarily screw yourself, but it's just like, God, they're, that's what like stopped them from going further in the postseason. You know, they, they, they generate zero pass rush. Like, zero. So, you know, I don't know. I keep forgetting to mute this fucking thing. It's probably going to be the worst audio podcast ever. But if you guys are struggling and, and, and hanging in with us, we appreciate it. And that's why we're going to give you a bunch of Dogecoin. You know, you mentioned to us that you want the Doge in the DMs. We'll figure out how to get it to you. If you have a Robin Hood, if you don't have a Robin Hood, we'll take care of you. If you don't have a Robin Hood, though... We're going to get you some free stock as well, so we'll take care of you. Um, other than that, you know, we got other giveaways. We're going to get, what did we say, 25 we'll do the next giveaway. Mm-hmm. So we'll do a giveaway at 25. We'll have another one as we get closer to 32. And on, honestly, we appreciate you guys listening, whether you're listening live right now or you're listening to the podcast tomorrow or whenever it is. This has been such a great journey, I think, for the both of us. The full website is up and running now, and we're getting the opportunity to be involved in other things i will actually be a guest on saturday on another podcast i'll uh put that information out tomorrow but during day three of the draft i'll be on a another podcast as well and of course we always have the twitter live spaces like this one and usually we do weekly ones with uh jason sarney antoine staley and uh some other people as well so appreciate you guys listening and uh joining us for this shit show that we call a podcast. He's good the ball to Derrick Henry. That's I love funny. that. That's a nice mess. Yeah. He I probably, like it. He probably owned him in fantasy like I did when I won again last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody gets lucky. Yeah, yeah so we're thinking a lot of lucky more. twice. That's, 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 that's really lucky. That's great. How many times you got lucky? Yeah, that's what I thought, bitch. Maybe a hell of a mock drafter, but damn them fantasy playoffs kick your ass. Yeah, they definitely do. Yeah. I mean, I was in a coma one year, but... Well, uh, you know, that's a, I'm sick of hearing that excuse. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> sounds pretty lame. You know, I was half dead and, like, you know, on life support, so I couldn't really... And everybody in the up. league picked for me. Yeah, it worked listen, out real well. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I listen, I, I know that it's serious enough that you were texting from a coma, like, to somebody <laughs> saying, listen... Put Edelman in, you know, take that guy off my bench. It's like, you know, so, all right. So we got Goodell walking to tell somebody else that he's in his chair. Let's see how this, this inner exchange goes. Hi, hello, you're in my chair. Okay, can you get up now? All right, now, now you just stand there. I'm going to walk up. Are you following me? Yes, I'm following you. Oh, you're coming oh, with me? Okay. okay, all right. Now you just stay over there. No, no. Stay here. Just stay. Go ahead. Come on. Ahead. Let's pick it up. Yeah. I got to get pick out of here. Come on. Yep. Oh, my God. What a shit show. Who's running this stuff? My God. I'm so glad we have this on mute. Uh, it's got to be Elijah Moore. Every, everybody at home probably has the audio on. Uh, got to be Elijah Moore. You're not missing much. Just got to be. It could be. Him or Bateman. Got to be a receiver. You got nobody to catch the ball. Give me a wusu. Give me a Let's see. I mean, I like I what mean, Chaz brought up there. That would be great for defense, but gotta have. Cannot run Derrick Henry into the ground. I know who it is. I hate when you do that. No more doing that. There you go. Defense. Called it, baby. Good pick. 
Good pick. Like the defense. And this is, you had Greg Newsom the second. So again, like, you're so close with these. You have the right position. You know, originally, I know you're screaming shit out now while we're on live TV, but that's the poor son of a bitch watching by himself. He's not allowed to have his friends or family, even though he had a negative test this morning. Oh, I feel bad for yeah. him, man. Like, There's probably 100 people behind the camera. I hope so. I hope they're all on the other side of the wall. They're probably like, we don't want to set a bad example. Your family and friends can't be there. Oh, absolutely. Um, I would have been like, fuck you, then don't draft me. Like, whatever. Um... But yeah, so Pete Prisco did have that one. So Pete Prisco's climbing back into the game. I mean, slowly. his his you know his ball skills are amazing. That's what she said. Um, yeah, so you know, again, you had you had defensive back. It just obviously wasn't the right one. So Newsom is still on the board. Is he that is. correct? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's solid corner. And the Jets had traded up, so this is normally where the Jets would have been picking, but now instead it's the Minnesota Vikings. Um, who do the Vikings need here? Vikings could take an offensive lineman. They could use some linebacker help. Um, you know, defensive end. Got Aziz Ajilari there. Here's Trayvon Morg could also, you know, the top the top ranked safety is still on the board. I mean, he's a phenomenal player from TCU. Here's one for you. Ready? Trivia question. Which quarterback had the highest on-target percentage last year? Kirk Cousins. Hey, fucking men. Kirk motherfucking Cousins. Their offensive productivity was off the fucking charts. Between Minnesota and Houston, like if you looked at their offensive efficiency, their yards per play, their uh, amount of points that they were getting per drive, et cetera, et cetera, it was just wild. And then their defenses just obviously were shit. This is why with Minnesota last year, when all of their defensive backs, you know, ejecto Cito, they didn't do anything to replace them and they thought they'd be fine. They thought wrong, obviously. So I think this is where. Why doesn't Greg Newsom go right here? Or, or Trayvon Morg, the safety. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can go. Yeah, I mean, tell me why this isn't a secondary pick here. Yeah, like, I mean, who, like who, who, who is there that you're like, you know, we're gonna pass up a second? Now, now I do understand they went. They got Patrick Peterson, right? They went out and got Patrick Peterson. I know they made some additions, um, but pick is in. So here it is. So we'll find out. Yeah. So the pick's starting to move a little quicker. Yep. And Still then, no uh, running backs off the board, but don't, 24. James, don't say that shit. I want it to slide all the way to 32. Like the 32, they can take a one. But then that means at 36, you know, you're, you're, you're primed. You're, you're really... Oh, for the Dolphins? Yeah. Oh, dude. It all depends on what's left on the board, bro. I mean... But if, if everything else If some goes, of these offensive tackles drop, I'd rather have all the offensive tackles drop. Oh, I'd take a center in a, in a fucking second like a son of a bitch. But I'm just saying, I want the options there. But if there's if there's lots of options there and you're telling me I can nab Javante Williams with the 36th pick, ooh, boy. Like, I mean, again, like, who? 
This, this draft, like, it's not as wild as I expected. Like, I thought this draft was going to be completely bedlam. I thought Falcons would trade out a four. I thought it would get really wild there. It didn't necessarily go that way. But it still had some oohs and ahs. You know, it still had, you know, some trade action. The Jets, the Eagles, the Giants, you know, people were moving around. You had Mac Jones falling all the way to 15 to the Patriots. What's your biggest surprise so far of the draft? That's a tough one, right? Because I want to say that it's Mac Jones, but somehow, deep down, you just knew it. Like, you, just, you knew he was going to end up a Patriot. Like, did you just spill shit on the microphone? Just get a, get a, get a fucking something, wipe it up, man. Can't take you anywhere, Jesus. <laughs> and I'm the only one drinking alcohol. I would like the record to show, like, you're... You're sober as a preacher on Sunday and just like spilling soda and syrupy shit into the microphones, you know? Damn it. Anyways, welcome back to the Regulators Podcast. Your biggest surprise. You may be having technical difficulties, but yeah, my biggest surprise, if it's not Mac Jones, I would say that... I don't know. I mean, I I saw the Bears thing. I was, like. I would say Alex Leatherwood to the Raiders. Yeah, like I guess, but I didn't have a real good gauge on where the Raiders were going. I guess so. That's that's really where my I think Trey Lance. I guess Trey Lance is probably my that's, biggest yeah, surprise. That's... Yeah, because I thought I thought Mac Jones or Justin Fields. I was hoping you know Justin Fields it would be there, but um, besides Mac Jones. Because I think he would be the obvious answer. What quarterback do you feel is in the best position to to succeed? Okay, there, uh, there's a caveat with that, so I'm going to ask you. Short term or long term? Both. Okay. Long term, if it's done right, I would say Trevor Lawrence. I agree. Because... Jacksonville's got the capital. They've got the draft picks. They've got a coach who just got there, so he's presumed to be there for a while. They got. They also have weapons, right? Right. So you've got Chenault, you've got DJ Chark, you've got um, James Robinson. Like, there's a lot of pieces already around as we go into the Vikings pick here. See, Rod. Darisaw. Yep, Christian Darisaw to the Vikings. So. but yeah, so they, they've got a lot of weapons, they've got a lot of draft capital, they've got a lot of um, you know, money to spend, so I would think long term, it would be probably Trevor Lawrence. Short term, I think Justin Fields to the Bears could be very interesting. Yes, I agree. You know, I think that learn behind Andy Dalton, get ready to go, Matt Nagy will get the defense right, and you just got to show up and do your thing. Do you feel that the pick of Justin Fields gives Matt Nagy an extension? Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. as far as a contract extension, but maybe two years instead Absolutely. of the one. fucking Okay. You know, because we talked about him on the last podcast or podcast for that being on the hot seat. Um, you know, with this being a make it or break it year for him. But with him now getting a veteran quarterback and then drafting a rookie quarterback... You know, does this maybe give him some time? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I think, 
you know, whenever you take a rookie quarterback and you know, kind of want to be yeah, able to it, want to be able to see it, what you can do with him. Yeah, they have the, Allen the Robinson. The last thing you want is 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 that quarterback to have three coaches in four years. You know, that's that's not something really what you're shooting for. You want some continuation. Um, and again, we forget that Nagy was in the. Uh, was it like a double doink away from the national championship, the the championship game two years ago? Two or three, I think it was two years ago. Like with Mitch Trubisky as his quarterback. Mm-hmm. So they got there. It's kind of the same thing with the 49ers, right? It's like they got there with current staff. We got what? the uh, Steelers, Steelers pick, pick is, is in. in. All right. You know, so is this... Is this Najee? Is this where he comes off the board? Or you talked about you think Javante Williams is, is a little bit more of a fit there. I think uh, either way, a bruising running back would obviously really excite their fan base. I think this has to be Tevin Jenkins. Yeah. You know, they lost uh, Alejandro Villanueva, the so, offensive tackle. Yeah, so I'll tell you it's split. You and Jeremiah uh, both have Tevin Jenkins. And then everybody else has a running back, whether it's Najee or Etienne. So it's interesting. I'm, I'm waiting to see that late round trade. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting to see that 27, 28. Someone's going to slide in. Remember, Baltimore has two. two picks there towards the end. And we think one of them is going to be a wide receiver. I mean, what a great situation they would be in if an Elijah Moore fell to them. I mean, I mean they're, they're two picks away. Three picks away. Yeah. So it's very, very interesting. Um, and they're show, talking about the two thousand was that two thousand four draft where uh, you know Pittsburgh's on a clock. Big Ben, Big Ben was taken. That was the Philip Rivers and uh, Eli Manning mm-hmm. saga. Yeah. Eli Manning did not want to go to San Diego. I'm waiting for us to have another one of those at some point soon because like it sounds unheard of right but all the jokes last year were like if if trevor lawrence gets drafted by the jets he should tell them oh yeah you know fuck off i'm not i'm not gonna all right here we go with the steelers wow called it wow that is that is a that is a definite like Pittsburgh type pick. That is uh, Dolphins fans gonna have their heart broken a little bit, but I tell you what, good for Pittsburgh. Good for Pittsburgh. So I tell you who got that one. That was McShay. Wow, Peter McShay King, is killing it. Pete Prisco and Walter Football all had that one. Wow. Where did Caleb Farley go? Was he last? No, he went at. Uh, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Tennessee, that's it. Right. So the last last pick was who? Pittsburgh? No, before Pittsburgh. And then you've got Jacksonville on the clock. Where's Chaz? Chaz is supposed to keep it, be keeping us up to date with this stuff. But Jacksonville is on the clock now, so that's your third uh, multiple pick team. Yes. You know, And then again, you've got Baltimore with the back-to-backs at 27 and uh, 30. Yeah, so Jacksonville started off the draft taking uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, you know, for Jacksonville, you, you get a. I trade. mean, they have so many needs. Like you, you can't go wrong for Jacksonville. I mean, uh, I could see honestly the t- the team was 
was such hot hot garbage. They were the second worst in the in the league last year with sacks. So they have defensive needs as well. We discussed the weapons that they have on offense. So it's not that you can't add pieces, but well, you know, they got a couple of corners. They uh <clears throat> they signed Rashawn Jenkins in free agency. Mm-hmm. You know, you need another uh safety to fill that secondary. I can see a Trevon Moore going here. Ian Rappaport says every mock draft wins. The Steelers take Najee Harrison. Schefter said just about every mock had Alabama. Najee Harris going to the Steelers. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah, I just felt, you know, Pittsburgh had, wow, tied for the most, 2004 Miami. Yep. Most first-round selections. It ain't over yet. Yeah, I don't think they have another... Well, I guess um, if a Christian Barmore goes. Yep. I could do it. could break the record there. Or... Or their center. Mm-hmm. Landon Dickerson. Yeah. So five uh, minutes left on the clock for Jacksonville. That's pick twenty-five. And um, when that pick comes through, we're going to do our next contest, which we will do is uh, when do the Saints and Bills pick? Saints pick at twenty-eight. So we'll do our Saints giveaway next. Okay. So let's do our Saints giveaway. We got a signed Marshawn Lattimore mini helmet, so we will do that uh, as the Jaguars. I know a lot of people are interested in that helmet. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's a dope helmet. You know, shout out again to um, Good Human Crafts for donating that to the show. Again, you can check out their Etsy Etsy shop. Etsy shop. Um, lots of cool stuff for your home. Lots of cool stuff. You know, accessories. Just really dope stuff. Um, and you know, s- support small businesses as, as it is, but they're very good to the show, and they were kind enough to donate that. So we're going to give that away. And you know, the Jaguars still have four minutes on the clock, so I can just go ahead and, and, and spin that wheel now. So let's let's see if we can pull up that wheel, pull up our Saints giveaway, and we're going to give this bad boy a spin. Okay, the sound is like messing up, but uh, the winner is at only Casey Jones. So at only Casey Jones, you are the winner of the Marshawn Lattimore signed mini helmet. Congratulations. Awesome. Congrats, Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Be cool if that's their real name. Um, Isn't there a lineman named Casey Jones? I don't know. I mean, I know Casey Jones, the baseball player, and I know. Casey Jones, like the, the myth, you know, like Casey Jones. But, uh, so that's another giveaway down. We got more coming up, including the Stefan Diggs jersey as well. And not to mention, again, anybody who wants to be hooked up on, on Dogecoin, just send us a DM at some point saying, give me the Doge and I'll find a way to get some to you. Uh, look at this. See all these driverless autonomous things? Oh, yeah. I had one deliver me a pizza. It was wild. And I'm not going to give them a free shout-out on the show. you got to pay us. That's the way it works. But Jaguars pick is in, so we're going to see that one come through. Let's go back to the mock draft here and see what everybody has slated. So 
at 25 to the Jaguars. J-Man has Trevon Moerig. Um, DJ has Christian Derrissaw. Kadarius Tony is already gone. Um, Tevin Jenkins is McShay's pick. And then Peter King has Jason Owe. Pete Prisco has Christian Barmore, which would be that Alabama player we mentioned. And Walter Football has Tevin Jenkins. So we will find out shortly here who, if anybody, is actually right. And I see my notifications blowing up. Oh, what's up, Chaz? Was that you? Yeah, I just didn't understand the, uh, the amount of people mocking Tevin Jenkins. We got Kim Robinson on the uh, uh, left side, and uh, with Juan Taylor on the right, two young guys. I mean, they put Kim Robinson under uh, franchise tag this year. Like, what's with Tevin Jenkins? I don't know, man. You get, you got to tag them on Twitter. I, I don't make the mock drafts. Like like it'd be different if it was J Man's mock, but like like you can ask him, but like I I am with you. Like I, I didn't make the mock draft. I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. So what do you think? You thinking Tevin Jenkins here? No, because no, it, I think that's a, I mean I don't understand the, the, the thought process. I did I was reading off the mocks and so like McShay has Tevin Jenkins going here. So and Chaz was Asking, and also Walter Football has Tevin Jenkins going here. So he was asking why. Yeah, I thought Tevin Jenkins would have been great for Pittsburgh. I mean, they needed offensive line help, you know, but apparently, you know, getting a running back in the first round to replace Connor and, you know, I just, you know, they had Jalen Samuels. They have Anthony McFarland there. You know, I thought they had some, you know, dynamic pieces at running back. You know, I. So, and here's an interesting note. So. Before drafting Najee Harris tonight, the Steelers' last seven first-round picks have been on defense. Devin Bush, Terrell Edmonds, T.J. Watt, Artie Burns, Bud Dupree, Ryan Shazier, and Jarvis Jones. So, Doesn't it sound like all of them worked out? I mean, you know. Going down the list, I mean. They do okay. That's why they're perennial contenders, usually. Yeah. At least to get into the playoffs. But... So the pick is in. Roger's going to take his sweet-ass time kicking somebody out of their chair and moseying on up to the stage. We see him coming here. Oh, there's nobody in the chair. Wow. Yeah, they already picked. Maybe it's a dead person. Oh, they don't get to go back up in the chair again? No, you don't get That's to. That's kind of a wash. Oh, he's going to sit in the chair. Huh. Everybody hates him. That's kind of the thing. <laughs> he's the heel. I'd go Trayvon Moore. Travis, ETN. Wow. There's your fucking second wow. running back. Here comes the fucking run. Dolphins wow. back up. Lawrence's teammate. Yep. Wow. He's got to be fucking excited. Oh, yeah. They both got to be stoked. Well, let me mute that son of a bitch again. I'm sorry. Sorry about that, guys. Wow. So we got two running backs off the board. Yep, I mean that's 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 gonna start your run right there. I mean there's there's gonna be another one. There will be another. Someone's gonna trade back into the first round if somebody else doesn't take Javante Williams or something like that. So if you want one, you got you gotta come get him. You know we know Urban Meyer likes those uh, speed players out in space, and you know he gets another one here. Travis Etienne. But what's interesting is like you've got James Robinson, like oh, he's yeah. a home run there. Yeah. So like. 
you, you're going to do obviously by committee. Like, what do you think, Chaz? I'd be surprised with all the uh, the connects or two against Waddle. Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, Matt, Jay, Matt, Jalen Hurts, good Smith, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is that is interesting. I wonder how much uh, input Lawrence had on this pick, you know? Right. Damn. Yeah, I just. Damn, damn. Well, there goes your thirty-two pick for sure. I mean, you do have other holes to fill. I mean, but you know, if you can get a NFL comparison like Alvin Kamara and and you got James Robinson there, I mean, you got a you got a nice duo at running back. You know, maybe that uh. You know, it takes a little pressure off Trevor Lawrence. and I, mean, uh, I, I guess they're looking at it as we had two number one picks, like an abundance of riches. They have multiples going forward. Um, but, man, I just feel like you have such, like, other big needs. But like you said, you know, maybe Trevor Lawrence was in their ear, like, guys, like, I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't imagine, though, that he would have that much pull. But I don't know. It's crazy. Wild. Yeah, that's that's the one. Yeah, that's that's fucking crazy. But again, you know, the the Browns are on the clock now at, at twenty six. They're obviously not going to go running back. Um, Baltimore at twenty seven. They just took Dobbins. You got Saints at twenty eight. Um, you know, this is where you really start looking for your trade partners. Like, who wants to come? Uh, back in, and uh, I see we got a request. It's John. I'm gonna try to get John back in here, share his thoughts on the regulators' live space here. John, you with us? Yeah, I'm with you. Thank you for uh, stepping again. Yeah. I'm very, very upset about. I figured. I my figured. Convinced me. They convinced me to take James Robinson in the dynasty. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh. Oh, that sucks. Bum, bum, bum. Wow, right? Dolphins, I think, honestly, Dolphins should just trade up for Javante. Yeah, I'm yeah, go get them. Go get them. I'm in. They really do. I'm in. Because Miles Gaskins is the pass catcher. Javante Williams is the guy that plows. They need that one-two combo. Yeah, if, if they get a running back here, it's, it's a home run. And you look at Baltimore, who's got two picks. At 27 and 31, Baltimore will give one of those up. They'll go from, you know, 27 or, or oh, yeah. from 31. Yeah, like, it's sure. no skin off their ass. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll see. I just, originally I thought, you know, at 36, the Dolphins could go a couple different ways depending on how the board falls. And then maybe you still end up getting a running back. But with the running back run starting this early it's not that early but with it already starting if you get past 36 without a running back man you're you're not going to get anybody that special no yeah if you're I know a lot of people had edge marked at 36 like Rousseau but you know with the Jalen Phillips pick you got to go running back or offensive tackle at this point yeah so I think yeah, I think people were kind of split. You you were either going to go running back and then edge, or you were going to go edge and then running back. You know, however it falls, it falls. If they take a running back, maybe they miss out on potentially the best edge rusher um, in the league. So, you know, coming out of college. But, you know, 
it, it's fine. I mean, so far, you know, they've done a great job. They they hit well with, with both 6 and 18. But, you know, I think I, I agree with you. Like, come up and grab your running back. We don't want a repeat of last year. We tried the Matt Breida thing. It didn't exactly work out how we thought. Um, looks like Goodell's at the podium. We got somebody else going through the struggle who's going to make a pick. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, definitely could be Greg Newsom. Shaw, Shaw High School. Alright. Shout out to Shaw High School. Yeah, and Baltimore's got that next pick, man. I want to see that trade thing come across the screen. I don't know what's going down at Shaw High School, but tell me who the fucking... Uh, Alright, I'm about to go to Twitter. I know you don't like me doing it. I, I don't tip the pick. I don't tell you. What? 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 Called it nice. I'm I'm so confused by one of Schefter's tweets, but what? What does it say? It says, and at pick twenty-five, the Rams get. Jalen Ramsey. And so the Jaguars get back Travis Etienne. Yeah, because they're... Clavon Chase on. Jacksonville... And this fourth round pick for Ramsey. Jacksonville traded... Got it. Yeah. Got it. It just... It was weird the way he worded it. Called the Greg Newsom. That was good. Yeah. Way to be Johnny on the spot. All right. So that's uh, Cleveland. And nobody had that in their mock. Absolutely Nobody. So Baltimore's up. You've got Terrace Marshall Jr. Um, DJ has Jason Away, and Zayvon Collins is gone. McShay has Liam Eichenberg. Peter King has Elijah Moore. Pete Prisco has Trayvon Morig. All those guys are available. Yeah, so like all, all different So things. Baltimore has two great opportunities. Yeah. I mean, they can get the number one safety. Both, two of those guys. And a top five receiver. You know, yeah. we, know, we know they need receiver help. They could also go offensive line here, right? Yeah. And then uh, the Bills are supposed to pick right now at 31. So regardless, I'm sorry, not at 31, at 30. So regardless of what happens, whether they pick or trade out, at 30 we'll do our Stefan Diggs signed jersey giveaway. And we'll see who wins that son of a bitch. Which, that is actually donated through Argyle Human Resources. So if anybody out there needs resume help, anything else like that, the great folks at Argyle Human Resources donated that to us. They set up LinkedIn profiles, executive bios. They'll redo your resume for you. Uh, you can reach out to them at getargyle.com. They're also on, on Twitter at getargyle. So thank you to them for the beautiful Stefan Dix jersey. And Baltimore's still on the clock. So, who, who do you like? Obviously, they've got two picks here in the next, you know, five or six picks. They can grab a couple of guys. Who is the biggest need that they want to say, all right, let's just get this guy first because we don't know who's going to jump us or, or how that's going to work? Yeah, I think they need to get a wide receiver here. Uh, so, is this Elijah Moore? It's Elijah Moore. It's Rashad Bateman. It's Terrence Marshall Jr. I mean, they got they got multiple options. 
Yeah, you could use an offensive lineman. You got, uh, I mean, Tevin Jenkins is still on the board. Eichenberg that we just talked about. I tell you that, Travis Etienne is, is climbing my biggest shock. Like, you know, surprise. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, um, man, with James Robinson, like, they just, like, we talked about the weapons that they already have. And don't get me wrong, Etienne is a great talent, but Jesus. Like you say, that you know, the rich get richer. But again, when the Ravens had Mark Ingram and the number one rushing offense in NFL history, they, know, still, they, drafted running they still drafted J.K. Dobbins. So, the fuck do I know? You know, that's why I'm running a podcast and not an NFL team yet. Um, but, you know, once we get enough money someday, we'll just buy one. It, it could be like the Browns running game, so, you know. Right. I mean, great point, John. Um, you Chubb, know, the, Kareem the, Hunt. The Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. I mean, that one-two punch was nasty. I think Chubb is, is, is more of the force between the two. But, damn, man, you, you knew one was going to hit you at any given time. So, like, it's it's not that it's a bad pick, right? Obviously. And we know Etienne is a, a great talent. It's just like, again, I'm, I'm that guy who's trying to fill needs. They, they just went BPA. But usually you see BPA, the teams that are a lot closer. The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the teams that bring everybody back, and they're like, all right, whoever falls, we'll take them. So I got a, I got a question. Two questions. Fantasy related, right? Give it to me. Running back-wise. James Robinson. Yeah. James Robinson, before tonight. Second, well, second round pick? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, look at my man. Like, uh, yeah, probably. Now, I mean, it depends on how deep your league is and et cetera, et cetera. But second round, right? Now, what do you got him at? Fifth. Yeah. All right. Now, now again, you... it's the same thing with that tight end game. Yeah. And running backs are much bigger risk because you're not getting huge points out of your tight ends like you are out of your running backs. Again, give me that mediocre guy who's going to get 30 carries a game. I'll take him over the stud who's splitting carries. Now, Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. First round? Nah. I can, you're outside your mind. That's a, you know how I feel about rookies. I don't touch rookies. You, you're all over the rookies, and one out of nine times you hit on them. Huh. But in general, I mean, I'm, I'm just being honest. Like, you love your rookie guys. You scout the shit out of them, and, and sometimes they hit. But sometimes it's like the year app, like you'll draft them high, and then that next year they take off and you didn't take that guy. But you're great at, at analyzing the talent. Just but, a year late. But <laughs> you're a year early, right? Oh, yeah. So, whereas for me, I never know how that share is going to go as a rookie and when the coaches feel comfortable with those people. And so it's just like, I mean, look at last year with J.K. Dobbins. You had Ingram. We knew Ingram wasn't going to be there. We look at towards the end of the season when they're just preserving him, you know, to try to get some value, and maybe they can move him. It was a healthy scratch, but during the season, you never knew who was going to get the damn ball. You had the same thing in Detroit with Swift and Carryon Johnson, and it was like, what, what, you know? Yeah. So I hate rookies. I hate them from a fantasy perspective. Because it's so hard to know how involved... Roger Moore's having a party, huh? Fort Lauderdale, represent. I'll see you. I swear everybody, like, 
shops at the same Ashley Furniture. <laughs> and uh, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, sure, yeah, a bit. Let's do a whole line of sketch, so. I hit up Zeke in 2016, but that Dallas old line is super good. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Ravens, go. Ravens pick is in. All right, let's listen to the commission. Got to be a receiver. In the 27th pick, in the 27th pick. Hey, they needed that, they needed that. The Baltimore Ravens select Rashad Bateman. There you go. Nice. Great pick. Great pick. They needed that. Ezekiel Elliott tweeted, Michael Parsons, don't touch me in practice, Rook. And Mike and Micah retweeted it and said, we'll see. I like it. I like, I like it. it a lot. Yeah, so Rashad Bateman, I mean, he's he's one of my... Yeah, you had him going two picks later. Yeah. Nobody I, had him at 27. Nobody? No, yeah, nobody's had a hit since Najee Harris. That was the last hit. Yeah, so we we talked about Rashad Bateman. You know, almost six one, hundred ninety pounds. You know, good size. I think he surprised a lot of people running a four four forty yard dash. Here's one for you. I'm gonna hit you with one. Ready? I'm just soak it in before you answer. Saints are on the clock. This is where you originally had Kadarius Tony slated. You know, it's a it's a good spot for him, but obviously he's off the board. Is there a quarterback that you could see at 28? You know, you're almost out of the first round. Obviously, you have the fifth-year option. Is there a quarterback here that you could see the Saints taking? The only quarterback I could see them taking this high is Davis Mills Mm -hmm. from Stanford. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really – I think it's a little high for Trask. You know, not out of the realm of possibility, but – you know, and then the only other one you could think about is Kellen Mond, quarterback from Texas A&M. I think other than those three, you know, there's, and I, like I said, I think it's it's high for Mills. I mean, I think his highest projection was, you know, and Washington. And again, remember, you you have to remember, too, that with that question comes the, you know, the pick is obviously in for the Saints, but, you know, if you pick it, you know, 28, you don't pick again to 56. It's not like you have a pick at 32 no, right. where that no, guy right. might be rated. So that's, you know, something that people have to consider. Um, I was very surprised there was a lot of talk about the Saints trading up after we had mentioned why aren't they coming up to get a quarterback, especially with, look at how Mac Jones fell to 15. Yeah. You know, like, the, it's, it's not like it was undoable, like you couldn't have made it happen if you really wanted to. Um, so, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just a thought. I've always, I always wish you could see the trades that didn't pan out. You know, I would love to see what teams tried to trade up for or, you know, what they tried to go for. Oh, I mean, you sure. hear rumbling sometimes, you know, oh, they tried to do this, this, and this. You know, and then, you know, talking about New Orleans, you know, you got Green Bay on the board next. You know, it's just going to be interesting to see what they do, you know, with uh, everything going on with uh, Aaron Rodgers' talk and the Jordan Love. You know, does Green Bay go out and, you know, get a little more help for – uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, if an Elijah Moore or Terrence Marshall Jr. is still on the board there, do they target wide receiver? Uh, you know, then we talked about Buffalo. You know, a team that doesn't have a lot of needs, they could pretty much take BPA. Um, you know, they could also look at running back, you know. So we talk about Javante Williams. You know, he could also be a be a Buffalo selection there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah. Yes. And, and by the way, I see uh, Doge tagged us in a question. He missed the giveaway after 25 as, as far as who won. Uh, the winner on that one was only Casey Jones. That was that was the same. Yeah, one, Casey right? got it. Yeah. yeah, at only Casey Jones. Um, so appreciate Casey Jones, and uh, we're gonna do another one here as the Bills approach on the clock. We're gonna do the Stefan Diggs one. So, and if you guys you know aren't you know catching our Twitter live spaces normally. When we do them or our podcasts, like practically every week we're giving away stuff. Obviously, it's not normally as big as the things we're doing tonight due to the draft and everything else and some generous donations. But uh, we give away a lot of jerseys, a lot of signed merch, uh, pop figures, NFL uh, cash for the Fanatic site, uh, things like that. So, you know, make sure to check out the podcast every week and, and see what we're giving away. It's always some good stuff. And at the very least, you can listen to our podcast without hearing the same hot take, clickbait, dribble that you get from all the other places. I won't say any people's names, but they know who they are. And we don't do that kind of shit here. So, um, the Saints, and then it's interesting because the Packers pick right behind the Saints, right? Because we obviously saw the drama this morning or earlier this afternoon from the uh, Aaron Rodgers situation. What are the odds, in your estimated opinion, and I hate doing this, but it just leads into something else. What are the odds that Aaron Rodgers has played his last down as a Green Bay Packer? 10%. Okay. Realistically, okay. So, you, so, right? so you're realistically not buying it. You don't think, you know, he's like, get me in. Like the Deshaun Watson situation, where that seemed like it went so far off the rails, that's it, it's done. You don't think it's that drastic? Right now, I don't. Okay. Um... But Green Bay is in a completely different situation than mm-hmm. Houston, right? I mean, they drafted sure, uh, sure. they drafted Jordan Love last mm-hmm. year. He's he sat behind Aaron Rodgers for a year. Um, they went to back to back NFC championships. Yeah, you know, we talked about Jordan Love. Uh, you know, played at Utah State. It was a great quarterback. So that plays into the second part of my question, right? Okay. Is supposedly. Aaron Rodgers is upset not just because of the contract situation. There's there's tons of reasons why he's upset. Is there a pick at 29 that obviously nothing's going to solve his issues overnight, but is there a pick at 29 that makes him go, thanks, guys, I appreciate that? Elijah Moore. Okay. You know, I feel if they, you know, you, you put him with Devontae Adams... You know they got a couple. Yes. Yeah, I mean they got a couple of the receivers. Big um, Bob Tunyon over there. Yeah, you know I love me some Big Bob Tunyon, and man. Green Bay has a great, great running game. You know they lost mm-hmm. Jamal Williams. Brought uh, back Aaron Jones. Gave that man that money. Yes, you know they got Dylan there Who's too. This guy, he doesn't know where he's going. He has he's no got idea his what's going umbrella. on. Here we go. What do we got, Saints? Trayvon Moore. Peyton Turner, defensive end, Houston. Wow. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of talent that's dropping right now. Yes, there is. Yes. Charlotte on the board. Well, sir. I mean, God forbid Javante Williams goes, you could have Jalen Phillips and Greg Rousseau on Dolphins. Yeah, I mean. (sighs) Shit. Don't you threaten me with a good time, sir. A little Miami reunion. Oh, my goodness. Oh, 
Wow. Yeah, this guy's not in the top 100 here. I think he was. Uh, he he was he was in. Uh, I think he was in DJ's board. He was top fifty, I think, because I wrote it. I I wrote his name down and I started scribbling some stats, and then no, I don't know what happened. I got distracted. But uh, um, he spells last name. Who is it? Shit, the alcohol's getting a hold of me. Who who just got taken? Where's Chaz? <laughs> Peyton Turner. That's what it was. Yep, right there. Houston, defensive end Peyton Turner. See, I, wrote I think it down. he was the yeah, ninth he, ranked defensive he was, end. He was, but he was he was in the top fifty uh, big board because I only wrote down the top fifty. So. ESPN has him at uh, seventy three. Who at ESPN though? Uh, just scouts. The uh, yeah. scouts think yeah, it's just yeah, overall. Damn. A lot, right. Yeah, they ran that Elijah Moore pick. And we pick. know it's not a running back. They they ran that Elijah pick Moore pick. Yes, sir, Mr. Aaron. Whatever you say, Mr. Aaron. Yeah, that that. Yeah, I done the uh, Aaron Rodgers thing. Yep. It was interesting to see if, him to go to San Fran because he's from Berkeley. He wants to do Jeopardy. Jeopardy's filmed in California. <laughs> <laughs> I like where your head's at. Oh. Uh, like you know what do we got here? I like where your head's at. I like it. Yeah, that's old news. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. I don't know, man. His future is in jeopardy. Um, yeah, it, it has been a tumble, right? I mean, he he was, you know, yeah, he, he was, was projected he was up there. 10, 11. You know, I, I don't know if it's... I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that one's gonna hurt the wallet a lot. Well, that all depends on how far you know Coromo falls. He falls a couple. Of, if he falls out of the first round, then I would say him. Um, you know, I, I mean, there's no what about, other. Uh, what about Jeremiah uh, Owosu or whatever the, the linebacker Notre Dame? Yeah. I thought that's who. Yeah, no, that's that's yeah. uh that's who Chaz had just mentioned. That's who. Yeah, I mean, he's he's dropping. Yeah, so he was like late teens, like depending on whose mock you looked at. Yeah, I mean, I I saw him as high as uh, high as ten, eleven. You know, so I mean, he's he's going down the he's going down the board pretty good there. But uh, yeah, Peyton Turner. I mean, you got you got Ozzy Larry ranked ahead of him, first round grade. You got Jason Oway. These are all defensive ends. Um, yeah, I think I think Buffalo could go defensive end as well. Um, they're right behind the Packers. Yeah, I mean Buffalo can go a lot of different directions. I I'll tell you, I wouldn't be surprised to see Javante Williams go to Buffalo. <laughs> be an asshole, I, I want to think that, but I've been watching uh, Devin Singletary grind it out. Miami, uh, he's got the same. Yeah, I like him. Trainer as Tua does, and they're been grinding it out. Yeah. Yeah, great man. Could you imagine? Yeah, his strength trainer said he came in and he benched 245, 25 times. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like Singletary. It'll be interesting here. Obviously, see what the Packers do first. But then, you know, you've only got three more picks. I, I can't believe nobody has traded back in yet. Like, especially with that running back run, you would think. So, here comes... Yeah, my- after uh, 
Javante Williams. Who's the next back? Running quick. Next back. Next. I mean, Sorry, yeah, you, you, hold on. Hold, hold on. We, we got Goodell here. Hold on. Let's see what Goodell says here. Eric Stokes. Eric Stokes. Okay. Wow. That, he ran a 4 3 3 40. Yeah, you could you could yeah, go definitely, Carter, definitely Sherman or Carter. And then you got uh I mean it's you know wow. kind of mixed match after that. Eric Stokes. Let's see if anybody nailed that. Nobody. I I seen Chuba is like 8th or ninth. I mean he fell off so bad after, you know, 19. I mean, he ran for 2000 what, like 94 yards in 2019? Well, he, he got hurt, and then he opted out yeah. the rest of the season. So he started playing, and then after an injury, he was like, fuck this. Yeah, he, had, gonna risk he had 625 yards and five touchdowns in 2020. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, um, you know, you got, you know, take Michael Carter, for example. I mean, 2019, he ran for 1,003 yards, three touchdowns. 2020, he ran for 1245, averaged eight yards to carry, had nine touchdowns. You know, so he's also a nice piece. And, you know, Michael Carter was on that senior bowl team with Yes. Yeah. Yep, so, so Eric Stokes, cornerback from Georgia, man. He's another... Uh, He's another pro day wonder, man. He ran that four three three, and you know he started moving up draft boards. Yeah, I tell you what, we uh, while we're waiting the four minutes for Buffalo, I'm gonna go ahead and do this digs uh, giveaway because that'll kill some time. And once we get to thirty two, we're gonna end this shit with the quickness. Not that I don't love being on here with every single one of you, but it's been a long day. So let's get over to the wheel here and let's run this. Uh, Damn, I gotta mute this. The sound quality on this show is gonna be out the fucking window. All right, let's do a Diggs giveaway here. This is for the signed Stefan Diggs jersey, courtesy of Argyle Human Resources. Here we go. All right, here we go, here we go. Who's getting that signed Diggs jersey? Justin Snyder. Yeah, you wish. Here we go. And it is at Dwyer213. At Dwyer213. 213. So, congrats on the signed Stefan Diggs jersey. Appreciate you. Dude, that's a nice piece. Yeah, it, oh, it's a beautiful jersey. I, when, when I got it in, I was like, damn, this is nice. I might want to keep this. Um, but we got to give it back to the fans. So, so none of the uh, Twitter accounts I created hit? <laughs> no. <laughs> apparently, I mean, unless you're Dwyer. Uh, whatever that was, or uh, Casey Jones, or any of those other people. No. If you're not, then no, you struck out. So, sorry about your bad luck. Yeah, so we got uh, Buffalo on the clock. Yeah, and I mean, talk about a, t- a turnaround of a team. I mean, those first couple years with Josh Allen, it was like he couldn't hit the barn side of a broad. And all of a sudden, going into year three, you're talking about a completely different quarterback. Now, obviously, adding a true number one wide receiver like Stephon Diggs is that a big, helped him immensely. Big part of that, um, but the entire scheme and and everything they set set up, like just to, he played outside of his mind, and that's why that whole thing of giving up on a young quarterback. That's why you see the Panthers going after Sam Darnold. You know, that's why you see. Uh, Chaz bringing up Minshew and how young he is and, and things like that is like, do you really give up on a guy before you're absolutely certain that he's not the guy? Because if if last year, you know, before 2020, if the Bills 
got to hold up another quarterback and he pl- nobody would really put a gun to their head and say, what yeah. are you doing? So it's, it's really interesting uh, how quickly they turned it around. Uh, I believe a lot in Sean McDermott. I think that, you know, they got a good organization there. Um, they got a lot of pieces. Being, you know, you know they, they, they really, they could literally take BPA here and it, yeah. and it would be fine. Absolutely. You know? I mean, again, they had one of the most potent offenses in the league. Obviously, they came up a little bit short last year, but you know the the future is bright in in Orchard Park for sure. Yeah, I mean Josh Allen is, you know, remember when they made that pick? You know, it's you know people were worried about his accuracy. You know, coming out of Wyoming was yeah. Very the, accurate first, and... the first two years, he didn't settle any of those nerves. You no, know? he he definitely didn't put people's mind it. You know, but least. year three, I mean, that's you know that's. You know, when quarterbacks make their biggest jump year two to three, and, you know, he did well. And again, you know, actually putting weapons around him, which is something you say with the young quarterbacks, you know, give them their security blankets, get them a a great big tight end, get them a wide receiver that can get open and, you know, pick up some first downs for them. So. And Buffalo quietly has a solid offensive line. Yeah. I mean, they really have good offensive line play. You know, I, I. I would think defensive end here. You know, could you imagine if, you know... The only thing I will say is, even though, and again, I like Singletary, but their running offense was 19th in the league at yards per attempt last year. So their pass blocking for Allen was was adamant, but, you know, the the run blocking and and clearing holes and and stuff like that, that that definitely wasn't their forte last year. Um, and again, how much of that I place on Singletary versus the offensive line, you know, that's a discussion for another day. But look, is this guy sleeping with his mask on his face? Yeah, dude's yeah, out cold. Yeah, he's he's out, man. He's like, yo, y'all, like, what time is this? It's almost midnight. Yeah, you know, how rough is it, man? Have all your family and friends coming over thinking oh, you're first? Oh, yeah. I, I had we we had when uh, I think it was was it Kenny Holmes got went through his and he didn't get drafted like I had friends who were at that party you know and that was they said it was brutal like sitting through that whole night and then everybody just going home don't worry it'll happen so yeah it's gotta be tough Buffalo's pick of them here we go Raj Ah. alright someone's ahead of us Koromoa oh there you go wow yeah, I can't, I can't wait to jump into uh, some of the fan forums because I was lit up by even suggesting that they were going to take a, a defensive end there, um, and it would be Rousseau or away, one of those guys. So, mm. I mean, I think this is huge. I don't know if just take 31 through 35. I mean, I can just look at it. It's probably the beginning picks again. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens are up again at 31. They're obviously not taking one. Tampa could take Tampa a running back. Tampa could definitely take one at 32 because they're BPA, man. They, they got everything set. They literally brought their whole team back. So that's... Yeah, they got... Who do they have? Uh, all guys. Both, all both of those guys' back. contracts expire this year. Both Fournette and Ronald Jones. Keyshawn, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's a good piece. I, you know, I don't, I, I wouldn't put him anywhere near the same tier of uh, like a Javante Williams. Dude, that dude can, you know, you give him 15, 20 carries, let him pound the rock, and, you know, Fournette, 
you know, Jones is a home run hitter. Fournette, you worry about the injury history. Yeah, I mean, and again, either way, both of those guys are yeah. one and done. So Yeah, and then, you know, you brought up Vaughn, you know. So, you know, the year after, you, you have a great running back situation with Vaughn, Javante Williams. You figure you're going to lose Brady. You're going to be kind of in a rebuilding situation. Not rebuilding, but a, a retooling. Yeah, I agree with that. I just think they should take, Buck should take Jeremiah. It's because they have some older linebackers like Levante Davis. Oh, dude, that'd be a, absolutely be an absolutely great pick for him. I mean, for them at thirty-two to get a projected twelve to fifteen, yeah. you know, linebacker. But that's the thing; they're gonna go BPA. Yeah, like they have no glaring needs where they're gonna be like, "Oh no, we better take someone here." Yeah, I mean, so, they're definitely gonna go BPA there. It'll be interesting to see what the Ravens do here with their second pick. Like I, like I'm waiting. Like there's only two picks left. Like in, in this round. So I mean, you still I have. Really the, thought someone might trade up. You with still this pick. you still have the number one safety on the board. You still have the number one defensive tackle on the board. You still have a top five receiver in Elijah Moore. Center. Yeah. That's, that's true. I forgot about that. Number one safety, number one defensive tackle. Yeah, and, and so the Dolphins are sitting pretty at thirty six either way. Um, you know who I could see Baltimore taking here is uh, Asante Samuel Jr. from Florida State. Okay. I forgot, forgot about him too. Yeah. There's a lot of good players. There's yeah. There's there's good talent. Oh, it's, absolutely. It's like sitting there after an eight-man fantasy uh, draft and and realizing how much talent is still on the board, and you're thinking, who can you cut to fit those players on your team? But yeah, there's there's a lot of talent there. You know, yeah. I mean, just just cornerback wise, you got a you got Asante Samuel Jr. You still have Tyson Campbell. He was. He was projected higher than Eric Stokes from Georgia. Got Elijah Molden, who I love from Washington. He's he's kind of a you know put all over the field type like player. He can play hard. corner, slot, safety. You know, so yeah, there's there's a what about uh, Trevon Mulrig or whatever, and then you know. Oh yeah, dude. McCain's got a big salary. I don't. I mean, obviously, Bobby McCain's good, but. Oh, yeah, no, I would I, if yeah. we got Trayvon Morrig in the second round. I'd be ecstatic. Yeah, safety has to come at some point. Yeah, I'd, I'd, honestly, I, I, it would be hard between him and Javante Williams if they're both on the board. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. It's definitely tough. Yeah, I mean Morrig is a is a he projected teens. I mean all the way. I mean he is a solid safety. You know the next the next safety nearest him, you know, is late second round, and that would be Andre Cisco from Syracuse. I, you know, we need safety help, and the number one safety is on the board in the second round. I mean, that's you know we talk about value and that Rosenhaus. That's Rosenhaus. Yeah. You know, and is you know it would be you know good value for you know running back, but it would be great value for the number one safety in the draft. So I will tell you that while we have Baltimore here on the clock with. You know, three minutes left just to run through the mocks that everybody has at 31. So your original mock, your only mock, you have uh, Samuel Cosme going here, and then Jeremiah has Liam Eichenberg, and then Mel Kiper has Asante Samuel. John Bateman's already gone. Uh, Landon Dickerson, Peter King, and Gregory Rousseau's already gone, and Liam Eichenberg is Walter Football. So. Yeah, so speaking of tackles, I mean, 
Tevin Jenkins, still on the board. Liam Eichenberg, still on the board. Dylan Redunds, he's the uh, yep. tackle from North State. Dakota State. Yeah, yep. I mean, um, you know, so, yeah, so there's a couple of tackles still available. You know, some well, good- let's see. Trey Lance went where? Falcons? No, um, 49ers. Yeah, he, he, so. he might be there. I mean, it could happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, since we're all playing buddy-buddy with all of these picks, it's funny because usually when people are doing mocks or, or analysts are doing TV shows, they say stuff like that. Oh, they'll reunite him with it. And it never happens. Mm-hmm. It never happens. This year, everybody's getting reunited with their buddies. I'll tell you, looking back at the Dolphins pick, like that Jalen Waddle, I mean, that... That guy can burn, man. I mean, he is just lightning. We'll, we'll see what his yards of separation looks like. Oh, I mean, year. him and Fuller are going to be. I mean, yeah, they, I like Fuller. Yeah, yeah. You know, then we yeah. talked. You know, we talked about Jakeem Grant and. So yeah, you talk about already with what the Dolphins had in house. You've added Will Fuller, and you've added Jalen Waddle. Like that's. That's a, that's a way to address a need, you know? And then again, if, if half those other guys stay or remain healthy, we know they have talent. You've got Mike Gesicki, who is just blossoming into this amazing all-star type player. So I think you get a running back, and you're able to establish a running game. Again, you have the babies. We had, what, three rookie offensive linemen last year. You know, you, you get all those guys, Austin Jackson, Solomon Kinley. Robert Hunt. Robert Hunt. You get those guys to come into their own going into year two where they're actually get their legs under them. And I'll tell you, at, at pick 50. And again, we're talking about a team that won 10 games last oh yeah. year. Like, at pick 50, forget. if like a Creed Humphrey's still there, the center from Oklahoma, that'd be a great pick. And we got we got Chaz back in here. What's up, Chaz? What's up, boys? Uh, wrap up this first round. Yeah, man. We hey, were talking uh, running back safety at uh, 36. And uh, they're both on the board. We got a good pick on either one. Yeah. We think uh, Dickerson and Creed are going to be available at 50. I don't know. I, I think I'm being pretty optimistic if one is available there. I mean, I... Yeah, you have uh, a. What's that? Just so much talent oh yeah, I mean it. Is that new? Tell me, is it new? No, it's not new. Damn right. it! <laughs> Another trade flashed on the screen. <laughs> I have to look at J Man. Is this a new trade? No, that's the old one that happened last week. Yeah, I, 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 to oh, be I, honest, I've had too much sugar. Chaz, answer your question. <laughs> no, I don't see either one of them. Making it to 50, but I didn't think a lot of these guys would be available at this point. I mean, who thought Mac Jones was going to be at 15 outside of checks, notes, Todd McShay? (laughs) I mean, when you... uh, Like a month ago, Mac Jones was projected 30-something, you know, and then he boosted up to third. Now he's back down to 15, so... Yeah, I mean, even even Daniel Jeremiah, I think, like, he just... He bought into the hype, but even on his big board, he was ranked 32. So, see who the Ravens got here. Gotta be Elijah Moore. Wow. Here we go. More talent falling. Wow. sir. So, Jason Away, can anybody tell me how many sacks he had last year? Zero. Zero sacks. Fewest among first-round defensive ends 
in the, the last, last 25, 25 years. years. That's all about but that he protein. He ran that shuttle cone like a all motherfucker. Right. In, out, in, out. Yeah. Get that boy in the first round. Oh, wow. Buccaneers <laughs> pick is in. Zero, yeah, sacks. zero sacks. The first defensive end in the last 25 years to go More in the first round with zero sacks. Outside linebacker, sorry. Oh, yeah. Buccaneers pick is already in, man. They have that locked and loaded. So nobody is trading back into the first round. Uh -oh. So this will be our last pick. Wow. Interessante. I really think Alan Hearns Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're, yeah, you're talking 8 to 10 million, smaller. right? Wilson's what, 4.5, 5.5? All right, I mean, off the top of my head, I don't I don't know. That's why I usually got this stuff in notes. But Hey, Chaz, what's Albert Wilson's contract? I thought it was at least 5. five yeah, off the top of my head, I thought 5.5. We're looking it up. We have our stats department. Yeah, our graphics guy is doubling in stats. He's going to look it up here for us. Albert Wilson in 2021 has a cap hit of 5.1. If he's cut, let me see if Get I go. Post, post June 1st, there's a dead cap hit of 2.3, which saves just under $3 million. Okay. All right. But I think there's still, there's still need more for the, the draft class, don't they? There's still Yes, yes, so they're they're just positive with the, um, I forget what happened the other day, um, but they, they're just positive, barely, but they need they still need more for the draft class, that's the, why... Uh, Eric, Eric Flowers, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah. yeah, so because of Eric Flowers, they just hit positive, but they still need way more to uh, sign the draft class, and wow, here comes Commissioner with the last Our pick. last team to go, here's the commissioner. With the 32nd pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers Joe Tryon. Defensive end, Washington. Washington. Hey, so... I'm sorry, say that again? I said Joe Tryon, who Omar Kelly had a big man crush on. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you know who got that? Walter Football. Jesus. Walter Football did all right. Hey, so just a, a quick recap, right? On who's available: Jeremiah Wosu Koromoa, Trayvon Morig, Elijah Moore, Tevin Jenkins, Christian Balmore, Javante Williams. <laughs> don't, don't get you, don't do it. Don't set yourself up. You remember what happened last year when we passed J.K. Dobbins twice. Yep. Don't do it. Don't don't get too just say they are set. They're in a very good position. And yeah, either either way, we're getting a good player. I yes, we are for yes. sure. Absolutely, that's, I agree. That's the attitude to have is whoever you're going to get, you're going to get somebody great who's going to contribute to the team. So, but hey, guys, oh, I yeah, appreciate definitely whether it's defense or running back. Definitely. Yeah, so any parting thoughts, John? Uh, we're set, man. That's all I have to say. All right, appreciate you joining us. How about you, Chaz? Any any last words? Take it into the mount up for day two. Hell yeah. 
So we appreciate it as always. Um, I, it took a lot for Jamin to, to get here and, and join me on the show. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate everyone who's not listening live but is listening through on the read through. Follow us on Twitter. Tomorrow, even though we won't be live, we will be talking shit throughout the entire second round, drink in hand. So make sure you find us and uh, we'd love to chat it up with you and, and cover everything draft. J-Man, anything you want to leave them with? That was a great first round. Happy with the Dolphin selection. It was a good night. Everybody, thank you for listening. Have a good night. Absolutely. Love you guys. Peace.